And we're up. And we're up. It's been so long. You know, a whole week without an EFAB. I don't know how people survive. I don't know how they do it. You're almost at 100k. I am. Uh, this usually streams knock off a few subscribers because obviously people are like, what? He streams? That's not what I signed up for. Which is fine. I'm just saying that uh, it'll probably be about two or three days and then I will have reached 100k, which is quite a thing. I'll probably have to do a stream of some kind celebrating, I guess. Also a Q&A. Who doesn't love Q&As? Yeah. I, I do love them. Good. Only if there's good questions, though. Hello, everybody. Oh, yeah, I've got a new icon now. That'll be the first time in EFAP that you can see it. Oh. Thanks to the old fan art. I'm afraid people who follow the Skull on Wheels lore are going to have a little bit more difficulty uh, accounting for this one, but you can make it work. And for all we know, you know, what is it called on a car when you have, like, the little... Is it, like, a hood ornament? You could argue that this is my hood ornament on the car, and it's just really zoomed in, so... You know, y'all are fine. Um... But yes, it is It is me and Rags this time around. This is probably the only EFAP we'll have just two of us, uh, because, I mean, me and him could talk more than enough for, like, five people just with this topic. two of us. And then... We've got loads of guests lined up, and of course, uh, most of you hopefully would have seen Wolf's video, and he's uh, he's taking a break from YouTube. It's undisclosed exactly how long he plans to, but he'll happily come back to EFAP and, uh, of course, making videos on his channel, I imagine, once um, once he's sort of feeling a bit, bit better about it. So, today we'll be continuing with Mr. TRO's video for... We're not necessarily going to complete the video. We're going to go for, this is just part two, and this this may end up being the shortest EFAP, considering the last one was six hours, and... Yeah, it was... That's like I two was telling EFAPs all that earlier, it was, it was really repetitious, and there wasn't a lot of substance really in it. We kept repeating ourselves over and over, and it was sort of getting to the point where like, oh, okay, can we... Yes, mm. So we'll go for, I don't know, a couple hours or whatever. Depends on what the video says. I yeah. hope it's better than last week. I've, I've actually heard, because I haven't seen it, but I've heard that they do actually talk about Star Wars, uh, like actual Thank points God. in the film, so we, we'll be able to respond to stuff like that. Uh, yeah, first of all, though, we we decided to just check out the comments section, and uh, I've got a selection on screen that me and Rags are just going to look through that we find interesting, considering some of the things that have been said in the video. Um, so I suppose if you want to start, Rags, it's with uh, the Lord Doom comment, is it? Yeah, of of I think this is a good one to start out with. This one is but 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 this is by Lord Doom Ten. Wow, just wow! The level of unprofessionalism from Rags is just inexcusable, and exactly what IHU was complaining about concerning toxic behavior from those that didn't like the film. So that's what we want to start out with, because this one points out. Just how toxic the behavior is from people who didn't like the film. Because as, we've, as we know, it's not the people who did like the film who were being toxic and refusing debates. So, now that we've set the stage, <laughs> let's take a look. Some of these are great. We'll scroll right to the top, is it? Yeah. Right. Pilot. <laughs> Rags is so smug, I want to slug him in the arm. But then he'd take my threat seriously. 
Say, so you respond to my opinions with violence and then try to dissect it for 10 minutes with straw man argument. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> if I was to say, so you respond to my opinions with violence, that's not me taking your threat seriously. That's just me being a bit Socratic. But not I'm just, just asking you, exactly. why, is that what you're, why is that what you would think? Why is that what comes to your mind? Why would you even want to slug me in the arm? I don't think you're going to do it. And, uh, I'm just asking you, why do you want to do it? I should probably highlight that I hate everything's premise for his video is that people are being a bit too, you know, over the top about The Last Jedi, and then TRO backs that up with, as you can see, with The Last Jedi, it's much more toxic than any other subject. You must do, you have to admit that. And it's like, yeah. just with the subject of talking about rags as a YouTuber, we've already got a threat here. <laughs> and um, he'd be like, oh, I can't believe you're taking it as a threat when all I said was I'd, I'd punch him in the arm. It's like, what do you think that is in real life if you punch someone in the arm? Do you think that people go, ha thank you for that? <laughs> it's like, that's not really it's how like, that works. There are tons of people that I don't like on YouTube. I don't want to hit them. Hmm. That's the thing, I don't even, I don't even want, have the desire to hit them. That's the thing. But remember, all of these, all of this is based off of the idea that we're the toxic ones. And remember, it's not like these are upvoted comments. You know, these all have zero po oh. oh. Oh, 136. Oh, okay. And it's, it's not as blatant. He edited it, too. <laughs> he <laughs> he, edited, he edited, it. edited it, but he kept it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not like the actual comments said something as strictly as, I just want to punch him, you know? L lucky we have no yeah. comments like that. Do you, do you want to move on to the next yeah. one? Yeah, so next, uh, my spots would, I just want to punch that smug dog. All right. 44 upvotes. <laughs> so 45, at least 45 people want to punch me. So we're up to almost 200 people want to punch me, which is, which sounds about right. Mm. Which sounds about right. Uh, Beholder says, I used to like rags, but God, he's so pretentious and narcissistic. <sighs> they call me Joe. Well, I mean, maybe a little. I don't know about pretentious, though. I mean, like, some people call me arrogant. I'll be like, yeah, I'm a bit arrogant. That's yeah, fine, I'm, I'm a little arrogant. Yeah, I'm a little arrogant. Narcissistic, yeah, sort of. Most, most of it is just, like, the character. People who talk to me, either IRL or in Discord or stuff, I, I'm pretty easygoing. It's like I'm a really the, easygoing guy. The difference between assert assertive and aggressive, it's like, how do you tell the difference? It's like, well, I, I mean, most people would like to say they're assertive rather than aggressive, but... You can yeah, slip aggressive between. has a more negative connotation than assertive. Yeah. Um, uh, to be fair, someone in the chat said, to be fair, you were pretentious, as in you had the pretense of being right. That's very true. And then I followed through on it. And then we made the six-hour stream a week ago. Yes. And then we wanted to just die. Uh, next up, They Call Me Jojo says, I never watched Rags prior to this. But, okay, so we very learned. <laughs> but the way... How he the way how he talks already makes me dislike him. All right, I don't know. He sounds like the type of person who would treat others like pure shit for not sharing his own opinion while doing it with a smile on his face. Oh, so I'm friendly. Yeah, at least you got that. I'm friendly. Yeah, I'm a nice guy. We we can disagree about things. That's all right. Besides, it, after all, it's not Mahler and I who are the ones who say that you're not allowed to have a certain opinion or that you can. I watch movies the wrong way or things like that. Uh, Lucky says, good old rags. His ego seems super high and the sheer amount of hypocrisy and lack of self-awareness is astounding. Maybe that will, maybe that will be pointed out to us. Mm, we'll get uh, there at some time. point. That's got to be in the video I'm somewhere. Sure. 
I'm sure it's there somewhere. Kane Kenegi says Rags is an annoying, entitled, contrarian PC elitist. I don't know about contrarian. Damn, your, um, your PC days, man. They just, you know, yeah, people just... Yeah, I still get, yeah. I'm still getting flack for the PC videos. Um, I don't know about contrarian, though. I would want some follow-up on how I'm contrarian. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll play the devil's advocate just to, like, get what people are trying, like, why they think the way they do, but... That's just so I can learn the way they, you know, how their thought process works. I don't really think I'm contrarian. I've not found you to be contrarian, but then again, maybe I'm biased because I'm your friend. Or no. butt buddy, as someone says at some point. I can't remember if that's in this list or not, but hey. Um, people like rags are the reasons we can't have opinions anymore. So uh, rags is is a part of this effort to prevent people from having opinions, so... Thanks, Rags, for that. You've ruined it. You've ruined the internet. I'm for sorry. People. I didn't mean to ruin it. It just happened. I'll, I'll watch that in the future. <laughs> Look at this one. Rags is an idiot, and that's an objective opinion. <laughs> so, so good. Top meme. Uh, Rags' opinions uh, are aligned with the average 11 year old on the internet. He follows the mob mentality and nothing more. Um, strange. Um, I would be curious what opinions um, are of the average 11 year old on the internet. Or what gives that impression? Yeah. But as for the mob mentality, I don't know. Like I, I've definitely changed my mind about things. I've had my mind changed about certain things. And you know, there's probably an opinion me and Rags hold that eleven-year-olds do hold. Possible. Uh, someone out I, there. I think <laughs> what's interesting when it comes to the Last Jedi, I don't know. I don't think either side is the mob mentality. I mean, maybe if you make your opinion for certain reasons, it's a mob mentality. But there's. I mean, there's two there's two pretty well established camps as to if you know if, if it was a good quality or a poor quality film. Mm. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't say um, just because you necessarily are on either side that it's because of a mob mentality. Well, like we can just throw this out straight away. Like when you what do you think of the Last Jedi? Honestly, Rags, I do not think it was a good film. Well. Too bad, because apparently that's what the mob is saying right now, which means you're just following the mob. I guess. Um, mm. To sum it up, Rags is being a cynical, nitpicky, self-righteous, self-entitled know-it-all toward IHE's views on The Last Jedi, claiming that his views are the true reality of things, and IHE's opinions aren't actually opinions that matter. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm sorry that you got that impression from I my just, video. I just don't remember you saying those things. That's all. That's where I'm lost. I'm, I don't either, but I am certain beyond the shadow of a doubt that it will be elaborated upon later mm. to change your minds. But I'm sorry that you got that uh, view from my video. Though this isn't, this isn't a comment on my video. This is a comment on me through the lens of TRO. Well, that's, and the way that yeah. this video is structured is very unusual. I think it, you should start to notice, like, the reason we're responding to these is like, wow, you know, like, this is quite the, um, quite the picture that's been painted of Rags to make all these people say these things. Like, especially the one that was like, I've never even seen Rags before, but he's clearly this. It's like, hmm. Yeah, it's very odd. Uh, let's see, we already talked about Lord Doom talking about the toxic behavior from those who didn't like the film. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then we got politically incorrect says, has Rags commented on or responded to this video in any way, shape or form? I want to know if he saw it. And apparently Mauler, my butt buddy, <laughs> for which we are, 
and he said yes so it's official um Mahler did and had the audacity to criticize this video the audacity imagine thinking that other people are pretentious and self-righteous and narcissistic but they have the audacity to criticize the video it's like, very strange we're not we're not really getting like this cohesive picture that's like, just embarrassing to be catching yourself saying that you require like massive audacity to criticize something it's like oh dear yeah we should we should encourage people to criticize stuff, even if it's from people that we enjoy, or whether it's low hanging fruit or high hanging fruit, you know, or however deep we want to get. I think that one of the positive aspects of the Last Jedi is that it does um, act as kind of like a conversation starter to get people talking about film quality yeah. and really looking into you know good criticism of a film. And you just, just um, instead of reading out the entire thing, it just it skips down to uh, what's sad about Mauler is that if anyone questions anything that he and his friends do, he challenges them to a stupid debate. I mean, it's like, dude, grow the fuck up. Can you imagine? Oh, can you imagine wanting to debate people and having a discussion with people? It's just sad. I mean, the way the other debates, I mean, to be fair, so far, the other debates that you've you and Wolf and myself and everything that we've had with people. um. Maybe if I'd seen those, I wouldn't be so ready to jump into one either. Well, they've been but civil. They've just... They, but uh, they were civil, yes. They were civil. They've just, it's it's kind of like one side is usually unprepared. And obviously, me and Wolf know Last Jedi back to front. So when people walk in unprepared, it can come across as almost like, why was this debate taking place? But every time, they're always just uh, impromptu. They always just They just happen. They were never planned. Yeah, and it's even, even the uh, not-so-great debate was good because you get him to think about you know the whys it's like we it's it's almost like it's not it's not so important what you think of the film it's how did you get to that hmm. how did can you explain how you got to that point right and yeah just um, it's just highlighted the bottom two uh sentences from the next one um bottom two Let's see. Uh, well, I'll read the whole thing. Uh, Rags is just another dipshit YouTube skeptic, <laughs> and those are in caps, damn, uh, who uses the same method of arguing with normal people as he does with irrational, fat, blue-haired feminists, and that method simply does not work with normal people. What does that even I don't mean? Know what that <laughs> I don't know what that method actually means. Um, I hope he's uh, not referring to the Socratic method, because that would be embarrassing. It's like it doesn't work on yeah, normal people. <laughs> because I've gone on, like, the non-sequitur show and stuff, and and just ask people questions because um, it, it reveals a lot about the way people think and how they get to their positions. Um, but again, when will these skeptics learn that not everyone is a Nita Sarkeesian and it is possible to disagree with people without having to extrapolate insidious meanings behind every statement that you disagree with? I personally don't like The Last Jedi. However, IHE's video on it is perfectly valid as it's from the opinion of someone who did enjoy it and he explains why he liked it. Not really, sort but sort of. Um, <laughs> we'll let that go, yeah, fine. Uh, whereas Rags and Mahler act like their opinions are facts that can't be argued against, and any opinion that doesn't align with theirs is objectively wrong. How arrogant, self-aggrandizing, and smug do you have to be to act like your opinion on a piece of entertainment is the only opinion that's valid? And so you, I don't recall ever saying that. Yeah, you could tell that that, that almost feels like it was like Quinton saying it, which again... yeah. It, I think I think Speed Boost has 
the only knowledge he may ever have of you or I is what he has heard from Quentin. Yeah. He doesn't actually know anything about us or what we think, but he thinks that he knows because maybe somebody else said it that he likes or agrees with, or he's just been convinced of it, or he's just kind of accepted it for bad reasons. It's really a shame when people say this stuff over and over and it simply isn't true. This is just stuff we've never said. In fact, during our EFAPs, and this is number nine, I believe, mm-hmm. um, countless times we've responded to videos, and those videos constantly do the things that we are getting accused of, and we have to argue against those things. We argue against the things that people say that we do. What a shame. What a shame. Uh, this is the this the last jedi hate train made me realize that there are a lot of content creators like rags the dishonored wolf mauler and er who love to insult everyone who has a different opinion and pushes their politics into everything see i feel like Um, they could have just switched out any of the names and people would have just agreed because like clearly they don't watch my stuff if they think i push politics into all my videos because that's one of the yeah, principles of my really channel. Apolitical. Yeah, it's... you're very apolitical. Um, Wolf does sometimes. I do sometimes. Um, I think that when you look at The Last Jedi, you can definitely take away some political messages. I, I think that um, they're pushing something political in the film. I'd like to av- yeah. avoid saying whether or not I approve of the politics that they're actually pushing but let's be honest they they have there's quite an anti-capitalist message in canto bite which is like okay because you know you're not going to yeah. catch me in rags saying the capitalism is flawless but it's just like okay that's there we can see that and anti-animal yeah, it's cruelty just, it's like that's obviously i don't think you'll find many people disagreeing with that as a policy but you know yeah there, there's not there's not a really big camp that's pro animal cruelty that's the thing which makes you wonder why bother um I guess they really wanted to let... It's almost like it's a cheap thing. You know, it's like an orphanage or something. Well, yeah, like especially with the out. slavery aspect. <laughs> they break out the animals but leave the kids behind. It's like, oh, all right. Very strange. Um, well, the kids could grow up to be capitalists. Well, as we know from the end of the movie, those slave kids are going to be the new Jedi. Use their broomsticks and uh, save the world. Probably feel dumb for leaving them behind. Um pushes their politics yeah i i I, th- I don't think that's true at all and and if anything i think we've seen a lot of politics from people who defend it a lot of them will defend it based off of political <laughs> like um that's bullshit said he's watched every one of my videos and he, he doesn't know where i lead politically <laughs> exactly yeah yeah that's the thing Mahler's so he Mahler's very apolitical but you know you make a video criticizing black panther and that's like people take that as a political stance if you don't like black panther it yeah. is a poli- and, and I don't buy the bullshit that everything is political. I don't. I, I don't buy into that. Um, oh well, it's the same as everything is subjective. It's like let me just give you one statement that's apolitical. Uh, the Last Jedi is a movie. Like, uh oh. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't follow the line of reasoning that because any creator has political opinions or they live in a certain political climate that it must necessarily have an actual effect on every piece of media that they produce without exception. I I definitely don't buy that. And if it was true and everything was political, then it's pointless to say it because it wouldn't even matter. Why have a word for it? 
Um, it, it just seems so watered down and pointless. But that's a discussion for another time. Maybe mm -hmm. I'll explore it later. Um, I think Extra Credits did a video on it, um, but we'll see. Uh, Charles Gee, or G, uh, says, Thank you guys so much for this. Very cathartic for me. I'm a fan of both Rags and Mahler, but I lost a huge amount of respect for both of them for letting their hatred of a film distort how they perceive objective <laughs> reality. That's a very interesting I, I see it as the reverse, but hey, sure. That is a very interesting thing to say. Um, I disagreed so much with Rags' logic and malicious nature in that video. Well, I, I give as I, you know, I get. I just On find it interesting. Huge... Like, if you're malicious, then what is Quentin in this video? Yeah, that's, that's very strange. Uh, on top of the huge amount of hypocrisy he showed, that it led to my first YouTube comment, I was compelled to call out that BS, even if not as well articulated as this lol. Well, I don't think that not being as well articulated as the Right Opinions video here, I don't think that's too much to be ashamed of. Yeah, uh, I, I noticed in his top comment, even like apologizes for the editing and the music, and I was like, oh wow, actually, I guess he knew about it, but he didn't sort of change it. Yeah. Um, Guillermo Berlis, I guess Guillermo Berlis. Oh, the last one, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is? Uh, Am I the only one that noticed TRO did pretty much every single thing he accused Rags of doing in this video? You know, Guillermo, <laughs> you aren't the only person who noticed that. You aren't the only person who noticed that. And it's funny because that's the so. only comment from six days. Basically, that's the only comment post EFAP. The rest of them uh, before they anyone saw us actually respond to it. Oh, except for the four minutes. No, that's not four minutes. It's four months. Yep, all of them are from b before. So, like, we're injecting a little bit of sanity into this comment section by responding to the video. And uh, yeah, I think the takeaway. Told me about this. The takeaway is not only is um, it proof that basically any comment section anywhere on the internet is going to have horrible shit to be able to snap, just like I hate everything snapped. But uh, secondly, me and, Ra me and Rags have found comments that the lowest you'll get is like 10 upvotes, but some of the highest are at like nearly 200. And they're all very negative towards Rags' character, and some of them yeah. want to punch him. So it's like. What's interesting, hmm. too, is that the right opinion finds comments in his video to use as evidence that are months old and have no upvotes, no one has seen them, nobody cares about them. And here we are with comments that actually, you know, have some traction in the video, at least. Yeah. I think, if anything, the comment section of the Right Opinions video was that some people will clap at anything. Well, we all uh, knew that. My theory is that it's acted as a lightning rod against you for people who don't like you. In, in a similar way that, um, again, I think, so. I, uh, I think you're right. Yeah. I like Cinema Sin Sins a lot, but like his video acted as a lightning rod for people who just don't like me. I don't, think, I don't even know if they care about my Black Panther video. They just don't like me. And so they're like, yeah, oh, you know what? I, a video criticizing him? Sure, let's go for it. Yeah, I get that impression a lot. I think that, um, I think they just sort of latch onto it. I wonder how much actual thought went into the listening process of what was being said. Because when you actually listen to it, it's really bad. Anyway, we were at, I believe, 51 minutes. Uh, so we'll, we'll pick it up at around there and uh, see how it goes. We'll try and be a little bit more liberal this time and let the video play a bit more, but I mean, we should have covered most stuff if they end up repeating it. Like, we'll just say, <laughs> please see the previous part if you want to see us respond to the, the accusation every time that we don't let people have opinions. Yeah, as long as new stuff starts popping up, we'll probably keep on rolling. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready, Rex? 
oh, I'm I was born ready. Excellent. And yeah, I'll, uh, if if Rags wants to have a toilet break at any point, or if uh, we just take a break, I'll I'll read the super chats. But um, for now, we'll just let carry on since we're 24 minutes in. That's not so bad considering we've only been talking about the actual stuff. So yeah, I'm proud already. Detail on Bungie's new entry in the hugely popular Destiny franchise. You made a 49-minute video review of Destiny 2. Yeah, just to clarify, this is his music, right? Oh yeah, I don't use music. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember you using music, and it's just like, why is it? I, I very rarely use music, why and it's it at playing? the like the, maybe the very beginning, and then it trails away, or at the very end, for like like the last moments of the video. But I don't have generally music going over what I'm talking about, especially if it's not, especially if it's like this music, like no. And like it might be because we've watched this video so so detailedly, but like that music is grinding on my brain, like the. Da 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 da. Yeah, it's like oh my god. It's and and don't confuse us. We're not. This isn't like a criticism of any points he's making. We're just saying if you make videos, don't have music like this in the background as you're talking. Just throughout the whole thing. It's really it's annoying. Like just appreciate the quiet. Just because there's not music doesn't mean there needs to be music. To where you admit to being nitpicky about it, and countless, countless hours must have been spent editing, compiling all of that footage, putting your thoughts together, and making those into a movie. But if you watch the Destiny 2 video for his evaluation, he takes into account the context and intent that he says is being ignored in this video. Nitpicking for fun is fine. I don't think many are going to dispute that, as long as you come to a conclusion that doesn't rely on them alone. I would love Why to not? know- Why not? Why can't- First off, nitpicking hasn't been defined. So yeah, um, we might be talking about two completely different things, but if a movie is full of nitpicks and those nitpicks pile up and pile up and pile up, then eventually you're going to get to a breaking point. Where that point is, it depends on the individual viewer. Some people can put up with a lot of them. Some people can't put up with a lot of them, but that's up to each individual person to determine. I'm not sure about but a his... nitpick is still a problem. I'm not sure about his counter there as well, because like from what I just gathered, you, you basically just point out uh, I had everything's complaining about X, and he does X in his Destiny 2 video. Simple. And then TRO responds with, yes, but that was his intent to do that in this video, and not in the Star Wars video. It's like, that doesn't counter what Rex said. Yeah, I, 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 I'm curious, too, how that counters it. It'll be like me saying, you know, I intend to share that killing people is wrong, and then tomorrow I intend to kill people. The, the intention if, matters. If you're, if you're a channel like CinemaSins, and maybe you go into a video thinking that your criticisms will be funny... <clears throat> Ha ha ha, I make laughs. But also, a lot of those criticisms are actually solid and sound ones, then your intent doesn't really matter. I mean, you just point out a hypocritical perspective. You don't, it doesn't matter what, if his intention was to be hypocritical, you would still be accurate. Yeah. Bit weird. It's very, you know why your, your nitpicking of Destiny 2 is completely justified, but anybody else's criticism of a movie that you liked is absolutely not helpful unacceptable not constructive a casual observer might perhaps call you a hypocrite for saying such things just because something is long doesn't mean that it preoccupies itself with only nitpicks and i didn't say that i didn't say that i didn't say that i said the video had a lot of nitpicks in it and and, and i didn't even and have to, i didn't even have to say you're that pro that I, video right yeah and i like the destiny video that's yeah. the thing i like his destiny video i was pointing out that IHE points out himself that he was being nitpicky.
Bizarre. I think they got the wrong impression of you with uh, the Destiny video. Just to clarify for anybody who's confused, yeah. Rags likes uh, I Hate Everything's Destiny video. He thinks it's yeah, good. Yeah, his Destiny <laughs> video was really, really good. I really like it. And as someone in the comment says, yeah, it does. It does get tired pointing out all these inconsistencies. It It, it is a little exhausting. That's why we're probably not going to go six hours today. Well, that's the thing. I get the impression just a little bit, right, that... If you were told, Rags, argue against somebody no matter what they say, and then they go, uh, the sun is a star, and then you go, it's only a star by definition of what books have been created in our current uh, species history. And you'd be like, yeah. uh, yes? That's <laughs> kind of what like, I feel what? like TRO's video is. It's like, defend this at all costs. Yeah, it's like, that wasn't hard to agree with you on. It's like, oh yeah, he did do a video that's essentially could easily... You said even may perhaps, you didn't say definitively. But it's like, I Hate Everything creates a video that could easily be be considered the video he's criticizing right now in his video. And the thing that I yeah. find most interesting is that I Hate Everything does admit this at the end of his video. He says that he's a part of the problem. And that's the thing. I don't. I don't think necessarily. I mean, I don't think nitpicks are bad. I don't think they're part of the problem. Again, it hasn't been defined. But if anything, nitpick is. It's almost like I think we talked about this last week, where a nitpick is what you call something that you agree with, but you would kind of dismiss. It's like, it oh, is. that's that's just a nitpick. It's like, oh, so I'm right. Well, that, yeah, that's the thing. Nitpick usually means it's valid, but it's inconsequential. Something like that. Yeah, it depends on who you'd ask. And it, and whether or not you should talk about a nitpick is just down to the people. It's like, hey, Rags, are you interested to find out in which scene in Lord of the Rings you can see a car really far in the background? And you'd be like, well, that's a nitpick. You could say that, and I'd be like, I'm not saying it ruins the films. I'm saying, do you want to see it? It's kind of interesting to think about that there's a car there. Yeah, it's obviously not an in-universe error. It's a, it's a film. It's an editing error. It's just... Yeah. I mean, maybe... I mean, that might be a good thing to talk about once. Nitpicks. What Everybody's got a different amount of interest important? in them. Uh, yeah. Like someone having the wrong shoes in a scene. Some, if you point that out to me with a screenshot in a movie I love, I'd be like, huh, look at that. Maybe I, can, maybe I should tweet that out. I should be like, when I say nitpick, what comes to your mind? You know, or what, what is a nitpick to you? Yeah, you could do like a, a poll, have a couple of options, see what people mostly think. Like, yeah, nit just, so, think that is it, do people think that nitpick means invalid criticism? It's kind of used like that a lot, isn't it? Because I don't mean it like that if I say it. Here, I just I just tweeted something out. Yeah. Because I kind of want to get some feedback on this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. If you follow my Twitter, rags underscore YT. Go for it. There you go. Share your perspectives, a, folks. Share, give. I want, I, I know that apparently wanting discussion is a bad thing, but <laughs> I would like some feedback on what you think a nitpick is. Because it's possible that you just have two groups talking past each, past each other. The length of something does not imply high quality. Just because two videos are equally long does not mean they're both equal in content. As if Rags ever said that two videos being the same length means they're the same in content. Yeah, that's obviously not what I said. That's ridiculous. How do people watch <laughs> this? Even, how did you good? extrapolate that from what Rags said? Jeez, wow. Then says that Aichi's point of view is that anybody else's criticism of a movie that you liked is absolutely not helpful, unacceptable. Which is once again not true. No, a casual calls them nitpicks. Yeah, it's, it's like you, you're, you're moving context there. 
Yeah. You're, you've, you've already framed that statement, so we can just move on. There's no point in... Yeah. <laughs> Observer may call IHG a hypocrite. I will not. Not for this, at least. IHG then says that... Yeah, it may be funny, but that doesn't mean it's helpful criticism. It doesn't mean it's unhelpful. Past... Yeah, I know. That's the point. It doesn't mean it's unhelpful. It's such a nebulous statement. Not. It's like, ripping on movies isn't always helpful. It's like, okay. Yeah, but it can be. That's the thing. Couldn't you argue it's helpful if it got someone into a better mood? Like, that alone. But like, say you make a really horrible video, but some guy watches it and feels better. It's like, could you then argue that at least that, that it's helpful in that way? Well, that's... That's what that's what IHE says in his video, right? That it, that it made the happiness in the world go up or something like that? Oh, right. Well, uh, Just Right certainly said the... The more criticism you have of movies, the less happiness you'll have typically in the world or something. Yeah, so it's maybe bad. it was just right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awful. That <laughs> that was that's the bike cuck argument. And I was just like, man, come on, dude. She have become increasingly more aware of this. I'm trying to make it more clear that what I say is just my opinion, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's the correct opinion. Oh, let's you know. What it? <sighs> Jesus, I remember seeing that firsthand with I hate everything. I was just like, man, what are you doing? Like. I hope it's clear that I'm sharing my opinion. It's like you begin every video with the stupid duh, duh, duh. This is, is my opinion. And a, a lot of the things I had everything says is not his opinion, or not not just his opinion. We've gone over this in the past part, but uh, you can say things that are facts and opinions at the same time. It's crazy, I know. But I mean, people actually don't believe this is a thing, so you have to actually provide examples. But like... Let's just go with the standard, the, the sun is a star, that's my opinion. And then someone could be like, that's not an opinion, that's a fact. It's like, look at the definition of opinion. It's just a position, a perspective you hold. It doesn't have to be based on facts, it doesn't have to be based on feelings, it could just be anything. It's just a position you hold. And Yeah, they can be all of them. That's how be. it got turned into a defense, by the way. So someone's, you say, for example, The Last Jedi is amazing, and someone says, no, it's not. You go, oh, whoa, whoa, that's just my opinion, as in, uh, I'm not arguing okay. it. I'm just telling you how I felt about it. And you're like, okay. Pe Some people in the chat are asking what the bike cuck argument is. I, it's probably not a comment. I just call it. But there was, there was a guy named Shen who makes comics, and he made a comic, I think it was like early this year or last year, and it and it was big for a for a little bit, where essentially somebody has their bike stolen, and he thinks to himself that I I'm upset that my bike is stolen, but it's okay because the person who stole my bike is probably happier to get my bike than I am to lose my bike, so it's okay. No, uh, <laughs> it's just yeah. yeah. It's like, so he just walks off like like satisfied and cathartic because like yeah someone stole my shit but they were probably happy to steal it so it's okay <laughs> it's so stupid but yeah it's just it, yeah he i think he even ended up taking it down and it was ridiculous but yeah that's the bike cuck argument it's like but, response. but it increased the amount of happiness in the world it's like shut up <laughs> someone <laughs> someone punching me it's like i can i can heal that but they probably have a feeling now that'll last with them forever it's like what do you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if you're happier to punch somebody than they are sad to get punched, then it's okay to punch them, I guess. I don't know. Uh, saying that this comment is irrelevant because of the way he paints his opposition's opinion. You're the one who's painting the opposition in terms of these criticisms to the lowest possible level of legitimacy and yes. leaving it that. Yeah, and so just in case anyone forgot, obviously Rags is kind of referencing still the, um, the fucking Wilhelm scream argument. 
where he's like, people hate The Last Jedi. And so you have this group where it's like me and a bunch of other people and Wolf, whatever. Um, and then he's like, let's check out their arguments. And he takes the fucking one that says, there's no Wilhelm scream. This film's bad. <laughs> it's like, thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah, like, yeah. But don't talk to me about helpful arguments if you're going to talk about Wilhelm screams. I hate everything, never attempted to paint the whole of the opposition's opinion. It just seems like rags culminating- Well, I don't think- I don't think I had everything was, like, explicitly saying this is every criticism that's ever levied against the film. Rags is obviously talking about the- what he means by paint is the broad terms that I hate everything's using. Like, criticism. Yeah, that is clearly an idea that wants to be put across. I mean, that, why else would you use the word paint if you were talking about how he's sort of- he's making something look away? You paint- you paint a picture. Aichi himself is just too timid. He's only painting the ridiculous criticisms as ridiculous criticisms and using it to highlight how certain elements of the discourse have become marked. Then there's this little cut. Yeah, but he also didn't do that, TRO. He had a screenshot yeah. of people saying that the film was bad for legitimate reasons. And he was like, look yeah, at this craziness. Didn't talk about, yeah. Oh, and look, we got a new editor. It's just weird because this is my picture. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. I'm, I'm just, I'm such a layman editor. I, I was so proud when I found out how to like clip the little thing and get the line right, and then put it <laughs> in the garbage can. I was like, look at the thing I did. Well, this, we've been over this before, but one of the biggest problems as editors have is they play your video in the background when they're talking about you, but your video might have clips from I hate everything, and then so it's just playing shit, and you're just like, sort of like, wait, what? Who? What are we? Yeah, it's very confusing with Aichi's intro screen in the bin in response to Aichi's comment towards others shielding themselves with satire. It's that was actually yep. a relevant visual then. Irrelevant. Yeah, throw it away. <laughs> throw it away in the bin. It's hard throw to it away say in much the about that. Aichi then says, I like The Last Jedi. Get over it. Rags manages Ugh. to turn this into a point as if Aichi was preemptively addressing Rags, saying that- I'm not staying up making this video response because you like The Last Jedi. I'm making it because of the attitude in which you approach criticism. Following his point with numerous justifications that I've already addressed, and that is fine. He has presupposed them from earlier. Bias, painting the opposition, etc. No, I didn't presuppose them, I just watched his video. Yeah, I think people assume a lot about what you did here, like, uh, like you're some kind of- Machiavellian breakdown when it was just you you watched the video and responded. Yeah, I'm just responding to what was on someone else's video. And of course that doesn't mean Rags is immune to criticism. I would never suggest that. It's just that it's bizarre that um like we said this before, you've got a video about feelings and then a video about your feelings on feelings and then a video where it's like a complete analysis down to an analytical level with references to narrative tripling on these feelings feelings. It's like what the hell? And I it's confusing the way he's editing. Yeah. But yes, it's this is a response to a response to a response, if anybody was curious. Yeah. Etc. Etc. I actually wasn't it talking. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, hey, doesn't V's, matter. V's in the chat. Hello, V. Hello, V him though. Now we get to where Aichi expresses what he liked about the film. He begins with the production, value, visual effects, cinematography and acting. Rag strikes the first two off by saying, um, so Disney yes. has lots of money. Uh, people, people don't like that statement, right? So maybe we need to clarify. It's, what it means is yes. that, um, take any indie films and they struggle to get amazing visual effects because of the fact that they don't have the money to afford CG you know, companies to work at a predetermined contract to generate a visual that's amazing it's like yes, so does that mean their film is now worse thing. it's like well that seems a bit unfair they never had the potential to have it in the first place so it's not really an equal playing Things field like that you can have all the talent in the world but if you don't have the budget to do those things it doesn't matter 
Yeah, and, it, and to it me, it just seems a little bit unfair. You can't time and processing power. You can, if you know who to who to approach and how much money uh, or how much time they require. You can always buy good CGI. And um, like I, I spoken to my sister's boyfriend, who's a uh, relatively he's doing well CGI art wise. He's uh, he worked on Pacific Rim two recently, and I said to him like, yeah. if I had loads of money. All the money required and the time required. Would you be able to find me a group that would guaranteed have good CGI? And he was like, "Well, if 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 it's true that you have infinite time and money, then absolutely." But it's like, so what if I didn't? What if I had infinite time and no money? He he was like, "Well, you're gonna have to find a friend who'll do it for free, <laughs> like, and that's gonna be difficult." Yeah, man. It's just it's the simple thing of like it's not like cinematography which isn't necessarily money it's just no, yeah. look, look at um what's a good example you know you know that rebecca black uh, that music video uh, friday yeah 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 that's what happens when you have a lot of money and not a lot of talent yeah um... it is very pro professionally produced but the inherent skill the stuff that matters that's not there. And as far as I know, with stuff like Black Panther or films that are really high budget and yet have bad CGI, as far as I know, the this, the the companies are rushed. Um, again, speaking to my sister's boyfriend, he uh he knew uh the company that worked on airbrushing Superman's mustache out of the uh, Justice League, and he said yeah. they were not given the time they needed to do it. And it's like, ooh. I heard it costs like millions and millions yeah, of did. dollars to do And that. this is the thing, me and Rags simultaneously then, if we were judging Justice League, unlike TRO and Quinton apparently, and, and I had everything, instead of saying the CGI was done badly, the person who did it has, you know, poor talent with CGI, instead of saying that I'd be like, he clearly wasn't given the money and time that he was supposed to have. And you can't say that about fucking uh, the script for The Last Jedi, for example, because I, Ryan Johnson yes. had infinite time, or more time than he needed, and he went with his first draft. He changed, what was it, 10%, as, as he has been admitted? Which is insane, by the way. Um, you can't buy a good script as consistently as you can buy good CGI. I, I, don't, know, I don't know if anybody would disagree with that. And so I'd rather talk about the substance. CGI relies more on just buying power. I spoke to um, yeah. YMS the other day for a bit, which was which was neat, and uh, I asked him what his perspective on those elements of film are, and he said, well, yeah. what, what's the point of CGI? And it's like, it's a visual to represent the thing that's happening in the story. And it's like, okay. And acting? And it's like, well, that's to portray the characters from the story uh, in a way that we can believe they're actually on screen. Like, okay, what about the sets and the costumes? It's like, well, it's to portray the story again. It's like, oh, so all of these elements are in favor of the script. The script is the, the core. The script is where it all begins. Everything else is to is to complement the script. And that's not to take away from the amount of talent that's in these things. That's, that's absolutely not what I'm trying to do here. It's just that when you say, The Last Jedi is great because of its visuals, I'd be like, okay, so Prometheus is great then, right? It's like, what if the room had millions of money uh, dollars behind it, and uh, you know these things, these things I effects and things of that nature should be in service to something more substantive, the characters, the story, the script. Yeah, and and it's that is that is a quote from uh, George Lucas, where he said a special effect without a story is a pretty boring thing. I believe that's what he said. It's, it's just interesting because a lot of people criticize the prequels for that. Uh, but 
Uh, no, the room, <laughs> the room did have millions behind it. It didn't have millions behind a CGI budget, and it had Tommy Wiseau was the director. He was the uh, the writer, and so that's actually a yes. proof that money does not buy quality. Yeah, more money does not guarantee quality. Yeah, um, but I don't, I don't know why you'd have CGI in the room. But you know, I, I, hopefully that makes it clearer what we're trying to say. We're not saying that people who do all their work on CGI are worthless. That's, that's just not what we're going for. States that creating the acting as brilliant is setting the bar kind of low. Now the latter two aren't really debatable, as Rags didn't address the cinematography yet and subjectively disputed the other. However, the Disney has money point is a curious one. Plenty of films have large budgets. Some films succeed visually, others fail. Something could still be perceived as you, visually yeah, good. Yeah, Avatar is a great example. Yeah. It is a, it is a, it's an okay story. It's Pocahontas, but Pete, that, that movie was built around the visuals. It wasn't built around the characters of the story. It was built around the visuals and it cost an insane amount of money to do that. Yeah, and you won't catch me saying, like, this is the thing, Avatar's storyline is a bit meh to me, like, uh, especially being a sort of retread, so... Like, what about the visuals, though? And I'm like, well, yeah. The visuals were great. It looked like a great movie. But, you know, that's just uh, so surface level. Regardless of how much money went into it, saying that Disney has money as a means to seemingly undermine praise of a film. If every film that it... You can praise the CGI. You can. Yeah, it looked great. The CGI looked great. It's fine. It's just that it's not a very substantive argument compared to the... <laughs> the issues in the film. It's just like, again, I just want to... We, we did this with I Hate Everything in the conversation. I'm pretty sure we referenced Prometheus. Uh, I can't remember if we referenced Suicide Squad, but again, that's another film with a high budget of CGI, and it's like, what are you going to do when people say, like, it doesn't matter if the story sucks. I love the CGI. Therefore, good. It's like, oh. Uh, it's like, oh. Don't you want... The, it's like, don't you want films to be better than that? Yeah, I, that's the thing. I'd rather strive for a bit more greatness than just spend enough money on a CGI company and give them enough time, and we're good existed and had money involved it was visually also yeah i'm actually on uh, someone just said if anything bad cgi would be a nitpick uh i think i mentioned the bad cgi of black panther in my review at one point and i remember thinking to myself like if the if the film was great i wouldn't necessarily give a shit because ultimately i'd just be like uh it's, it's a bad effect they clearly were rushed whatever at least the the script itself is you know fantastic so it's a shame, but again, you'd want to remain consistent in terms of um, yeah, and and bad CGI can pull you out of the story. It can, it can oh, absolutely kind of serve to you know different levels for different people, but it can pull you out of what you know the world is, and so you focus less on the script and the characters because you're like, oh, what's that? And now you're no longer watching a story so much as you're identifying a movie for a uh, as a production good maybe you could set a standard but visuals are still a fairly mixed bag they're not presumed when going into the cinema money would maybe yeah. make it more of a feat on a proportional basis i mean when you when you walk into a star wars movie you're pretty much i think most yeah, people who walk into a big budget star wars movie expect good visuals i was gonna say like do you expect we're gonna get it they cost a ridiculous amount of money and we know where the money's going it's gonna be cgi it's gonna be the actors it'll be reshoots Make sure everything looks amazing. Just like, I don't know. I think that there's a fair expect. Like episode nine is probably going to be glorious to look at. I, I I doubt that it'll have bad visuals. Basis. And it's like why? Well, because of how much money is behind the project. I'm sorry. That's this. There's a correlation yeah, there. Cost a lot. 
And it's not, again, you know, because someone's going to be like, correlation does not equal causation. It's like, I know, I know. You see, there are exceptions, but I think it's it would be hard to deny that the general prevailing rule is that if you want visuals of a certain quality, you're going to have to pony up the bucks, and it's going to take time and processing power. And, and gets the anything, same the less uh, the less we focus on graphics and the less we focus on visuals, you know, the easier it is for you know people to it basically it, it raises the barrier of entry if those are the focuses you know of what to yeah. do i just uh i just hate the idea that you take an indie film and someone's like well it wasn't that good the, the visuals are pretty bad it's like the cgi isn't all there it's just like oh yeah the, the film that had like ten thousand as a budget or something it's just be like that's fair but fine that's, you know and you can say these things it's just uh it just seems really unfair to me yeah blair witch you know stuff like that really tiny budgets and they don't rely on cgi or any of that stuff and they last forever because of it mark as someone who does a lot of revision it's still the same mark to say that the only thing that could lead to a movie being stunning is that they had the budget no, for it no no i don't say stunning yeah we never said that quentin not that there's a shock yeah, though because this is just all that. you do <laughs> this is never all you can do that. jesus i just want you to like respond to something we actually say Jesus yeah, that'd be Christ. great. Oh, th th again, oh, that this would be so good. is the theory running around. It's like, why wouldn't Quinton talk to more at any point? It's like, because this none of this lasts. He wouldn't be able to yeah, because put this up. He wouldn't be able to take you out of context that consistently live. It's like he's got this you know? entire argument prepared, and he opens it with, um, so Rags, you said that the only thing that's stunning is the CG, and you go, no. No. And then he's just stopped. <laughs> He'd be like, oh. It's like, you know what's stunning? Fucking... I don't know what's a good masquerade is stunning, and it the, the CGI I don't think play it was very it had a lot of practical effects and costumes and sets, you know it's just it's not about CGI you know it in like the Blair Witch like I just mentioned earlier, very very low budget, great atmosphere, awesome movie you know, stunning. <sighs> is amazingly condescending, especially considering that movies like Suicide Squad, a lot of the Marvel films, and even The Force Awakens failed to look nearly as good it as The Last Jedi. That's fucking subjective, you idiot. How the hell did he just say that? You, yeah, you that's just, very interesting, Mr. Nothing is, nothing nothing is objective, objective, although The Last Jedi looks better than The Force Awakens and the majority of the MCU films. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Very interesting. Jedi. If there are movies in existence that have come out recently that have had huge budgets and have not looked good, then you cannot come out and say that the last- We said this nuance to the shit. subject, man. And besides, you don't even know. Yes. He's just- right, I mean, so- would... Rag says that uh, it costs money, and then Quinton comes back with, yes, but there are films that are paid a lot that don't look as good as other films. And it's like, well, with Black Panther, their budget was squandered, or at least the time was squandered, in favor of Infinity War. That's what I've heard from production elements, right? The reason that the CGI in that film failed was because they put all their time into Infinity War instead. It's not exactly... we're still not wrong, then, by that logic. Yes. It's is time like, and money it is, for CGI it would be artists. very, very tough to deny that money doesn't play a huge factor. Yeah, and, and besides... We want to talk about the fucking scripts. It's like, what do you want to do? Talk about whether or not you like the way the thing looked. It's like, can we talk about the things that we can actually discuss instead of just saying yes. whether or not you liked the way it looked? Please, I'm like, why are you? Ugh. 
I just can't believe he just said that. It's so hypocritical out considering everything else he said in this fucking video. Someone in chat says, because that idiot rag said that The Last Jedi has budget, so it looking good doesn't count. I'm saying it doesn't count. Of course it counts. The visuals is what makes you yes, able to see a film. <laughs> yes, visuals are a part of the film. It's just like, of course, yes, it, it does look very good. I'd rather focus on something more, you know, substantive. Mm -hmm. ...have come out recently that have had huge budgets and have not looked good, then you cannot come out and say that The Last Jedi looking good just comes down to money and it shouldn't be counted as a positive. I'm not That's saying it stupid. shouldn't be counted as a positive. Yeah, he's not saying that. The fact is, uh, you know, I can cite the amount of money that's gone into my videos if I wanted to, so if there are things in the video that cost money to buy to be able to put them in, or uh, different art that Rags has had commissioned, he could be like, this is how much money it costs me to, we can actually quantify it. Uh, to, yes. To, you know, these things exist, yet they are positives in our videos. Of course Rags puts them there because people like to see them, it's not because... They're worthless. Rags never said it was just... It's the only way they can counter-argue is to just invent the yeah, shit you say. I know, Jesus. Like, can't we talk about like the, the movie instead of the silly things like... Yes, the visuals are part of the movie. I mean, something that's more you know interesting instead of, yeah, it looks good. Yet everyone agrees, basically, that it looks really good. Yeah, they spent a lot of money to make it look good. And the people who did their jobs did them very well, and they had ample time to do it. Yes. But that's not really any of the issues that anyone has with the film, is how it looks, you know? Yeah, there are a couple people who think it doesn't look too good. I, I yeah, typically, I'm I sure. like the look of the film, but again, that yeah. didn't save the film at all. <laughs> IG then says, Kylo Ren is probably the most interesting Oh yeah, wait a sec, is this nitpicking my video? Um, that's all, this is the thing, throughout the, th the theme of this video is the complete lack of self-awareness from TRO. Every argument he makes in favor of I hate everything can be applied to you. Where he's like, you misunderstand the context in which he is saying this. Or remember those words we came up with? He was like, you don't understand. He's being hyperbolic. He's being sentimental. He's being sarcastic. And you'd be like, these all apply to rags. So, mm -hmm. yeah, didn't yeah, Fratenga did say this was a good response, and this response is really shit. Yeah, I mean, so, I'm just, not impressed. He's just wrong on that one. I'm really unimpressed. I I kind of went into this thinking, hey, maybe he'll you know really say something, but oh, this isn't good at all. Out and say that the Last Jedi looking good just comes down to money, and it shouldn't be counted as a positive. That's stupid. That. IG then says Kylo Ren is probably the most interesting character in this entire franchise now. Rags doesn't dispute that, but asserts that he's the only interesting character. Then there's this back and forth, which isn't really my. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm inclined to agree with you. Kylo Ren's the only person that I'm interested in is because I have no idea what the hell's going on with Kylo Ren. Yeah, that's the thing, man, is like in Kylo, there's, you know, fundamental flaws with his arc there, especially at the end of the throne room and all that. But I mean, it's something I mean, again, our bar is really low for characters in <laughs> The Last Jedi. But of all of them, Kylo is the one that they can do the most with, I think. And, yeah, you know, like, what do you want us to say? It's like, no, I'm not interested in seeing where Rose goes, where Finn goes, where Rey goes, where who else is that Poe? I'm not interested. Like, I don't give a shit. None of them. Like, Kylo's interesting just because he actually, like, is powerful, takes actions to get to where he wants, and I don't know what he wants, so I'm just sitting well, here alleged, like, hmm. Let's think, like, allegedly he's powerful. Yeah. We haven't actually seen him do anything powerful, to my knowledge. Yeah, he held a shot in, uh, in midair. He yeah, did, he, he stopped, uh, 
He stopped a blaster bolt in The Force Awakens, and he lost lightsaber fights a few times. He lost to Rey twice. That's yeah. That's evidence of his power. Oh, oh wait. To dictate, I'm not here to dispute the opinions themselves too much, though I will obviously state them. Rags expresses that he feels that the military and strategic incompetence of the First Order actually gave me no sense of tension like I had in the original trilogy. I never felt afraid for our characters. I never felt afraid for Rey because she's a Mary Sue and she'll excel and surpass anything that should be expected of a character like her in every scenario. Which is fine. He then states <laughs> that although the- I agree. Which, which is fine. <laughs> oh, I'm- thank- yeah, it is fine. Finance were visually appealing, that Disney has money. Then we discuss cinematography once more, and Rags does agree that the cinematography was good. He just asserts that Ryan Johnson needs to stay away from everything else. Yes. I everything explains yep. why he loved the music score, and clearly feels very passionately about it. As someone who is a big fan of scores myself, I can definitely relate. However, Rags' only comment is that- I don't remember any of the music from this film. That's all. I actually then yeah. praises the- What's wrong with that? Yeah, I don't remember the music. What's Rags gonna say? Like, no, I hate everything. You don't like the score in the film. It's like, Here's the thing. Mm. This is the thing I noticed. It's okay to say that you don't remember or that you don't know. It's like the, the way that was though, framed was as if you'd you'd fallen short there. It's like, what else can Rags do? Yeah, it's like I don't. I didn't remember any of it. And here's the thing: everybody walked out of the Lord of the Rings trilogy knowing the music, man, or the original Star oh, God, Wars yeah. knowing the music. It's like there's a lot of there's a lot of musical scores out there that really stick with you. Well, I, I think the scores in the, the prequels are better than the sequels. Uh, a lot oh, of yeah. people cite that, that yeah. Revenge of the Sith has like one of the best Star Wars tracks or soundtracks in uh, uh, the, the the saga. So, you know, the, the sequel yeah. ones, all I remember from the sequels is I remember Rey's theme, but again, that's more Force Awakens. And that's probably because I've seen the film so many times now as opposed to remembering it first time around. If you asked me to hum a song from the sequel or from the current trilogy, I I couldn't. I honestly couldn't. Yep. I just don't. They just didn't. They don't stick with me. They just haven't stuck with me. Visual effects, which ranked uses the Disney oh, oh, has oh, money and, point. And, and if which you like the music, that's okay. Yeah. That's if you like the music, that is totally fine. I have no problems with it. It's just not my thing. Just didn't stick with me. But if you like it, man, more power to you. And I'm glad that you liked it. Again, money does not guarantee good visuals. You only have to look at some of the criticism Black Panther, an equally budget blockbuster, received for its CG, to know that money in film doesn't always well, we equal visuals. don't know what the money you, went to. This is the thing, he's assuming that we're saying, if you have a budget, your CGI will be good. It's No, it's if you have a budget spent on CGI with the contracts allowing the companies to have the time they require, then it will be good. Yes. Obviously, it's not... because. Me, you, do you think me and Rags aren't aware that you could spend a million on a movie and put ten dollars into the CGI budget? Like that could happen. So obviously, the statement that money equals good CGI isn't completely valid. You need a bit let more me, nuance. Yeah, let me take a look. But we're I using it as a CGI general budget. statement, okay? Um, Black Panther is amazing. So why are its CG models so terrible from Engadget? Well, no, Black Panther is really mediocre, and the CG models are similar. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm like, like there's articles and stuff talking about it, you know, and I'm curious if a lot of them have, uh, you know, talk about where did the cost go? <laughs> someone come someone said, um, can you talk about a different movie next time? Have we even talked about Star Wars really in this entire video? We haven't even, this is, this is the closest thing that we've got to talking about the CGI. That's the thing. Or talking about the movie. Yeah. Like this is it.
Like, we're just now kind of starting to talk about the film. ...quality is not assumed, not from my perspective at least. But really, this outlines a fundamental difference. Although Rags is attempting to excuse what Aichi likes, not he's not really- excusing it. It's fine if he does. Excuse what he likes? What does that excuse? even- Excuse? I hate that. It's terrible wording. As if his opinion is like an affront to me or something. <laughs> Like, he's like, I'm not excusing his opinion. I'm either saying that I agree or that it's fine. It's like, it's, it's fine. It's totally fine to have whatever opinion you want. I'm not excusing it. I'm curious I, what he, exactly he means by that. Why would... It's yeah. almost like he's implying that I hate everything needs an excuse. You know, it's when and you say shit like this and people in the comments eat it up. It's like, he's excusing his opinion. It's like, you're assuming, like, I have this mental outlook on somebody else's... You know, like, on this guy's opinion. It's like, if you like the score of the last jedi that's fine music is like at the top end of the most subjective thing i could ever imagine you yeah know? i mean i'm not a musician so you're not going to catch me being able to say anything about the construction if i find something boring i'll tell you that's about it did they crop your dog off the white background oh, oh yeah they did the that's just strange yeah i don't I, know why I, but that's hey. that's one of the, it's it's a little side thing but yeah they did um which why bother? Because it only takes that, time. But this is the first time it's been done because of the different editors. So again, it's just like, ah, uh, it's a bit. It's just so confusing. Yeah, Tempting to excuse what I actually likes. He's not really arguing. That. As if it was like, as if he thinks that it actually like offends me that he liked the music. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll try and absorb this point entirely. Quality is not assumed, not from my perspective at least. But really, this outlines a fundamental difference. Although Rags is attempting to excuse what I actually likes, he's not really arguing here. that much. And this just shows that people have different ideas of what they expect cinema to be, and have different areas of interest to what composes a good film. And what may make one person happy won't necessarily make another, even if it's sure, the same yeah, content. Everyone, yeah, of yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't believe I have ever disputed that. You can break down so many things. That but it's like the way that he's explaining this, he's clearly like framing it like that's not my position. Like someone in the comments was pointing out earlier that TRO is trying like his damned hardest to make me look a certain way. Or explaining these basic concepts as if you don't sort of adopt yeah, them. Man. That may not work for you, but it doesn't necessarily contradict what may work for someone else. Archie then says, Enjoyed the themes of learning through failure, even if some characters are thrown to the side for the sake of reinforcing that point. Jax takes this point and suggests that Luke Skywalker shouldn't have been one of them, and as well as Admiral Akbar. Then there's the Mark Hamill thing again, and Archie and Rags. God, what is the structure of this video? Like, he says this I, point, yeah. then Rags says this point, and then they talk about this. It's like, what are we gonna f talk about them? Or it was, are you saying that what Rags said was okay? I don't know. It's it feels like he paid a bunch of people to edit this who are different people and not him, you know, in that there wasn't a lot of I feel as if there wasn't a lot of cohesive you know, communication. This is a strangely structured video. It It is a little hard to follow yeah, where yeah, we're like, going. I was like, oh, shit, where are we going now? Sort of thing. And by the way, uh, nice to see the themes have been brought up. Yeah, the themes. <laughs> Themes. I clapped for themes! Clearly <laughs> <laughs> disagree on this point. Raz can't be emotionally invested, and that's fair enough. It's his opinion. IG makes a nudge towards a certain character that some have called pointless. I think the way the film culminates with the three different plot lines all coming together at once is extremely well- You say, you say, I, I'd say convenient. But okay. I know, I, I remember listening to him say that. He's like, it's so amazing how they converge. It's like, what do you mean? No, the script just said they all meet here.
Do you remember Rose crashes in with Finn as the only ship that could even make it into the to the good guys, and they just had that that just worked out that way. Like, what about yeah, that man. is so amazing to you in terms of writing? It was like it's very, very lazy. Really was, yeah. It's like, and then they then they crash there, and then Ray shows up. Well, yeah, know, the, just, they're the three plumbers. How, how does Ray get there? It's like, well. She has a fight with Kylo that he just gets knocked out by, and she takes. Remember the in the throne room. Yeah, and she takes a support ship. And like no one stops her. There's no issues. She just, oh yeah, I'm just gonna take. You know, we're just here now. They have a throwaway line. Millennium Falcon. He's like, oh, she took uh, Snoke's emergency vehicle vessel, and you're like, oh, oh. Oh, okay. that's just then, accessible for anybody, I guess. And she just, just turns up, up in the... This is what I mean. It's like, if if you really want to say that it's amazing how they all come together, it's like, if we look at it deeply, it's like, good God, it's bad. They just shove everyone together. And she took Snoke's craft and arrived in the Millennium Falcon. It's like a craft we didn't know existed, and we don't know why she didn't get knocked out by him. We don't know why there was no alerts to this room to send anybody in to, to deal with whatever happened. Why do you... There's just so much that's just like, I guess that's just how that worked fine. Like, sure, that's really well written. And Finn drags Shrek back to the base before they already... Yeah, it's just like, they're all just there. <laughs> yeah. They're all just there. Wherever you need them to be, they're just there. And yeah, like the the obvious question of did she just walk up to Snoke's personal ship and it just allowed her to leave? There was no like security. Yeah, was... yeah you think? That, yeah, it's like geez, oh. And that's fair enough, it's his opinion. IG makes a nudge towards a certain character that some have called pointless. I think the way the film culminates with the three different plot lines all coming together at once is extremely well executed and genuinely thrilling and exciting, even if what it took to get there had some bumpy moments. Rags embellishes this, stating, It's almost as if you understand there are extremely legitimate criticisms people have of this film. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, he completely does. His previous points were not to suggest- Yeah, but there's then been no impression of that throughout this whole video so far. Yeah, it's like he he suggests that there's actual criticism, and let's and I'm not like, oh. let's not mince words here. He said on his fucking sardonic ass podcast that he's not really heard any good arguments against the film. Yeah, IHE really really flip flops around uh, when it comes to the Last Jedi. So he's selectively he's aware of good arguments. He's he's selectively yes. like to, uh, it's like it's it's almost as if depending on present company. He'll say different things, which is kind of slimy. And this is the thing, and TRO is like, see, he obviously understands that there's good arguments. It's like, who? I don't know, I haven't gotten that impression, not just from his videos, yeah. but what he actually says. That there weren't. He just felt that there were too many points of worthlessness or toxicity as well. There is no denial of legitimate like criticisms, just an observation that maybe some criticisms are a bit unnecessary for a film that's ingrained in the Star Wars. Well, who the like, fuck's going to argue? What unnecessary? <laughs> Like, well, what do you mean? What what do you mean unnecessary criticism? Well, like the Wilhelm one is probably unnecessary, but I wouldn't even unnecessary is a strange way to label it. I don't know. Yeah, like it isn't needed. Like I, assuming that's even a real, assuming that's even a real thing. Yeah, I'm surprised was, you didn't go with like, like a instead that's of probably a joke comment that he's taken seriously. I I, no, I, I think he he probably meant to say him. something like hyperbolic because unnecessary seems very strange. Yeah, it's very strange.
movies. And regardless of what you think about The Last Jedi, there's nothing inherently unfair about that. Aichi states that he personally thought Mark Hamill's art was very satisfying, and although I never personally agreed with the jolting introduction, I can understand that from the premise what followed wasn't unreasonable to viewers. Rags responds to this suggesting he could play more Mark Hamill footage, which doesn't really change the point. What Mark Camel thought doesn't necessarily challenge the validity of what someone else thought. So this part- I don't think Rags would have said that. Uh, well, it depends. If, if, if I had everything was like, this is completely in line with Mark Hamill's character, it's like, well, I could play more clips from Mark Hamill to let you know that the guy who plays the character thinks the complete opposite, but hey, you know, there's obviously a discussion to be had there, but I guess if he was like, but that's how I feel, he'd be like, oh, all right. Yeah. Part is pretty yeah, important, I think. I Hate Everything says that he didn't really have a problem with how the Force was used in The Last Jedi, and that he didn't agree with how a lot of the fans have said that it wasn't done right, and Rags interprets this as a personal attack on the fans? I didn't have a problem with the way the Force was used, like a lot of fans do. Yeah, those pesky fans. Which, no, dude, he's just disagreeing with them. Uh, Rags is oh. clearly being hyperbolic, so you don't, yeah. need to, you don't need to interpret it so wrongly, Quinton. See, again, the self-awareness is just completely out the window. None doesn't exist. Rags literally said, those pesky fads. It's like, what do you think Rags... If Rags had said, I had everything, I don't appreciate the insults. actually think that I think the fans are pesky? Like, really? I did, it's just sad. It's like, uh, let's say that Rags has given no benefit of the doubt while giving no benefit of the doubt to Rags. How do you not realize what you're doing? Calm down. Yeah. Rags then begins it's to lay down opinion. the... Yeah, it is your opinion. <laughs> it's just my idea. Opinion. Why can't you just let people have opinions, Quentin? Gosh, Quentin's so bigoted. I didn't have a problem Jeez. with the way the force was used, like a lot of fans do. Yeah, those pesky fans. Which, no, dude, he's just disagreeing Probably with Probably because them. every down. time the fans Rags have mentioned so far... He told you to calm down, by the way, after calling us holy yeah, he warriors. he told me to calm down, like I'm going off the <laughs> chain or something. <laughs> like, Quentin, all he's done is disagree while you've been like... Muller and Rags are a blight on film criticism. They're toxic. They think that no one should have an opinion. They fight their war every day. It's like, dude, <laughs> we're the ones who need to calm chat, down. Turn off those pesky fans. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have a Don't forget with the to way turn that... off those pesky fans. <laughs> well, I, I, feel that, I feel that's what Ryan Johnson did. <laughs> Turn I'm off sure a that's a. Fans. That's got to be on a, like a plaque at Disney HQ right now. Turn off those pesky turn fans. Off those pesky fans. <laughs> force was used, like a lot of fans do. Yeah, those pesky fans. Which, no, dude, he's just disagreeing with them. Calm down. Yeah. Ragazan begins to lay down this idea that The Last Jedi is bad because it, quote, fucks up the lore. No, it's bad because they spent money on CGI. <laughs> yeah, no, get your money straight. Get your, get your fucking <laughs> argument straight. Get your, get your wrong argument straight. <laughs> I love that he, he says this as well, like, fucks up the law, and it's like, you realize Ugh. that I Hate Everything has said the prequels have fucked up the law, so it's not like a hyperbolic statement, it's something that is actually, you can you can actually measure, you know, rules that contradict each other, and it's like, try and, what are you gonna do, argue that Yoda's force lightning totally makes sense, and that doesn't counter anything. Yep, totally works, makes sense. Yeah, that's what, chat, yeah, it's funny how being hyperbolic, it's so convenient for rags, but when IHE is being hyperbolic, you don't see it. Like, yeah, funny how that works out. Now, first of all, I think most people would find it entirely reasonable to debate if the lore is even... Okay, Quentin, where is your debate with Mahler? <laughs> That's not gonna happen. Where, where is the debate that you refuse with Mahler? 
that The Last Jedi is bad because it, quote, fucks up the no, lore. No now, first of all, I think most people would find it entirely reasonable to debate if the lore is even important to if the movie is good or not. Jesus Christ. What do you mean? Really? Did you unironically say that, you stupid tub? It's oh like, my... why do you think they have lore in the films? <sighs> because it doesn't do anything and it doesn't matter? It's like, come on. I don't care if most people would even think that. They're wrong. I just Jeez. I just wonder how far this goes. It's like some people would debate what? whether or not characters are even important to a film's quality. Like, like does continuity not important? Consistency in universe rules is like why have what like, what's the fucking point of even having what? universes? <laughs> what's the it's argument? Just one big mashup. What's the argument for how law doesn't matter? I want to hear that. <laughs> like, what? What? It's literally where we derive our rules and history from for the universe. Like, how do you not have the law? There's law in everything, pretty much any fiction. It's like how does a, how does a critic of of like films <clears throat> unironically say that? You know, like the opening to Lord of the Rings, where they're like, they were the great rings were forged. People are just like get on with it. No one cares about the law. Like, oh, but th this is important because the one ring is is literally the the entire point of the film. It's like I don't care about the law. Get on with the jewelry. <laughs> okay. I ain't a woman. But let's just try to ignore this for now because Rags doesn't even really prove that the movie does fuck up the lore. Uh -huh. His key example for this is the sequence where Yoda shows up at the end of the film as a force ghost. He doesn't no, prove it, it that he yeah. proves it. <laughs> like this it's is the, the lightning. It's the lightning, yeah. I'm assuming he's gonna get it's to that. Mahler and Rags both bring up three main points about this. The first being that Yoda should have appeared earlier in the movie and indeed during the events of the flashbacks. Yeah, Yoda yeah. is supposed to be, he has a, a, a standard investment in the the Jedi succeeding and good winning over evil. So where the fuck was he when everything was falling apart? It's like one of those things where if Yoda cared, then you'd think he would show up before now. Yeah, so that's, that's, the, that's the easy contradiction. Yoda decides to show up now. He's like, why hasn't he shown up before? It's like, oh, well, because Luke... Uh, uh, it's like Luke's been a fucking depressed f idiot for like what ten years or something. Like he's been there for a while. Yeah, 10, 20, 30 years. Who knows? And then Ray shows up, and Luke. Look, why now? And this isn't even even talked about the stupid fucking lightning, right? Not even forget the lightning. Why now? Was this like a great moment of? peril for luke or something like that and yoda just does what luke would have done anyway it you know strange when, decision when luke fucks up with kylo and then decides you know what i'm gonna go and find that planet and just sit in exile that's around about the time i think yoda should pop in and be like hey maybe that's yeah, well, not a great idea was, while he was in his x-wing flying to the planet you think loda would be on the dashboard like are you sure you want to do this <laughs> you know? but no luke just, i don't yoda know about this like, dude <laughs> this seems like a bad idea and then you get the ghosts of, you know, Anakin popping up, and the ghost of Obi-Wan being like, Hey, Luke, I know I haven't seen you in ages, but, like, this is a bad idea. Vor doesn't match. Jesus Christ. Yoda, who conveniently has showed up 30 years after Luke has decided to crash himself here. Gee, thanks a lot, Yoda. Thanks for waiting 30 years. 
This also raises the question of where has Yoda been while Luke has been spiraling into this new and interesting character over 30 years, especially if it took one sentence to bring him back from his perspective. Where was Yoda when Kylo was created? Where were any of the Force ghosts? The answer is that, for one, Luke spends most of the movie cut off from the Force, and Yeah, then no, he wasn't that... cut off. He wasn't cut off the whole time. And that's not even... Yeah. It's not like that's a rule, that you can't get a visit from a Force ghost if you are cut off from the Force. It doesn't stop Yoda from walking wherever he wants to. Yeah. I mean, and even even if we gave him the benefit of the doubt, there's still all the time that he wasn't. Like, what? It, it's just, it's just as ridiculous. Well, this isn't something this you is... can argue, so I'm, I'm interested to see what else he's got, because that's, yeah. that's his first point, and it's already out the window. And for two, this is explained in episode five. If you choose to face Vader, you will do it alone. What? Obi-Wan comes back after that. Yeah. What are you talking about, Quinton? <laughs> Alright, let's see if there's more to this point. I cannot interfere. Now you can try and speculate- That's it? That's all you got? Oh, we can speculate. What? That's not- That's what we're doing. Obi-Wan comes back. He celebrates with Anakin and Yoda. That's a thing that happens. So, sorry, Quentin. Sorry, dude. From the Force, and for two, this is explained in episode five. If you choose to face Vader, you will do it alone. I cannot interfere. Now you can try and speculate over why they couldn't appear in this one sequence, but none of that's ever really clarified. It's just yeah, your there's fan no clarification. Yeah, there's no go. explanation. And then it and then what Yoda does counters it anyway. They can interfere. And besides, uh, if someone was to try and say, you see him saying I can't interfere means Yoda cannot strike lightning. It's like, why the fuck can Yoda strike lightning on a very... A, 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 a place that's very real. He sets it on fire and explodes it. He can clearly interfere with matter. Like, yeah, he, can, he this... can do a thing that's destructive. And to be like, yeah, oh, well, Clinton... he can do that, but he can't do it to the First Order. He'd be like, oh, that's just bullshit. Yeah, like, the problem that I point out about lore consistency... Quentin, why would you play lore inconsistency to combat my <laughs> point of lore inconsistency? Or do you have no self-awareness? And even if... We allowed that point if we said, yeah, you're right, he does say you can't interfere. That doesn't explain the, the, the question we actually raised, which was, where's Yoda been this whole time? We're not asking, that that's because it's another point that Yoda should have been electrocuting the enemies. Where's he been? That doesn't answer where he's been. Bad. This is really bad. So all we really know is that in this situation, they couldn't appear. Now, if you want to try we don't and argue- know that. <laughs> No, we don't know that at all. No, that that's, that's, a... it's never said. And even if it was, that would be awful. If they just, if Luke said, when Luke sees him in episode, uh, well, The Last Jedi, he's like, Yoda, where have you been? And he goes, I haven't been able to come to you this whole time. And that's it. And as so, Video Gamer 7 pointed out, the lore doesn't matter. Also, this statement from a previous movie explains this. <laughs> it's like, see, you, in while there's no self awareness from Quentin. It's this is this is baffling. He's how he contradicts like himself. It's the theme of the so video. Quickly, back to back, the theme of the video is <laughs> that this isn't a good enough explanation. That's entirely your right. But if you're arguing it specifically in the context of episode eight, that's strange. Yeah, it's strange because it makes sense, and that's just like that's kryptonite to you. Oh God, yeah. He hates that shit. To me. It, yeah. Because strange, to me, if this sense. is good enough for episode five, then it should be good enough for the entire. You haven't made an argument for why it's good for episode five, but not. What Obi Wan said was uh, I've always interpreted it as he was like, if you go and fight Vader, I'm not going to help you. 
because uh, you're a piece of shit. Like, you're ignoring my advice to stay away from him. He's trying to tempt exactly. him away from it. And by help, obviously, he's probably, I, I would say, it's it's very likely he's referring to the same help he gave him in episode four, where he was like, let go, Luke. Use the, you know, he's in his head giving him advice. He's not fucking firing lightning bolts at people. It's strange, too, that when he says, I cannot interfere, that doesn't, he's not saying that the rules of the Force dictate I can't interfere. He's saying, I can't interfere, and it could be for personal reasons. Um, what Quinn's advocating for here is, like, if we just think about, you know, how it's probably not possible and invent reasons for that, it totally makes sense. What a strange person to be a critic. <laughs> Franchise. I don't know why we would be cherry-picking in this one situation. Yeah, we're not. Before we go any further, I want to point out something oh. inherently contradictory. In the opening minutes of his video, Rags directly attacks I Hate Everything for having an attachment yeah. to Star Wars. Looks to me like you've got quite an emotional attachment to Star Wars. Which I Hate Everything confirmed in our conversation. He said that the yes, biggest... Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm correct. He's correct on that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm correct. I'm, ju I'm just right. I just hope I never irrationally attach myself to something like you've done to Star Wars. Mm -hmm. What's pathetic and what's childish... <clears throat> is you having emotionally attached yourself to a brand. But throughout his own video, he discusses why he views the movie to be bad through the lens of someone who is upset that their attachment to the characters, the universe, and the story has been no, disconnected. No, that's, that's not a... No, that's what? not a contradiction. Why, do you, why did he find such a roundabout way of saying that? He was like, your rags are looking at it through the lens of someone who is disconnected. Is he trying to say that you're doing what I had everything's doing in reverse? Like, you... Your arguments stem know. from someone who hates it. It's like, here's the thing. Like, I can appreciate, like, Terminator 2, right? Like, I'm not, like, a huge Terminator fan or anything, but I can defend it through the lens of somebody who loves it. Also, yeah, like it's, it's, uh, Nicholas... <laughs> funny enough, Nicholas Quinton in chat just highlighted. Uh, Quinton brought up that part with Obi-Wan to explain that ghosts can't interfere. Uh when they do interfere in episode four and the like i said we we brought that up and like i said i believe that obi-wan said he will he can't interfere because he's trying to tempt luke away from going after vader in episode five he's very clear about that he says stop it's just very strange but now who's this not paying really attention strange. to the law that isn't relevant apparently so confusing. Ryan Johnson laughs at your concept of being attached to characters, and it shows a direct disdain for the established lore of the Star Wars universe that many people respect. Not to mention the complete disrespect to the lore and invention of series-altering mechanics. I don't even know if I'd consider myself a Star Wars fan anymore. This, this may have killed it for me. Why? Does, does he... Should I care? Does he conflate being a fan of something to having, like, a deep emotional attachment to something? Yeah, I think he's taken what you've said and uh, skewed it. So you're, you're, you're arguing that an emotional attachment is making it unable to see what's actually happening. And he's like, yeah, you see, like, your emotional detachment is making you unable to see what's happening. It's like, no, you're saying that your emotional detachment is caused by what happened. Very strange. Like, I'm, I'm a fan of, like, Mass Effect, right? But yeah. I hate Andromeda. Well, I mean, oh. I'm a huge fan of the Predator franchise, and it keeps getting yeah, shat on over and over again. <laughs> it's like... and, and, I, and I don't understand, is there like a point where I'm trying to make an argument from emotion? Yeah, no, that's the thing, you haven't, as far as I can tell. But again, we don't really see much of your video in any kind of coherent manner. For all I know, this yeah. is the opening second or the last second. I, I, have, I have got no clue. Very strange.
care anymore. People who want to see Luke being a badass like he was in the original trilogy, he earned his badassery. If you think that Alex's opinion is invalid because he's just a Star Wars fanboy- Fan- no, a fanboy's no. its own thing. A fanboy's its own thing entirely. It was very clear. He said he was so emotionally attached, he's, he's unable to actually, like, think critically. It's, it's, it's a very simple concept. Stop trying to, like, desperately try and twist it so it makes a rags a hypocrite. Like, that's yeah, not no. gonna work. We, could, we, we know but, what he said. Yeah. We're moving right along. This is another thing Quinton does. He loves to reframe. Like, uh, take very small quotes and then reframe it. And, and, like, take the original context away and put his own on it so it could be like, look how bad this is, guys. And it clearly worked yeah. when we looked at those comments, uh, People hate rags thanks to this video. Oh, or, yeah. Or they came to yeah, the video. Yeah, there's to do some so. people just saying things that just simply aren't true who are attributing to me things that I've never said or that you are hating you for things that you've never said. And it's because people like this will say that and it just gets believed and spread, you know? Yeah. To then turn around and say that because you used to be a Star Wars. It's fucking music, by the way. I know. I was about to say, why is there music? Why do you wear a blue shirt, shirt in front of a blue room? Why? Was <laughs> fanboy, uh, and you once had an attachment to the franchise. Your opinion is He's still better going. than his. Yeah, Rags never said that either. Just keep going, Quinton. Keep spewing yeah, nonsense. Man, just, man, keep trying. Keep. keep One going, day man. you'll make a point. <laughs> like maybe. Keep on digging for a reason. That just seems mean spirited and hypocritical. Good God, do not comment on people being mean spirited and hypocritical, dude. Yeah, yeah, Quinton. You <laughs> you're, you're pretty low tier in that regard. By the way, at this point, I'm arguing as a fan and not as a critic, and I think that says a lot. I don't even know what that means, really. I don't like, even, mm. Your statement like, is your statement things? is inaccurate either way. Yeah, like why why are those different things? Why is that distinction even one that needs to be made? I'm arguing as a fan and not a. If anything, saying that you're arguing as a fan and not a critic is bad because you're putting away your. You know, your scrutinizing lens. It's giving things a pass. Rags then goes on to say that The Last Jedi adds information about the Force Ghosts, and thus it's bad. He starts off- I don't think Rags would have said it adds information, is contradictory information, I would imagine is yeah. what you're going for. Off with the fact yeah. that Luke gets hit on the head by Yoda's cane. Yes. And this means the Force Ghosts can touch things, and thus it's a retcon. Well, except for the fact that Force Ghosts are- He's gonna reference he that he sat on a log. As opposed it's, to actually hurting somebody. With the log. He's not doing anything with the log. He's just sitting down. Yeah, for all we know, he he's not actually actually touching the log at all. Yes, it's just a representation of him. Like, the log is... No, this is terrible, Quentin. <laughs> this is like... he's God, he hits the guy with a stick. Is and, not and Luke the same reacts as to it, ghost. like, ow, what the fuck? You're like, you just hit me. Yes. We don't know anything about the log. It was probably just the actor. The ghost itself? No, there's no reason for the ghost itself to have in any way needed to do that. But he could have just in terms of wanting to show that he was resting there. We we don't know. We don't know if there's any effect on the log at all. And besides... Since you brought it up. Luke, uh, Yoda summoned lightning. That's a bit of a jump compared to either of the ones we've just got over. Yes, he, he disappears and reappears. He doesn't have to manipulate the log in order to sit on it. That's the thing. Constantly sitting on things. Constantly sitting on things. It's like two instances. Leaning on things, making noises while they walk through grass. Oh, good God. Is that God. a movie thing or an editing thing? Yeah, that's easily a... You could easily chalk that up to a movie error, while Luke getting hit by Yoda is a deliberate choice. 
Yeah, man. It's like the it's like the the car in the Shire, man. It's like you know, if it was made obviously today, obviously that's an editing thing. That's not an in-universe thing. That's an editing thing. Yeah, if it was made today, there's a good chance that they would have him phase through all the grass because he's a ghost for fuck's sake. And besides, like, yeah, it's like it's uh, like you're judging Alec Guinness for having a sit down. <laughs> it's, like, it's he's he's an old man. Like Jesus. So that point is immediately debugged. Alec he sat down in that scene because he had to poop. I love how he said that point is immediately it. debugged. You could basically just play that back to him every single time he makes a point. That brings up the fact that Yoda, as a force ghost, can now use lightning. And this fucks up the lore. Yep. I trust you don't have yeah. to think long about how much this fucks up the lore. Yes! Does it, though? <laughs> You're an idiot, Quentin. Holy <laughs> fuck. It's like a child should be able to grasp that all of a sudden you introduce the fact that force ghosts can use lightning on real objects and destroy them. <laughs> it doesn't. For one, in what situation have we seen the force ghosts in before where they would? You haven't. Like That's that. the point. Exactly. Uh... That's the point, Quentin, is that they weren't doing that, but they could have at any time they wanted. Yeah, we've been told. No so it's like the, the Force Ghosts were not on Endor when our team were trying to destroy the shield generator because we assumed there's nothing they could do anyway. But now The Last Jedi has confirmed that not only can they definitely do something, but that they, they can go as far as actually hit people in the face. So um, you'd be like, okay, well, that doesn't matter because the Force Ghosts don't have the motivation for it, right? And it's like, well, no, if you take... Anything said by Obi-Wan in the originals, he's, as a Force ghost, he's basically trying to find any way, shape, or form to defeat the Emperor and basically win. So, of course, they have the motivation, they have the ability to actually do something. Why wasn't Yoda firing lightning at the fucking shield generator base in uh, Empire Strike, uh, Return of the Jedi? And here's, here's the thing, too. In the original trilogy, especially... It wasn't ever really made entirely clear whether or not the Force Ghosts were just apparitions unique to the person. Yeah. Or if they were like group things or if the Force Ghosts were actually there or it wasn't really clearly defined. Right. But they all kind of existed in that sort of essence. Right. Now we've established that they can appear as physical manifest manifestations, right? And they can affect things. They can hit you with sticks, and they can cast lightning. At this point, it makes you wonder, why bother being alive? And this is the thing, he had a very real effect on a very real structure on a real planet. Like th this was not something that was just like, you saw Obi-Wan walk through an area. You know, it's a bit different. Very simple, I don't know why that uh, he's... He's having trouble with this, but then again, it is Quentin, so... Two people that can't appear during confrontation, this is essentially the first time... They can appear during confrontation. We, Obi-Wan was with Luke when he destroyed the Death Star with Darth Vader, so... Obviously, they can fucking get around. Where it would have made sense for them to do this ever. For two, Force ghosts are constantly said to be part of the living Force. Every time a character dies mean? in the Star Wars universe, someone uh. says some shit like... Mm! One with the force they are now! It is not insane to me, or an inherent contradiction, that force ghosts, part of the actual force, could make a bolt of lightning come down. But okay, they do. Okay, why haven't they done that before? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like... Yeah, the thing is that they do. They that's did, the that's what happened, and now we know that that's a thing they could do, so... Yeah, it's... I think Quentin thinks that we're saying we can't believe that 
that they did that. We believe they can do that, and we accept they can do that, and that's the problem. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I don't I love how he's like it's not a contradiction to me. It's like I don't care. It's a contradiction. Like I don't know. I don't care how you interpret it. We're talking about the actual things that happen. Like why is this so hard for you? He was with him when he fled the Death Star too. Run, Luke, run. Yeah. Um. Oh man. Earlier in the video, I Hate Everything made a pretty good case for why he didn't agree with these very points. But Rags was playing so little of the video at once that he failed to understand what Alex was trying to say. So, Yeah, we, the, Rags and me, we failed to understand I Hate Everything, but you, 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 you get us 100%. It's not like you have to not only ignore everything we say, but you have to invent quotes from us. Oh, he's such a hypocrite, like... I don't even know where in my video we are. No, of course, I have no idea what he's referring to as well. I, I'm, I, no I think it would be we unlikely we're going to get a clip, but let's hope. Someone... So I will so, now try and explain... Uh, Bumluck in the, uh, in the chat asks an interesting question. If that's how the Force ghosts work, then why aren't there thousands of dead Jedi constantly intervening in conflict? There's <laughs> just thousands of them, like, right no, it's, it's just... And then they kill you, and then you become a Force ghost. This and is then why... You... If I was to write Star Wars, I would have basically said, yeah, Force Ghosts are uh, specific to the person, and um, we don't actually know if they really can affect anything at all. We'll, we'll never find out, because I'll never confirm that as a writer. But Ryan Johnson decided yeah. to go the other way with that. Also, um, there's someone picked it up. I am actually a little bit ill. I've got a bit of a cold. Hopefully it's not ruining my uh, my audio quality or whatever. Oh, I didn't notice. I didn't notice. Someone picked up that I'm congested, so... Very good ears, oh, apparently. Congested. Most of the complaints about the Force and the canon in Episode 8 comes down to a sentiment along the lines of, if it didn't happen in Episodes 1 through 6... No, uh, it's about presenting no. scenarios in which these abilities would have helped people. Uh, and yes. they were not used. Well, let, Simple as that. Let's real quick, because I think I know what he's going to say. Mm-hmm. And it can't happen now. I yep, he said exactly what I thought he'd say. We're not saying... See, this is the problem with Quentin. He attacks a completely separate point than the one we're making. It, it just He just latches onto something he invents in his head and he goes for it, and he completely ignores what we're saying. If, and this we, is the thing. Our problem is not that it can't happen. Our problem is that it can. If, um, it has been shown to be. A you know the four Skype calls that are apparently a very, very... Like, you have to be an extremely powerful Sith slash Jedi to be able to pull those off. To me, I'm like, well... A Sith Jedi Skype call doesn't really change anything in the in the other films. The ability to do that doesn't really do anything to them, so it's fine with me. Like, uh, that's how you would add a force power. You don't add a force power that says, um, if you cast this force power, you're immune to damage. That's a new thing you can do now. And it's like, why didn't they do that in all of those fucking other films? You have to be careful about what you add, because what you add can contradict what came before. And that's just about respecting the fucking writing. That's, I don't know why I have to explain this, but... This is, it's very, like I said before, it's very strange that this is coming from someone who considers themselves Star Wars fan. movies and films. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very Find strange. This, this, is kind of, this is the last kind of person I would want offering any, any kind of criticism. An entirely unreasonable standard. What force powers existed in episode four? The answer is Obi-Wan doing the, the thing about force he's, powers. He's going on a tangent even, now. 
He's going, he's going on a tangent about something that we've never even addressed. He's going to explain that force powers are introduced in episode five that were not in episode four. Therefore, the last Jedi makes sense. Yeah, it's like that's not that's not yeah, a point, Quentin. It's not going to make sense, but we'll let you we'll let you do it just to get past it. The whole these aren't the droids you're looking for. Mind trick thing and Darth Vader choking someone from a distance. The film shows a confrontation between the two mightiest force users in the galaxy. And both of them use zero force powers in the battle, it's fine. and the force mm -hmm. in practice is rarely demonstrated in the film itself. Over the years since episode- I was like, oh yeah, well, um, uh, let's see. Endor wasn't in episode four, so that means that people must have a problem with it. Yeah, uh, they never mention Endor in episode four, so it existing in episode six must mean that Rags and Mola have a problem with that. I mean, yeah. by this logic, so right, Quentin? Like, he's, he's, like, who is he arguing against? He thinks he's arguing against a point we've made. But <laughs> Let's say a man made of straw is like, no, it's a man made of, like, jelly. He's like, he's, he's alone in his room arguing against a point that no human being has made that's relevant here in this scenario. It's, it's very strange. Like, he's literally the only person involved with this at this point. <laughs> No, I, I told you, man, like, he's, he always wanted to respond to my videos, so he just, he ranted in his room, and he sent this video in to the editors for I Hit Every uh, TRO, and they've just supposed it onto the, 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 this video, it's just there now, it's just been repurposed I into guess. sections and just been plopped on, and he can feel satisfied, he's like, see, I counted Mauler, even though he's used as like a, this is why The Last Jedi is bad sort of thing, even though his video's stupid, and this is how, and it's like, you, you've, Done such a piss poor job of countering me and Rags, and he keeps using law arguments when he said the law isn't important. But for numerous force powers have been retconned into existence. No, that's not, how, not a retcon. That's not retcon into ex no, it's not how that word works. If. You know, because you'd be like, oh, fucking Boba Fett was retconned into existence because he wasn't in episode four. It's like, that's not how that works. Yes, retcon is a piece of new information that imposes a different interpretation on previously described events, typically used to facilitate a dramatic plot shift or account for an inconsistency. With Vader strangling that officer, we know that he can basically have some form of telekinesis. So when Luke uses telekinesis to grab his lightsaber in episode 5, we can reasonably assume that was always possible for Vader too. Also, for those of you who don't know, retcon means retroactive continuity. Mm -hmm. so. Dude, levitating or pulling something without physical touch. Using uh, yeah, strangling somebody would be the equivalent of doing that. You're using yes. a, something at distance. Uh, telekinesis. And again, Jumping what does that contradict in the fourth film? Nothing. The force to jump higher. What does what does jumping high with the force contradict in the fourth film? Nothing. Using the force to summon. What does using electric on somebody with like force lightning contradict in either episodes four or five? Nothing. Lightning to your fingertips. Using the force to talk to someone from a distance away. That one. That one's actually a contentious one for a couple of people. I can't remember what the problem with it is i think it's like um something like vader should have sensed luke faster than he did uh if this connection is possible but it's like a ongoing discussion but again um that's actually a better example he could have worked with that one instead mm -hmm. of just naming powers and saying they didn't exist before a fucking ghost and using the force to push things 
Even by the time that Episodes 2 and 3 came out, the Force powers that existed within the Star Wars universe were still being invented and, and expanded upon. Mm -hmm. So what that point. means is that when you watch the films in any basic chronological... It's like he's implying that we just have a problem with new powers, which is not something we've yeah, ever said. I, as he legitimately is going after the argument that we've never made, that we have an issue with new things being introduced, just because it's a new thing order they don't make any sense because half of the force powers stop existing after rogue one i have to that's not a th no he just no. never there was never a scenario where vader needed to use any force powers other than the ones he used simple as that his efficiency i, I would say adds to his you know his domineering aspect yeah it's just like quinn's implying that because we didn't see uh force jump and force lightning that they couldn't possibly exist in episode four it's like no because in his video, Rag says that Luke and Kylo not using force powers against each other in their battle is a contradiction. Also, I noticed the lack of force powers in that fight. But that's only true on- Did you say it was a contradiction? See, I, I don't know, there's- I can't remember. I don't know I if, I don't know if Quentin played. added that or not. Because he adds a lot of shit to us, you know? He played he the clip and he didn't say contradiction. He said that it's a- I don't know, there's no context for what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying and, and what response it is. It's just a tiny little segment of a thing. And we always get the context of what things are said because we have to. When yeah, we, we play the, the whole format, fucking video. But... We get criticized for this, but hey, I way prefer it to just pretending like we watched the video. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm so I don't know what I'm saying here in this video clip that he's playing. I don't know the context of it. This was remember this is months and months ago. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I wish he just played the whole clip of me saying it. Yeah, just just catch it though. He, he says that you claim it's a contradiction, and then he plays a clip in which you don't even say that. So it's it's interesting. Half to of me. the force powers stop existing after Rogue One. I have to bring this up because in his video, Rag says that Luke and Kylo not using force powers against each other in their battle is a contradiction. Also, I noticed the lack of force powers in that fight. But that's only true under the standards of the prequels. Yeah, I, I have no idea what I'm actually yeah, yeah. saying. We need more context, Quentin. Snippet. We don't even know what Rags' yeah. point was. I'm the one who said it and I don't even know what I'm saying We'd have here. To, how bizarre is that? We'd have to go back to Rags' video to figure out what TRO slash Quentin is responding to instead of just telling us. Like, like... You play the clip, but it doesn't have the word contradiction in it. So as far as we know, it's all Rag said was the. Light. It's not even a clip. Yeah. I don't know what to do with I this. No it's idea. like, what do you. I'm tempted to actually go and try and find it in your video, but the thing is, like, your video is far it's too long, long for me to figure out. a lot of stuff. And I have no idea if it's the first five minutes, if it's the opening half an hour, or if it's the rest. I have no idea where it is. Yeah, I don't know where we are. I don't know where it is in my thing. And so Context I guess. Is important. This is why this is why the the bullshit asymmetry is true. By the way, folks in chat, you're like, how long? How does it take so much longer to respond to something so much smaller? We have to infer so much. So let's let's account okay. for multiple arguments the chat, here. The chat is saying that I was saying the fight was lame. The fight in the throne room was boring, and the I was talking about the throne room fight. But the throne room fight doesn't have Luke in it. I know that's strange. Is he? Because I've got. Were you actually Rack's talking about the? Is against the Ray Kylo and guards fight, not the Luke versus Ben fight. Let's just hear that again. It's a contradiction. Everyone is, also, I noticed the lack of force powers in that fight. If Rags is referring to the throne room fight, this is a straight up like malicious fucking move with editing. Yeah, because I've got like one, two, three, four, like five people 
saying that I was talking about the throne room fight. And if you were talking about the throne room fight, it's relevant because Kylo nearly dies because he forgot he had the Force. Yeah, but but Quentin is framing this as if I'm talking about Luke and Ben fighting. Yeah. Oh, if that this is this is kind of why I kind of wow. want the context now, so we can find out if he is actually selling you short here. That's um, that's pretty fucking scummy. If that's the case, see. If, um, I mean, I'm assuming there's a couple of people who are trying to look for it. I'm going to try and look for it as well. Um, yeah, pe I've got more people saying it's the throne room fight. Um, uh, well, that's the thing. How could you possibly be mistake? How could you possibly accidentally play a clip of me saying something and then attribute it to just a completely different thing. Well, this is like, the thing. we got to be careful. Like, here's the thing. Like, when you edit, like, the way that I edit, I couldn't do that. And, like, I, I physically wouldn't be able to do that and get away with it in my editing. I guess it's not my style, but the style that I use. Because I refer to things as they occur. I don't just take random little clips from a mysterious part and the thing I'm responding to and insert it somewhere. I'm not going to be able to find it by skimming because there's no footage of the actual well, yeah, fight because he did this before. So we just need yeah, some, Jenna, if anyone can find a, uh, a timestamp. Then, then Jenna Hart, of course, is that they didn't edit the video. So, yeah, I mean, ultimately it's, ultimately it's TRO's fight, it, fault, because he approved it all. And Wait, Stoney said rewind like 20 now. seconds and you'll understand. Let's just play this whole thing. To make sure we're getting the point here. Existed within the Star Wars universe, we're still being invented and expanded upon. So what that means is that when you watch the films in any basic chronological order, they don't make any sense because half of the Force powers stop existing after Rogue One. I have to bring this up because in his video, Rag says that Luke and Kylo not using Force powers against each other in their battle is a contradiction. Also, I noticed a lack of Force powers in that fight. But that's only true under the standards I was talking about the throne room scene. I was, I remember, I remember. Yeah, when I was recording that, because I don't use a script, I just talk out my ass. And <laughs> I remember that, the, the throne room fight, I because there were no force powers. I, yeah. Well, I, I do remember all, now. All, all the stopping us from being definitive on this is just getting that timestamp for you saying it, because as soon as we find out that it's the truth, this is very bad for Quentin. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Let me see if I've, I've probably got a file of it here. Because um, this is the awkward thing is like, uh, I can't tell by scanning through your video other than if we had a transcript of it, because obviously long. there's no visual as well for uh, the fight, because obviously it's only with trailer footage that he's got, uh, the film. Documents, ArenaNet, Angry Joe, yeah, I can... Arena net firing Monday net thoughts a lot of audio tracks. Let's sort by size. Bully hunters, steam free speech, battlefield Kotaku, downward thrust far cry five response, untitled arena net, non sec clip. I I guess I don't have a copy. <laughs> it's, so, of it it's so hilarious. It's like to be able to find out if this video is even accurate, we have to rewatch your videos. Like, that's, you've totally failed at what the whole point of this video is. But I think I'm almost certain that indeed I was talking about the throne room scene when I said there was a lack of. Yeah, he's he's attributing my comments about a completely different fight with completely different characters to 
another to us to something that I didn't say. That's um, maybe you should have rewatched Rag's video prior to this. Well, we no, shouldn't we should need to do to. that. We shouldn't have to. That's the point. Like, what's the point of a response if you have no idea what they're responding to? But I'm pretty sure that, um, yeah. I mean, again, we'll we'll just carry on, and if anybody in chat but comes think, up with a. Yeah. But I think he's completely taking me out of context here. Well, again, as Jenna said, uh, is it Quinton doing that, or is it Quinton sent the editors the timestamp to put in there, so it is still his fault, but it's also their fault. It's like, who the fuck knows? And don't worry, Arco. Uh, my, the last of my um, new assets should be done today, uh, but, so you'll get, you'll get stuff soon. But mm. I, it's, it's, at this point, I'm convinced that I'm being taken out of context. I just don't know who's responsible. Well, Tiaro is responsible, but who's who on the first levels? Yeah, it's because it's like technically it's Tiaro's video. There's Quentin's section in which he would have supplied the specifics about the. Oh, someone said they found it. One ten thirty four. Wow, we're near the end of your video, but we've still got like fifty minutes of this. Jeez, we went. Of force powers in that fight. Also, of course, Ray does better than Kylo does because. Uh oh. Hang on, Rags, go. I can play this for you as well. Oh, oh unless you do yourself. In a nutshell. Well, the throne room encounter with Kylo. Yeah, just, it's just about the throne room, hundred percent. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ! <clears throat> I'll just send really? you the URL so you can have a look. No, I, I, I know what I, I, I said I remembered, but with the confirmation, yeah, that's I was talking about the throne room scene. Rest in peace, Quentin. You've wow. fucked up miserably now. Instead of it being a matter of you being uh, disingenuous and like putting words in our mouth through interpretation, like extremely crappy interpretation, you've actually you repurposed a clip. The chat. You, Jesus. You've actually yeah, a, repurposed that's, that's a, a clip to mean something else. So, Wow, <clears> that's pretty fucking scummy. Let's just, you know, how long are we into this stream now? So people who will eventually watch this. It's an hour and 48 where we managed to actually confirm that uh, Quinton maliciously lied about Rags to make him uh, come across as saying something that he didn't. It's like, that that shit's inexcusable, but hey. Womp womp. Yeah, we'll get over it, but Quinton, it doesn't make you look very good, mate. That's yeah, it's like, I'm, I was like, I'm not, like, harmed or anything over it. I'm I'm disappointed in my species. <laughs> oh, no, he's, he's a human, sort of, but it's like, man, that's low. And people were saying that this was a good video. Well, they would, they would be the people who have no fact-checking done. They'll just be like, yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah, man. Here lies Quentin. Exposed exposition. <laughs> anyway. Wait, wait, someone's prequels. saying, what's the problem? They're both talking about the fight in the throne room. Luke wasn't in that fight. Yeah, no, Quentin's not talking about that one. And let's see, let's see how much think, he pushes on with this. I think he might this. be thinking about the throne room uh, from the original trilogy. I was talking about the throne room in the last year. Yeah, there's... There is no fight that has Kylo and Luke other than the end of the film, in which they don't use force powers, uh, which is fair enough. So let's see what point he makes with this, because he's he's now lied about what Rags said, but let's see what he extrapolates from it. It's a contradiction. Also, I noticed the lack of force powers in that fight. But that's only true under the standards of the prequels, because there are numerous lightsaber <laughs> battles in the original trilogy that use no force powers. Like nothing you, you are using matters. a... <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, see, so the, this is this is the issue, is that uh, he's selling it as if you said that uh, the fact that there's two people fighting, they have to use force powers when, I'm assuming, by the way, uh, the, 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 the reason you went with the throne room fight is because of the fact that the force would have saved Kylo and you didn't use it. 
Yes, it, it does seem as if Kylo just, I guess, forgot that he could use the Force. Of course. Which does seem to be sort of like a defining characteristic of his life. Yeah. But... Uh... And he uses it, remember, in The Force Awakens, he uses it as a snap decision to save his life from the blaster bolt that's coming right for him. So uh, it's a bit of a contradiction, Quentin. But if you're talking about rags, if, if you're referring to the Luke and... Kylo fight, I guess I'd have to agree with Quentin that, yeah, they didn't really need to use the Force in that fight, and besides, he was a projection, so what's he going to do? But it looks well, like you weren't referring to that fight. Yeah, I... Oof, wow, yeah. Luke and, Press Luke F and Kylo Quentin. did not have a... Yeah, I mean, Luke and Kylo did not fight in a throne room, as far as I know. And besides, there's plenty of... I mean, of, unless uh, there's like a bathroom. Maybe it, if that's where the Emperor goes to the bathroom, it's sort of a throne room. There's plenty of fights in the OT that use Force powers. Um, he showed one where Luke uses Force Jump. We have, obviously, the Force Lightning. We have um, the lightsaber throw from Vader at, at Luke. You could say that doesn't require the Force, but, I mean, the, the, the lore of the movies imply that you need to be able to use telekinesis to aim the throw of the lightsaber, right? Like... Yeah, and like someone in chat pointed out, they do use the Force in the Kylo-Luke fight, because that's why Luke is there. Yeah, Luke is using the Force to be there, so I yeah. suppose you could argue that. It's just like, no, yeah, whatever. Standard for this film that has not been applied to any other Star Wars movie. It's literally in all the Star Wars movies, but sure. Maybe other than Episode Four, I'll give you that, but again, uh, Obi-Wan versus Vader. Like They didn't require Force powers, just like they don't require throwing things or anything else like with with kylo i don't i don't see this is the thing it's almost implying that you made the point that luke and kylo should be using the force on each other like throwing things and stuff but you you there's not even remotely anything you said like that that's the big issue here before this now some of you are likely going to argue that we do understand all of these powers that we've seen them used in practice and that they've been expanded upon in the lore but that's only true because in the past 40 years these films have been worshipped and expanded upon when episode 5 came out, no one knew what that junk meant. No one had explanations about me. I disagree. <laughs> like, people being able to use the Force as, uh... It's self-explanatory by what we see. When Luke, like, pulls his lightsaber, we know that at maximum... Uh, at minimum, he can do that, sorry. Um, yeah, and, and besides, um... I just, I... It's not that we need an explanation as to how it necessarily functions, as long as it's consistent with its. Yeah. That's the thing. You can add new things and <clears throat> it can be consistent. It just has to be consistent with the old things that came before it. Metachlorians and, and training, it was just gobbledygook. I was just referencing the prequels, not episode five. But uh, yeah. it, I, so I, I don't know if you guys are catching on to the argumentation here, but he's saying that. Um, it makes sense that it makes no sense in The Last Jedi because it's never made any sense. Now, when you're at that point in argumentation, you're in trouble. Like, you're, you, you, you're basically trying to say, stop trying to understand it, none of it makes sense. Like, but it does. Very clearly. So, uh, oh, a bit, bit awkward. Even Luke and Leia being siblings and Leia being able to use the Force are things that were invented late into the production of episode 6. So if you have to use that last minute episode 6 context to explain- As long as it doesn't contradict anything, that's fine. They could literally throw a scene on right at the end of any Star Wars film where, where someone does a thing with the Force. As long as it doesn't contradict what we've seen before, they, they're, they're happy to go ahead and do it. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. 
I mean, one thing I'll say is I'd be happier if they just repurposed the powers we have to do different things, to be more impressive in yeah. that way. They don't need new powers, because but hey. They're very, very utility-based, too. Like telekinesis and pushing, pulling. I mean, that, there's a lot of things you could do with that. Also, you just, you just said, like, episode six adds on all those things. It was five that did that, uh, not six. You, like, Leia having a connection to the Force and being able to, uh, you know, yeah, Force City. communicate and stuff. It's like, that's, that's not something that was invented by six. ...universally agreeable and explained upon in the first place. And again, when I am criticizing the previous Star Wars films for not having a consistency to a movie that, that came... He's using quotations, I don't know. <laughs> it's like to imply strange. that... <sighs> like, isn't it? It is. Is aren't you criticizing them? I mean, even if you don't think they're criticism, they they actually are. I think he just I thinks it helps strange. to keep quoting everything as if it's not really really that thing. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, now that we know the extent of his quotation capabilities, I don't know if that's a <laughs> smart move. We have no idea what he means. It's like when he puts up the quotes, he means oh, so this is one of those fabricated quotes. I understand. Came out in 1977. Now wait a minute, Quentin, no! Simply <laughs> saying that those movies are bad, I am simply applying the standard used on The Last Jedi to the other films. No, you're not. And no, if you not. were to do that, you'd find all the contradictions. It's very simple. We've been over yeah, this. I'm sure you think that you do, but um, there is a uh, there is a wide divide between what you think and what actually is. To prove a point. Oh, and while we're on this subject, yeah. Force Projection was in Rebels, so you can just hop off that. I don't know anything about yeah, Rebels. Yeah, Rebels isn't the film, so... Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. And Rebels is typically looked at Rebels. very negatively by fans, from what I understand, compared to the Clone yeah. Wars. Um, but again, yeah, the trying to explain the movies with something that happens in a cartoon show is like, mm, that's not you really going to work. why in chat? Why? Why is everyone putting a why, <laughs> why in the chat? Why you do this, Quentin? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I guess I did... I guess someone said why divide. Oh, I I thought it said wide. I guess yeah, wide yeah because wide ends with a D and divide starts with a D, so it's like wide divide. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's fair enough. Those are those are strange words to put together. Fucking high horse. I G then states that he thinks the force is a reasonable extension. Rags mistakes this as a comment about Luke, so I can't really respond to a misunderstanding. But it is an impressive rant, so fair play. Uh, now this is where we bring okay. the voice point back. Rags calls out IHE. Okay, this thing you're doing with the voices, you need to stop. It makes you look like a fucking prick. This would be fine <laughs> if Rags hadn't done the exact same thing earlier. No, and those who no, might no, say, no. well, he was. Because I wasn't doing mine disrespectfully. I wasn't making my voice to make IHE look worse. Well, I mean. And I got compliments on my IHE voice. Yeah, it's not the the aspect of putting a voice on. It's like I doesn't I had everything go like really high pitched and nasally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does. Yeah. He, it's clearly used as an insulting Yahweh. But I wasn't being insulting to IAG at all. I thought it was a fairly decent impression, especially because I put the face on and everything. Mm. Yeah. Don't don't compare those Who's two. Making a voice is not. Yeah. There's like when a lot of people. In, to do an impression of like a woman in something, they'll make their voice a little change a little bit. It's not to insult the woman; it's just to show that somebody else is talking. Yeah, They're talking out of. You what know, you're saying is character. the difference between a mocking voice and a, a, a quoting voice, essentially. Yeah, I mean, I definitely wasn't doing it in a mocking voice. I don't have a problem with IHE's voice; it's fine voice. I Me, mean, yeah. as far as voices go, it's fine. <clears throat> 
rant, so fair play. Now this is where we bring the voice point back. Rags calls out Aichi. Okay, this thing you're doing with the voices, you need to stop. It makes you look like a fucking prick. This would be fine if Rags hadn't done the exact same thing earlier. And to those who might say, well, he was doing it in response to Aichi's voice in the first place, the first time round, Aichi did it was clearly a joke. Yeah, I thought it. Clearly a joke. There you go, Rags. Oh, so jokes can't be insulting. Okay. Nope. Jokes. Glad we've established that. Even also, though jokes are the, funny. Oftentimes, the, the purpose of a joke is to insult, <laughs> but yeah, doesn't matter. That is a joke. That doesn't actually. That's not a defense. In fact, I'd, I'd be like, that's more evidence to the fact that he's trying to insult people. Yeah, I'm so tired of him saying like, you can't say that. It's a joke. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, because my voice wasn't a joke because I meant it in earnest. I was just doing his voice because I was talking, you know, through him. And I want everyone involved to die horribly. Whether you find that funny or not, its intent was very clear. Unless we're in Scotland, you can't lock anyone you? up for that. Rags' IG impression was an extension onto that joke in which he attacked IG's no, it viewpoint. it was an extinction on the joke. It was, mine wasn't a joke. You literally just put on a British accent, didn't you? I put on an American yeah, I, accent I, I, all the time in my uh, videos. People don't usually assert yeah. it as, you're trying to make Americans sound nasally or stupid. It's like, no, I usually just go in for a... And here's the thing, I wasn't making a joke because I wasn't being insulting. But let's say that we went with what the right opinion thinks. We're both making jokes. I guess he's trying to point out that I'm being hypocritical. Yeah. But I don't know. But I'm not, so that's weird. Forgive me if I find that Rags does not have the high ground to criticize IHE from at this point in time. However, Rags follows this with a passionate rant about how he's doing it because he's so angry at other opinions. I wonder how feels when his editor basically takes a good 40 seconds and just has a picture of you scrolling. Yeah, like, I was I was actually kind of about to mention that, too. We're kind of on the same wavelength on this one. It's it's like, it's strange. Again, uh, I'm more concerned with the substance of the actual video, but I, I find it interesting. Yeah. It's just like, does that count as editor? Uh, like, do, do you, is that what you want? Because it's so inconsistent with the other stuff where it has like flashy shit going on and your pictures flying across and it's just like this is just a pause of 30 seconds with Rags' picture. It's like, okay. I would have thought they'd want to have uh, TRO's avatar on there at least, but um, yes, it's really... Yeah, that's what I would do. The I'm editing is just so, like, you have no idea what's coming, you know? from at this point in time. However, Rags follows this with a passionate rant about how he's doing it because he's so angry at other opinions. Somebody on the internet is criticizing something that you like and you can't stand that. It makes you upset. It makes your this blood This music, boil. by the way, isn't you mine. Just oh, I, I could guess that much. Can't take it. Somebody doesn't like the thing that you... So they're obviously trying to say that uh, you're doing the exact same thing you're accusing him of. You're unhappy that's, that he likes the thing... That's what trying you... to do. Yeah, the, the fade to gray and the piano music in the back, yeah. Really like, and for whatever reason... This is why I generally, I don't edit the things that I'm showing that other people <laughs> I know, because now we, we have no idea what of yours is actually there and what is theirs. Like, yeah, who let's knows? Yeah, these letters say. It's... I don't know. Attached yourself to it emotionally it's not that, that you see an attack on it as an attack on you. I mean, if we're going off that logic... I wasn't then being dramatic. I was just being assertive. Well, it's, it's up to him if you're dramatic or not. I, Remember, I he told you to calm down earlier when you said like a really prosaic fucking statement, so... Yeah, I guess. Other people would fit the prerequisite for outrage. It just seems like a dramatic piece to paint Aichi, the very mellow, relaxed person, with an opinion as some raging SJW. It Did, Did you say that? I think I only referred to him as Anita once because of a thing that he explicitly said, because he did something that Anita did once. So I called him mockingly Anita. Well, that means that you. I don't you've... think Aichi's. I don't think I. I don't think Aichi's an SJW. I don't know enough about him. 
But yeah, like the the idea is like you know he's just like a sort of highlighted as how like you're doing the same thing, you're accusing I at everything. I was like, well, you, how are you not doing the same thing then, TRO? If we're gonna get that broad with the definition, are we not doing the same thing to TRO? That's the same thing to you. That's the same thing to I at everything. That's the same thing to the people who criticized the Last Jedi. Just goes on yeah, and on. Just, it's just so strange when he he paints me having a like I was just like this thing. I just sit down in front of this microphone and I just talk. And generally, past the words that I use, there's not really anything that's really going on behind it. So if you have the fade to gray and you have the piano music <laughs> playing, and it's you know it's originally my it's my audio playing over stuff that wasn't in my video. It it does paint you know an impression that I don't think is very. Fair. Yeah, well, okay, do, literally do what he did to any statement right. in any video, and you could probably make it sound pretty dramatic. Oh, yeah. You can completely change the context and the tone, um, and therefore the meaning behind what people do if you just leave in their audio and add in some of your own and add some effects of your own. Mm. Well, like, if, what if it me, turned red and it started shaking? It's like, oh, it's... Yeah, then it becomes angry. Which he kind of did. He played, like, angry music and put I Hit Everything's Face on a Devil, so that, you know... Makes it look like you're trying to say that he's that yeah, angry. I, like, I guess I he thinks I really hate I hate everything, but as I didn't really have anything personally against him that much. I mean, he made a shitty video, but you know, no, it's perfect. But it was after your talk with him and how Aichi went back on all that at the flip of a hat and basically discarded all of it. That's when I was like, oh, that's kind of that's sort of a that's a bit of a character thing right there. Hmm. Not that we haven't had enough of that from this video alone, specifically from yeah. Quinton, but hey. Aichi, oh, the very mellow, relaxed person with an opinion of some raging SJW. It doesn't work, not for me at least. There's not well, one moment well, yeah, for me I, where- I, That didn't exist, that wasn't- I was gonna say, it wouldn't work because that's not what Rags has said, but- Yeah, yeah. it didn't work because that's not what- Aichi comes across as the criticisms of Star Wars are seen as an attack on him. It's just purposely provocative rhetoric from Rags. Rags then this is general- it's purposely provocative re rhetoric from I Hate Everything and from you. What you just did was purposely provocative. With the music or without it? Yeah. Like, don't even go there. <laughs> There's no point. Problems, and they are perfectly legitimate, and not ones that we can really break down when they're spoken about so generally. But I actually felt differently. These points are both fair enough. At this point, I'm sick of the Star Wars brand arguments. Leia and Rey are shown to be extremely powerful and established Force users, despite their blatant lack of training on the subject. It brings up questions and inconsistencies that deserve answers from people who care about the universe and don't care about it just because it has the word Star Wars slapped on the cover of it. There's been no evidence to suggest that just because he is attached to Star Wars as a concept somehow means he can't think about this film rationally. Yes, that it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was like something you've brought up a few times because... Yes, it, keeps... it is. That's why I played Mahler's clip. Brand loyalty comes in multiple versions and forms. And I believe that when it comes to Star Wars, there's no reason that Star Wars does not have people who have that uh, brand loyalty attached to it. You see it with consoles, you see it with video games, and if you allow brand loyalty to uh, taint your objective lens or your critical lens, then you are ultimately fooling yourself. And you're not being honest with what criticism should be. There's a ladybug in my room and it keeps flying up to me and I just realized the ladybug and I was like, don't make me kill you. You're like endangered as far as I know. Get out. No, They're fucking everywhere. Throw it out the window. Oh, well, I mean, I, I just want to continue. I can't be asked to do that right now. As long as it doesn't bother me, it's just sitting over somewhere else in the room. Because I, oh, I think they're kind of pretty. It's just, don't fly in my eyes. That's preferable for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Personal space. 
That general point of irrational attachment to the brand was presupposed at the start where he called him a Star Wars apologist and it's just been- I mean, I hit everything you... has since agreed to this yeah. perspective, so. Okay, so IHE is by definition a Star Wars apologist. This is not a point you can win the right opinion. Yeah, they- It's just like, by definition, I'm correct. They he think, is an apologist. They think apologist means you defend it when you have no, uh, like, argument to and you're just desperate to do it emotionally. Yeah. Secondly, the right opinion, you yourself, in this video, uh, ascribed emotion to his defenses. You're making emotional yeah, appeals. he did. IHE is making emotional appeals that you have recognized yourself the right opinion. Add that in with the fact that he is, by definition, a Star Wars apologist, I would hope you can connect the dots. Remember, he was like, he's being, uh, fuck it, I keep oh, forgetting the world. That's the one. Um, yeah, it's always. Sentimental, yeah. And how he, like he keeps the defense is always that it's his opinion, that he, this is how he feels about it. This is all, it's just like, it's yes. very simple. It's, it's, I wonder what he all, thinks apologist means. It's all, it's all feels and opinions, and that's how he feels, that's how he feels, that's how he feels. And then when I say, yeah, he's feeling too much, he needs to do less, he needs to do less feeling, more thinking, now all of a sudden, yeah, but you're not supposed to, like, mention it. Ugh shoehorned in throughout this video despite his numerous criticisms of the prequels. Aichi then says there's obvious foreshadowing. Well, apart from the very you obvious... You can criticize something, love it. Yeah, not only that, but uh, if you want Rags to be specific, I guess he's saying he's an apologist for the sequels of Star Wars as opposed to the prequels of Star Wars. Yeah. And that's... I'm only talking about this movie. This is, I'm talking about this movie. This, mm. The video he's talking about is about this movie. Like, do you think Rags is saying that I hate everything as an apologist for everything in the EU, everything in the TV shows, everything in any books? Like, I doubt it. I doubt that's what he's saying. Yeah. From foreshadowing that's all over the film. Rags challenges on this beckoning an explanation, and that is fair enough. I'm sure it wouldn't have taken that long for IHE to explain the obvious. Yeah, but yeah, but that's the movie you want. That, that's the video that you want. Yeah, he did bring that up before, I'm assuming that... Keep coming. Foreshadowing in reference. Can you please point to the foreshadowing scene where Leia is an established force user to the point where she can save herself and then float through the vacuum of space in order to save herself? <laughs> you have a. That's not. That's not. That, what? Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. Quentin, oh my god, the <laughs> fact that you put your face to this is embarrassing. What the fuck do you. This how does this scene. explain that at all? Really? We're going with this. Just, yeah, when Leia says, Luke says wow. you've got the power too, that means she could fucking survive with in the, the back of space. With the sassy little snap there too, you actually think that because she has some connection to the Force, she can do that without any training. God, no that's... training, so she can just survive the vacuum of space, float through... <laughs> wow. That's one big oof right there. <laughs> that is a... Ooh, that is an oof. Oh, you shouldn't have had your face there. Let's let's get that. Let's get that beautiful terrible. little click again, because uh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Where am I going? You one eight. That's bad, Quentin. That's challenges on this beckoning and explanation, and that is fair enough. I'm sure it wouldn't have taken that long for IHE to explain the obvious foreshadowing in reference. Can you please point to the foreshadowing scene where Leia is an established force user to the point where she can save herself and then float through the vacuum of space in order to save herself? You have a power I, I don't understand, and could never have. She even you says are. she doesn't understand the power, you twit! Yeah, but that means you can survive in the vacuum of space. That totally- it just- that's how that works, Rags. <laughs> she's 
There's the quote would be, that she doesn't even understand it. I wonder how much Quinta needs to actually just understand the point. What if Leia was thrown into a star and then comes out of it okay? Would that be enough for you? Would you finally go, okay, maybe that's a bit much. <laughs> maybe that's not oh. explained. So sassy. Jeez. But if you're oh, going to be sassy, be right. Oh god, yeah, that's preferable if you're going to be sassy. You have that power too. In time. You'll learn to use You'll it. You'll learn to use it. <laughs> as if Luke has regularly survived the vacuum of space. <laughs> oh my god. Jeez. Arguably, if we'd gotten to the end of her use in the sequel trilogy and Leia hadn't used the Force, that would have been she an inherent hasn't. The only no. The only part she uses the Force is just when she senses Luke. Yeah, like... The, the, that's it. There's no reason to... And besides, that's just basic bad storytelling to be like... She's a force user, and then later, like down the line, she uses amazing force powers. Like, why wouldn't you show us that she's actually learned this shit instead of just saying, "Yeah, that's just the way it works." Ugh. And besides, I'm pretty sure either JJ or Ryan came out saying that Leia hasn't had any training. Like they, yes, they, they yeah, said I think that. Ryan's the one who said that. Yeah, they hadn't trained. She just, she just could do this now. He that's said that do. her doing it is the equivalent of parents being able to lift cars off their children, like in moments of great stress. Like you, you get like Hulk. Hulkish like strength because of adrenaline and etc. And that's why she's it's just like okay, Ryan, just anything can happen at any point for any reason. Great. Yeah, we we went from like someone said we went from sensing to levitation, and sensing is the most passive, low energy yeah. power like you could possibly ever have. It does it doesn't even require anything from you. It's just that you're observing something. Like good job, you can observe a feeling in the force. And you can't turn that into any offensive or affirmative, you know, action in any way. You go and from that to... Do you know else, Rags? As someone just pointed out, uh, do you remember when they reached the rocks in the end of The Last Jedi and they're all like, oh no, we're screwed, and then Rey lifts them up? Why couldn't Leia lift them up? Yeah, I mean, jeez. If she's so powerful, Quentin, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Man, because there's an entire how scene can episode. somebody it's, it's who's almost just so consistently wrong and self-contradictory? It's like, almost like the force powers are exactly as powerful as the plot requires them to be. It has nothing Weird to time. do with actual characters having skills because that would be they'll get in the way. Who needs that? It's bad. Man. Okay, it's not good when you do that in your story. Do I need to be this explicit? <laughs> Ridiculous. Episode 6, just setting up the fact that in the future she will be able to use the Force. You can say- Yeah, that's a little bit different. To oh my god, that yeah. pause though. I don't know if you've got a different pause to me, but that's- Oh no, it, it looks pretty shit. It does have his face. <laughs> if you got my stream- Yeah, Mary Poppins is pretty, yeah. Old lady floating around, you know, like Mary Poppins does. Mary, you know. I just like the idea that Leia like slowly moves a small stone with the Force, and then also she survives in the vacuum of space, and, and Quentin's like, yeah, same thing. It's using the force, same thing. Very strange. Say the scene is goofy, you can call it Mary Poppins-esque, you can say it looks bad, but you can't say it's it contradicts so the lore. It's not so much about contradiction of the lore, as it is that it's not established. Guys, I thought it's we didn't not, care about the lore, Winter. Yeah. Like, who cares it's if someone contradicts that, the lore? We're not saying that it's impossible for her to do it. Because we clearly she can, because it's shown, right? He's taking the same approach he took with Yoda and the lightning. Mm. It's that up until this point, it he basically she just pulls this out of her asshole because the plot yeah. needs it. Yeah, which is like a fundamental. We never like it in any film when they do that, or in any story. 
We don't like it when characters get saved by a deus ex machina. That's, that's the point of the trope. Nobody likes it when something happens and you're just like, oh, how convenient. Yeah, it's it's lazy. He's like, but she saves herself with her force powers. And everyone's like, force powers? Yeah, she has those now. She can survive the vacuum of space. Like, oh, Is it mm. it from now on, there is a lot of back and forth and the discussion just makes you forget what the original point was. I actually was responding <laughs> oh, to- That's such a great point about this video. <laughs> There's so much discussion left, right, and you have no idea what the hell the point even is. An argument that a lack of explanation from the Force had ruined it. Since when has Star Wars ever established a Force power before just doing it? Yeah, I totally remember the exposition from Obi-Wan explaining how the mind trick worked. We don't need- no, it's not about that, it's about the contradiction. Look, I doubt- did you go on a rant about how Force projection, Skype call shit ruins the lore rags? I doubt it. I- I can't remember. And it's actually handled what I would say is much better. They they use it for the payoff for Luke in the end, which I got my own issues with, but the fact is that they use it there when they've established it with just a nebulous little conversation between the two of them at the beginning. It's just like, oh, you establish and then you pay off. While the other ones, yeah, sure, like, we don't need it as long as it doesn't contradict. That's, that's, that's what we've been saying for the past, like, ten minutes. Now, there are obviously tiers of force usage in their extremity, and some that may require more explanation than others. This is a fair point to observe. There is no real problem with this argument. If you wanted more explanation, then that is fair enough. Some people just didn't view it as a necessity, although I personally think that there were elements that could have used a bit more, such as Leia's use of the force in space. Not to detract from the good old banter. Didn't want to do a response video. Wait, what? Sick burn in with the lads. I'm confused. I need to see that again. It like skipped for me. Hang on. People just didn't view it as a necessity, although I personally think that there were elements that could have used a bit more, such as Leia's use of the Force in space. Not to detract from the good old banter, Raz gets a sick burn in with the lads saying that I can see why Mahler didn't want to do a response video to this. Because Mahler <laughs> is above such immature child play. The no, oh. no, no, that's not what I meant. Absolutely. Hey God, man, no! It's only fair to just assume the worst, right? That's the be No benefit no. of the doubt, as we've said, is another common fucking trope of this video. Um, but he just disagreed with Quinton, by the way. When he said the, the layer force thing, that actually is something well, that could use more explanation. Clock, right? Well, no, it's just funny because it's like, do you guys even recognize the fact that you disagree when you're trying to work together to respond to rags? It's like, person A says, yeah, rags, you're wrong because of X. And then person B says, yeah, rags, you're wrong, but wait, no, X is fair. And it's just it's like, like, what the fuck's is, happening? Ah, uh, a complete and total... I, that, wow, he thinks that. that. He thinks that's what I meant. <clears> like, <throat> even you, at the end of your Last Jedi videos, you talk about the... You mentioned the Mahler, or the IAG video. Well, I responded to it. It's a video you can find on the Part 3 description. I uh, did it with two friends for the fun of it. So it's uh, no. I meant. I meant with. Um. I meant at the. Uh, you mention it in your last Jedi review. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I think later on you decided, yeah, sure. Why the hell not? Well, those people requested it. They were like, please do a live. It's yeah. actually a progenitor for EFAP. Like it's kind of like EFAP. What is in that video? Um. Let me um actually. Can you if you have a link if you have a link for it? Can you put it in our Discord thing? Because I'd like to look at it. Bear in mind, I have no idea what's even said on it at this point, because it's been so long. <laughs> uh, but well, I remember it being funny. I am with my video. I can't even remember what I said. It was so long ago. Let me see if I can... should be in my list somewhere. But it's uh, nice to be proven right. Just not in... I, I'm sure he didn't think that he would do that, but yeah. 
I mean, let's be honest, man. This video, this video's been a mess. Like, uh, Lex and Mahler we've... have joined harmful opinions. Godhood. Yeah, like I'm God. Yeah, yeah. I need to. I need to take that from his video and caption it this, but unironically. <laughs> there it is. Um. Yeah. Ah, we, thanks much. Uh. So. Yeah. Just. I was gonna say because we covered a lot of shitty videos on this podcast, but like. Oh yeah, it's got movie Bob in the title. It's funny that every one of them is like a different kind of bad. Like they all have the different. Uh, I don't know the ways you break them down. Oh yeah, Patrick Willems and Movie Bob, and they're all different. They're they're their own special kind of. Hey, we're doing pretty well, I think. The, we wouldn't it, have it doing, any other way. Doing bigger chunks of the video, we're getting through it. We're getting through it. Sick How burning with going? the. Uh, we've we're two hours and uh, eighteen minutes. Okay, we we can go a bit longer. It's not bad. Glad saying that. I can see why Mahler didn't want to do a response video to this because Mahler is above such immature child play. The God, the Man, the Mahler. And if we set the snide comments aside, there are we can no. say it's just it's yeah, just such a not. bizarre inference that Rags is calling me yeah. a God. It's like uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm no, no. I'm just like this video is frustrating, and I could see why he Mahler wouldn't want to do it because video is frustrating. Hmm. There are some arguments in this section that are relevant. In fact, there are some very good points regards to false equivalences made. There is a spectrum of false extensions, <laughs> some more reasonable than others. The rag does slightly get caught up in himself at the end of this part, seeming to take Aichi's sarcastic comment about Leia being force sensitive, being bad writing seriously. Don't even get me started on how Luke and Leia can all of a sudden read each other's minds. Bad writing alert! Bad writing! Hacks! No, 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 let me get this straight. So, Leia is force sensitive. And she can sense other Force-sensitive people. Like, that's been established. That's okay. That's 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 bad writing. But Leia, who has received no Force training, gets jettisoned into space, protects herself in a in the vacuum of space, and then flies herself back into a ship. That's good writing. Yeah. So just to clarify for a uh, TRO, because he's clearly not getting it. Uh, so I hate everything is trying to imply that the error, the 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 point in Empire that she shouldn't be able to sense Luke is just as bad as Leia being able to survive in the vacuum of space. Yeah, and, and you have to explain that because there's not really much setup for these clips. Yeah, and so obviously you're saying, are you serious? That your defense is that it's just as bad that this thing exists in this other film. It's like no, it's not. Yeah. Um, and he's going to say that it was clearly a joke from I Hit Everything You've Taken Seriously, and so doesn't count. That's how that works. Oh, even if it was, it's like, okay. Yeah, so as, as if you well, can't criticize a joke. Jokes are immune to criticism. Yeah, I, I still wasn't wrong either way. Aichi's point wasn't that it was bad writing, but if certain elements of the Force being used in the past wasn't bad writing, then this couldn't be bad either. What yeah, about ism in its finest form? <laughs> We don't even give yeah. a shit right now. We're talking about something yeah. specific, and you're like, but it's bad in the other thing. It's like, doesn't even matter oh, if yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, well, in this other movie, it's like, okay, well, that's another movie. We're not talking about that movie. Yep. With that said, there is a distinction that was pointed out. However, once we move on from that, there is a point about the prequels where I actually didn't like the use of the force. Personally, I swapped editors. I was going to say, it seems like they swapped editors, but I haven't seen a name swap yet, so I guess not. Yeah, because they have the text with his words now, which is... Uncommon. The way the force is used in the prequels. Too much like a video game for me. It contradicts pretty much everything from the original story. How? In the prequels, you had a whole Jedi temple. You had Jedi who spanned a- Oh, we said this to I Hate Everything uh, in our conversation. I said, if you had a massive amount of Jedi, and they all could use the force, and then they were all fighting people, would you not expect force use? Like, how would you- how would- wouldn't it be a contradiction to not have the force being used? 
Yeah. And he was like, it contradicts everything in the original. I was like, how? And it's like, because Yoda says that like, you should be more uh, passive or you should be more defensive by the force. And it's like, that's Yoda who's saying that. For one, all the other Jedi didn't say that. And two, uh, how do we know that Yoda didn't develop that perspective thanks to the prequels? Like, he was like, look at all this war and this bloodshed. He's like, you should use it for defense. Is... Yeah, I don't see what's unwise or, like, excessive. You know, it's... it's. Uh, I, I don't think it's being flippant using the Force in combat. Like, if anything, that would be the time to use it. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm coming from. I feel like this is the place to use the Force. When you fight armies of droids, yeah. you can throw them away, you can... Yeah. Of all the places to use it, defending your life and fighting for justice is probably the number one place to use it. Like, that's why even in episode two... They did um, do the um the fast Anakin, run at the beginning of the prequels in episode one. I don't know if you remember that. They do like a, yeah, a speedy run. Yeah, the droidicus roll up and then which, pew! Um, I'd need to think about it, but if there is an instance where Jedi could have used that... um, Oh yeah, like, like people always highlight Obi-Wan could have used it to catch up with Qui-Gon in uh, the finale. Uh, there's obviously the argument, but he was very tired. It would be like, yeah, I know, but it just it seems really unnecessary to have the speedy run because it doesn't really do much. It's almost it. like it was an editing thing to just get him yeah. like a poor editing done for coolness, but yeah, in in the film. But again, you start to realize, like, hang on, why are we talking about this? It's like the whether or not the prequels uh, contradicted. It's like we're talking about whether or not yeah. the sequels do. So even if the prequels to... did or did not contradict, that doesn't change whether or not... whatever. Yeah, and, and to assist my point, um, in episode two, you have Anakin eating with Padme, and he floats the fruit into his hand, and he mm. says, Obi-Wan wouldn't like me doing this. Like, that would be like a flippant use of the Force that probably isn't necessary. It's done to maybe show off, yeah. you know? But in combat, that would be a completely different story. Across the galaxy, they use their Force. I mean, it, it makes even more sense that in the context of the prequels, Jedi, who are the protectors of peace, who had a martial role to fulfill, would use this obvious power for that purpose. It is appropriate that in the prequels the Jedi use so much force powers. Yep. It makes sense in the universe that they're in. In the setting that they're in, it, it just it just makes sense. And although you could make the argument that the Force makes sense in the prequels, it does seem cartoonish and definitely detracts from the charm. But that's At least not an it's, argument. It seems cartoonish, it detracts from the charm. Both of those things would be subjective. Yeah, Unless you can actually not... get some more definitive language, because okay, if it seems cartoonish to you, what am I going to do? Like, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's you can't use the Force in combat. Like, I gotta be honest, because it, like it looks too cartoonish. Whenever TRO is going to agree with you, Rags, you'll find the most distant way of agreeing with you possible. Yeah, man, that's. I mean, do do you think that they honestly would be telling their? Here's your labor. Here's your laser sword. It cuts through anything except other lasers, and it protects your life. Um, but the force, you can't use that in a fight for your life or to save other people because it might look cartoonish. Yeah, it, I just don't get it. it. It's it doesn't hold up at all. And yeah, so 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 it just said Leia's flag was cartoonish. It's like yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it looked dumb it was, as fuck, and it's, it's compared Mary to Mary Poppins. Poppins. <laughs> like you. Ugh. from my point of view, and I think they're both reasonable standpoints. <laughs> then there's the case of what people wanted Luke to be. IHE says that he wouldn't want to see Luke fly around an X-Wing and kill stormtroopers with a lightsaber. Sweet. To me, that sounds like possibly the worst thing ever. Rance Sarkata responds, Yeah, that would have been so out of character for Luke to do those things. 
But you know what would have been in character for Luke Skywalker? <laughs> Murdering his best friend's son while he slept. <laughs> I love how clean that point is. I'm, I'm waiting for how he's going to skew it. Like, it's his opinion. It's a joke. It's a hyperbolic. It's like, all rags are said. Is it, fu it would make sense for Luke to attack stormtroopers and fly around just, in an X-Wing. I'm glad I haven't watched my video in months because I get to hear the joke over again. I laugh <laughs> at it. It's like I forgot about it. Yeah, that, that makes way more sense. I, I totally agree. That makes total sense. Once again, I see both sides. Yeah, which I one makes more sense? I see both sides, really, Tiaro? I, I, I see. I see what's up. But which one makes more sense? Murdering <sighs> his best friend's son while he slept? Yeah, that, that makes way more sense. I, I totally agree. That makes total sense. Once again, I see both sides. I wanted something different, but I definitely didn't want a completely buoyant X-Wing Luke either, even in light of the original yeah, arc. We're talking about what buoyant. you want. We're talking about what makes sense, goddammit. Yes. <laughs> It makes total sense for Luke to fight stormtroopers and fly in an X-Wing. That's yeah, like his thing. I'm that's not saying... He, uh, this is the thing. You haven't said that that's what you want. You've said that's what makes sense. And when you haven't said that's what the... not what the, It's just like, why are you changing the conversation? Rags hasn't said, oh, let's discuss what everybody wants out of this film. Just like, it's just about being in character. Like, has he forgotten that Luke is like an established character? And hell, I would hell, uh, fucking take that in a million times over what we got in The Last Jedi. Oh, hell yeah, I will t I'll take badass John Wick-style Luke over this mopey, grumpy, <laughs> sad uncle. Who just wants to I die. <laughs> he just wants to die. Like, yeah, of course I'll fucking take the, the fucking former. <sighs> a lot has changed. Once again, I think Rags takes Aichi's comparison to Yoda too literally. Sounds way too similar to what we got with Yoda in the prequels. The comparison to Yoda is clearly a lot more on just- Don't, don't, oh. don't try and infer what I and everything was yeah. saying and interpret yeah. it. That was very strictly obvious. He said that if Luke was in an X-Wing flying around or killing stormtroopers, it would be too close to what we got with Yoda in the prequels. Which is, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this is just- with yeah, the, 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 there's bad? so many questions. First of all, was what they did with Yoda bad? Was what they did with Yoda out of character? Was what they did with Yoda in the prequels even relevant to an idea of doing it in the sequels? Would Luke doing that be definitively bad? Could what Yoda have done in the prequels have been done good if they had a better director slash writer? It's like, so many questions, and he just throws it all out. He's just like, nah, Luke doing that? Too much like Yoda doing that. Okay. Such substantive arguments. Man, it's like, I thought, it's like, I think most people after watching The Last Jedi would be like, hell yeah, I don't have a cool, badass Luke. Jeez. No, that's offensive. Just a changing of the character level with new context. It's like Yoda in the prequels with that it that's would have seemed more out of character. For his... he's, he's, he's like, it's like Yoda in the prequels with it. It's like a picture of Rey. It's like, uh, why did it, uh, uh. and then back to Luke, but um, <clears throat> it's going to be an overall point about Luke, I think new context. It's, it's like Yoda in the prequels with that it would have seemed more out of character for his presented age and maturity. I think it's a tough no. job to re- It would have seemed so. out of character? I love that he has to keep saying that instead of actually- It is definitively out of character in the film, or it would have yeah. seemed to, to maybe have done the other thing. It's like, I'll take seems over is. It's like, it just, and, I, and the point about it wouldn't be right because he's old is no, man. Yeah, we've, we've heard that many times from the not-so-great debate. We're just like, yeah. make an argument without saying he's old. Okay, well, he's old. <laughs> yeah, man. Stop. 
invent a character, and although I agree I don't really like the Luke we had, I can't say I would have preferred a energetic, youthful Luke, because age is that. meant to change a person once again. to necessarily be energetic. And you don't have to prefer it, yeah. Rags is talking about and what's besides, consistent. how much energy does... How much energy does it take to sit on your ass in an X-Wing? Yeah, I know, like, he's, that's he's what he done. implying it's Old like bombastic. could have sat in an X-Wing. And then, and then it's a false dichotomy as well. It's like, we could have had anything in between. Could have had Luke, who's just a stoic, uh, you know, commander of sorts. And he's, he's trying to get the best thing done with the situation at hand, instead of being like, I want to go to my island and die. Like, oh, that sounds... Okay. You're Not necessarily to what we got, but I think using an old arc to lend expectation to a new one is objectionable as well, so I can see why IHE took issue with it. So no, it's not dishonest to compare the two. This what? discussion comes back to IHE calling this- Also, my pauses are taking ages to come through now, it's kind of weird. <clears throat> uh, not objectionable to compare the two? I'm not even sure that- what, Did you say it was objectionable to compare the two rather than just pointing out that it's not out of character for Luke to kill stormtroopers? I think that's all I said. We don't even know, because he's just telling us the... Yeah. God. My way of editing is easier was and better. Some ranks disagrees. Characters... Yeah, I got like, I got like a five second delay on the pause play button right now. Oh, then, I think my yeah. internet's actually like... Tizzing me up a bit, and hopefully it gets better. Behaving in believable and established okay. ways than a universe that makes sense for to have them doing the things that they're doing is not useless fan service. But nothing particularly new is stated here. This is nothing more than a fundamental disagreement yielding a further disagreement. Then it is vanity pointed out by Aichi that Hamill expressed a changing of mind on the mm -hmm. project before sharing the context to this. Rags then retorts that a statement like this is outweighed by all the footage shown, and then assumes Hamill's intentions that he's trying to keep the peace. Yeah, guys, he made a Twitter post. That that totally has far more meaning and weight than the things he said to his audience. This is the problem with the decontextualized interviews oh, that have been shown. Talk. They present such- Well, yeah, the interviews that you didn't play? The interviews the that you had past. in your video, TRO, that were edited so fast we could not hear them? Yeah, don't you fucking talk about the interviews out of context, you piece of shit. Yeah, I, I don't think he can How talk on this subject. You? He can't talk on this subject because he's he's ignored the evidence and not prevented presented it. So why even bother? Uh, it's just like there. It, this is insane coming from him talking about how the interviews are out of context and he played them sped up so fast you could not get context. Like fuck, man. I'm really tired of the no context arguments as well. It's like. Mark Hamill makes definitive statements that don't require a context to improve or deprove what he means by them because he's very clear. The Jedi do not do what they do in this film. Luke would not do what he does in this film. It's like simple. And then you go, well, what about the context where he says he likes the film? It's like, that doesn't change what he just said. I mean, I am shocked that people would be like, oh yeah, Hamill likes what they do. with <clears throat> It's like, no, dude, that's insane. Such a sultry atmosphere of a miserable Mark Hamill that it's hard to forget how anticipative he clearly was of the film throughout multiple interviews. Even in a lot of the interviews that he talks about creative differences, he does not seem kidding? forlorn. You know, I was gonna... <laughs> and yeah, he doesn't like show clips of him being really excited about the film, he just says that that's a thing that happens. Yeah, don't show all those clips I had in my video of the thing that you said he wasn't doing. That might make your point seem a little wrong, wouldn't it? So it's can't like, be having that. One team is claiming there's there's a lack of context and they show no clips. Another team is claiming that the other person lacks context and they show clips. It's like, which one am I going to believe more? Probably the one that shows clips 
to support their arguments tends to be a bit better, personally. But Jeez. I just can't really stand to see Mark Hamill destroyed and sad on the inside. Personally, I find this constant moral hammering of Mark Hamill quotes to be pretty tiring. Moral especially hammering? Especially because both Mahler and Rags try to argue when Mark Hamill is lying, and they're standing- When Mark Hamill is lying. Show me a clip where I said Mark Hamill was lying. You piece of shit. Yeah. I, I never said Mark Hamill lied. Paul saying that Mark Hamill's lying? Because I know what he's referring to. It's going to be the uh, when people yeah, say, Mark Hamill's tweet. positive about the yeah. film, that we said, no, that's a lie. I never said that was a lie. I love how he says it that way, by the way, Rags, where he goes, lying? Because he knows we didn't say that. Like, he's saying you, it. Yeah, I was like, are you begging the question? Are you trying to lead, you know, the audience somewhere? But again, like, this, this is not shocking coming from Quentin. <laughs> this is just standard. Standard for this seems to be based entirely around when he does or does not agree with them. What? When he says something bad. Yeah, it was only. I didn't show clips of Mark saying the things that disagreed with what I think. It was only things that he he agrees with uh, that agrees with me. It's not like in my videos I actually said that Mark has been positive about the film and that it's likely because he wants to try and die down the actual toxic discussions. It's not like that's a thing that I have said in my fucking videos that you apparently watched, Quinton. You said in this video that you watched if, them. If anything, I mean, it's possible Hamill was lying because his tweet goes against everything that was said by him previously, but he was he could have been doing it from a good place. Like, he could have been, like, God, Luke like, could, and besides, those are, like, two different issues. Just, just way, to, way to demonize me and Rags. It's like, it must be so much yeah, like, fun Luke to just argue can, this way. Luke can simultaneously say both of those things, and there's not a lie. Right, he can call for unity, and he could say that the movie isn't bad. Uh, he can do that. He could say that he's proud of the film and everything. And at the same time, he can also express how he doesn't like the way his character was done. Yeah. Those are not contradictory things. And as you can hear right now, me and Rags are happy to accept that Luke, or Mark Hamill, thinks the film is good. That is fine. It's absolutely yes, he okay. He think the film is good. Yeah, but it is odd if he's, depending on what Mark said, it would be strange considering all of his behavior prior to that. What was the and thing, maybe, if you were to ask maybe him... Maybe he did lie in or about his feelings in order to be unified. To get well, yeah, that's the other thing. The Who knows if he actually to, lied? To staunch the... You know, like, it's possible. It depends on what was actually said. Like, this is maybe such a bizarre was. point, because, uh... The, the, maybe, the... maybe he was lying for a good cause. Also, my... Again, it's like showing out... Give me one second, I'm gonna try and see you if I can... You went quiet there, I can't hear you. I'm gonna try and see if I can, uh... Make my internet a bit better, hang on. Yeah. It's like a, on, on Discord, it says I've got like a one bar, which is not reassuring. I'm trying to enable my Ethernet, it's not working. Connect, you bastard. Last thing I need is to actually disconnect entirely, that would be bad. Uh, I don't want to risk stopping the entire stream because that'd be. 
really annoying, so I guess I'll just have to go with it. Can you hear me? Probably not. Well, I, I can hear you and you're coming through, alright. Yeah, it's like a really big delay seems, seems to be what's happening. 1 hour 14.06. Oh yeah, that's fine. I'm just trying to, um, give me one second, I might disconnect for a little bit. All right. Do you want me to go through, like, well, I guess I can't, I can only see so many. All right, I got you. Yeah, it says I'm connected with Ethernet, but it's like super fucking slow. Yeah, that's not reassuring at all. Every, people, yeah, people in the stream are saying uh, they can hear you. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, I've got no control over my... Free up some RAM, the cringe caused an overflow? It's like, I've got, I can't, I, I can choose between a wired connection or a wireless one, and uh, sometimes they offer different results, it's really weird. And so I'm Is trying to... watch together? I'm trying to switch them right now, and it's not even letting me uh, do anything with my internet connections, which seem to be a bit broken. Not reassuring at all. Because yeah, it's, it's disconnected my Wi-Fi successfully, but I can still talk to you, which means my internet is still connected. Very, very odd. I apologize for anybody who's waiting to actually have things happen while I sort this out. Um. It says my Wi-Fi is disabled, and I have the option to disable it. It's like, uh... Any second now, I'm expecting to just go down. Mr. EFAP, I don't feel so good. Yeah, it's bizarre. It says, even on Discord, it just says I'm connecting. Let's hope the stream is still up. I don't hear rags anymore. Right now, it's probably gone down. Fs. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you now. I have no idea what I'm even connected to. Both my Ethernet I... and my Wi-Fi are disconnected, <laughs> but somehow I'm talking to you. All right. I guess they couldn't hear me for a while, but I, I, that's, that's strange connection stuff, because I couldn't hear you. Uh, the stream didn't go down, but apparently they couldn't hear me. But we should be back. I think it went down for a few seconds. Hopefully it's back up. Uh, Something like that. But you're hearing me pretty quickly, so let's just hope that that's... Let's just carry on, shall we? Uh, yeah, sure. 114.05, we should be at. One, yeah, pretty much. Okay. When he says something bad about the movie, well, that's him stating his opinion, and we should feel bad for him, and we should cut that quote out and put it in our videos. What? Who is this? What wait, he... wait, they point out that wait. we played the same clips? It's like, what? yes. Yeah? I'm, I'm so, first off, that's not my name. My name is not Rag. <laughs> Second off, if you do a review on The Last Jedi, and somebody else does a review on The Last Jedi, and you both have footage from The Last Jedi, 
do you think that it's a legitimate criticism of both of your videos if you play the same footage? No, the second that you have a similar clip from any source, you, you're invalid. Like, you, you, you're you, pushing an agenda. Does he realize that if you go to YouTube and you type in Mark Hamill, the third thing that pops up is Mark Hamill hates The Last Jedi. And these are videos that have hundred millions of views. This is one with five million views. 370,000, 150,000, 670,000. Like these are, these have millions of views on YouTube. Are, well, I mean, the narrative here is that we only play clips that support our arguments. When again, does, I accounted for it in my videos. So idiots not understand that at the, especially at the time, it was like one of the first things, not the first thing popping up for his name, especially. But these, the, like, these are clips that have millions and millions and millions of views. Like, these are really big, popular clips. Of course, we'll both use them. It's him saying the thing. Exactly, and and to to imply that again in my video, I account for the positive things that Marcus said. They're ignoring that, and it's really bugging me. But uh, you know. They're talking about using specific clips to sell a narrative, and it's exactly what they've done to us, and we didn't even do it in the first place. This is why this video is so fundamentally bad in so many ways. This is awful, Quentin. Like, you're just a shitty person. Like, you've just, you're just not, your arguments are garbage. But holy fuck, you're just a shitty person for doing this. Definitely doing shitty things. Like it's Man. like how do you how do you expect me and Rags to respond to this shit? Like <laughs> we're just gonna go, oh yeah, that's totally fair. It's like, yeah, it's like of course we fucking use the same clips. We're both trying to make the same point in support of our overall agreement that this film was terrible. Because yeah. both Mahler and Rags try to argue when Mark Hamill is lying and they're standing. I love how he just doesn't show a clip of that too. That's a big claim that me and Rags is saying that Mark lies at certain points. Rags is short for Joseph Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd think, like, if we claimed that he was lying in a particular clip, that would be a clip worth showing, you know? You'd think. But, you'd I mean, think. they can't be fucked to show the rest of my clips, really. Just little tiny bits. Standard for this seems to be based entirely around when he does or does not agree with them. When he says something bad about the movie, well, that's him stating his opinion, and we should feel bad for him, and we should cut that quote out and put it in our videos. Who is I this mean, guy? Yeah. How did the most optimistic, hopeful character? I love that they're playing this as if it's some kind of revelation. Yeah, we have similar clips. Yeah, these are videos on YouTube that have millions there's, of views. There's like fifty different instances theory. of him saying this stuff. Me and Rags have drawn many, and some of them are going to be the same because how would they not be? Yeah. And I and I asked you for where you got some of them. Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. I remember you said I hey, sent you a link. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, I said so the interviews that you showed. You know, I because I asked you if they were full interviews or just clips, because I wanted to get you know like the full interview, see what else was in those interviews. And I messaged <laughs> you and said, can you link me to them? And I questioned, how the hell would we even know if this is from our videos? What all you've done is play the clip out of context with Rags is video and Mauler's video on it. And it wouldn't even matter because everybody on YouTube who has a video of this clip playing will be the exact same because it's the same interview playing. And you know what's hilarious to think is that someone could be like, have you noticed that uh, TRO's videos and Rags and Muller's all share this one clip of Mark Hamill as if to try and sell it so that he's unhappy and then we just play this? Like, oh look, your video has the clip in it now. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now your video has the clip in it. We already know they're running an agenda here as well. So it's kind of just funny to point all these things out. Character in the galaxy turn into this hermit. But when he says that he likes it, no, he's lying. He's trying to keep the peace. He's not being honest. Yeah. Yeah, did you catch that? Yeah, did you might. catch that? He's lying. He's trying to keep the peace. He's not being honest. What I said was, I think he's trying to actually calm everyone down. Yeah. That's it. I never said he was lying. He might be. <laughs> That's the thing. We don't know. We don't know like, for if, sure. If I saw all of those clips of the way that he felt about, you know, the film and the movie... And then he comes out and tweets something. I'll be like, yeah, he's probably lying just to keep everybody together, you know. But exactly. if anything, and that I can shows believe like that. He's like kind of a good guy. It's like he goes from being very aggressively negative about the film's choices, and then soon after, loads of interviews coming out where he's like, nah, okay, you know, let's, let's it's it's just a movie, you know, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Like, don't need to get so angry about it. It's fine. Ryan Johnson. That's that's what we do. We ruin childhoods. Have you seen that clip where it's like, yeah, he's he's just trying to diet down. He's like, okay, let's calm down. We don't need to actually start threatening to fucking lose our shit over a movie because ultimately that's what that's what it is. But it's that's Mark Hamill's perspective on the subject, like we that's what the, which is his opinion. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. That's Mark Hamill's opinion, Quinton. That's 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 down to him. Doesn't mean that the stuff he said before didn't happen. But our opinion is above his, so. <sighs> our opinion yeah, is super He's just lying. That, that, that part doesn't count. Don't, don't put that in the video. I had trouble accepting what he saw for Luke. But again, I mean, I have to say, having seen the movie, I was wrong. Which of those things do I you think put, is more um, like what Hamill The actual felt? interview on Here's that? The, also, so I, I can't, I, yeah, as if ours wasn't the actual interview. Yeah, as if, like, we could have just done the exact same thing to TRO. We could have said, see, played that clip out of context. Let me show you the actual interview, and then you play our clip. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so what you're arguing is that me and Rag should have played the entire interview in our videos. Very strange, too. Like, we're not going to do that. We're trying to prove that Luke disapproved of, uh, that Mark disapproved of Luke's uh, character choices. We show the clip in which he says it, we move on. Do you have yeah, a problem with that? <laughs> it's like basic well, journalism. Yeah, and right now, here's the thing. I'm not ready to take Quentin at his word. No, yeah. When he plays not. a clip that doesn't have complete, full, and total context before what Mark is saying here. Like, I'm, I, can't, I can't do that anymore. With most people, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but I can't, that's the thing, I cannot do that with Quentin. I am perfectly ready to... You know, except that he lied about things as he's done in the past. And you can tell like as you well. Can't, you can't trust Quentin. Just the tone of, of like and the delivery of what Mark is saying. It's very like okay, but I don't I don't hate like it's it's not it's not as bad as I just made it sound. And, you know, why would you have to say it like that? Yeah, he's he's clearly straddling the line between what he feels and what Go away, unknown caller. <laughs> and he's um, and Mark is very aware of that his words go far. So he's obviously trying to be very careful as of finding out uh, where his words are going. And, and yeah, someone's saying that I put the tweet saying he liked it. Yeah, it's like I apparently. Um, and yeah, like I said, uh, the, no, Rags, in my didn't video, play the audio clip after the interview when Mark Hamill goes home and lives his daily life. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and like I said, I said the I, I'm pretty sure the words I say in my script, uh, Mark has gone back on some of the things that he said. I think I say that in my videos, but I know that I definitely account for the fact that he said positive things about the film. I made sure to, oh, yeah, he did, he did. so that people like Quentin couldn't say this, but they didn't fucking work, did it? Yeah. Are not a higher authority on what Mark Hamill means than Mark Hamill himself. Yeah, neither are you, Quentin. Yeah. So, that's so the end of that conversation. So, you're doing the thing that you're accusing us of doing. Again. <laughs> like, no, that's a huge surprise. They cannot claim that they are inside of his mind because- Uh, do you remember claiming you were inside Mark Hamill's mind, Drags? No, I just- I just make inferences based off of all the information I have at my disposal. I- I- I remember it. The opening of my videos I said, um, I've been inside Mark Hamill's mind. I- I shrunk myself down and looked at everything he feels and thinks. So, uh, yeah. Thank you for bringing that up, Quentin. Though I think it would have been better to show the clip of me saying it. Just putting it out there as a suggestion for next time. Damage work. Because they are not. I do not accept them trying to sit around and cherry pick which Mark Hamill quotes count wow, and which rich. ones do not. Yeah, we didn't say that, so fuck you. All this emotional Mark Hamill content has escalated to the point where it is reasonable to read Mark Hamill's mind and state his intentions like we know them better than anyone else. Yeah, we didn't do that, so fuck you. How many times do I have to say this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, how many times do you have to see Mark Hamill just dejected? Insane. Do you know what's funny? Uh, we play all these clips, things, yeah. and then their takeaway from it is Rags and Muller think they're inside his mind. It's like we played his clips. It's like I just can't you just look at the clip. This is again. This is when it comes to the right opinion. This is why maybe he didn't play those clips. Like I notice, notice, notice that so far we haven't seen any clips of Hamill. You know, except for that one instance of where he put ours side by side. But he did that to make us, you know, try and look bad for mm -hmm. a stupid reason. But he hasn't actually played out those clips of him saying the things that we say he says. They deliberately avoided having those clips be played. Yeah, like, uh, again, for the chat, it, the most insidious things that are said about me and Rags always have no clip to follow. It's like, oh yeah, they are this and they say this. I'm not going to show you a clip of that because it's just clear that that's the case. Like, uh-huh. Very glad. Like, what's the biggest thing we've put against Quentin in this entire stream, uh, both streams, is the fact that he completely repurposed a quote from Rags to make him say something he didn't, and we proved it. We didn't put that as, we played the clip from Rags because I did it on the stream. Obviously, I don't know if Rags heard that, but he would have seen it as well. It's just the, um, the very big difference between doing research and showing you're working. And you know what that does? It makes you have long videos, you know? That that's something that happens when you try and prove your points. I'm not saying that you can't have a short video that proves points, and not saying that you can't have long videos that don't prove points. I'm saying that it's very lame to uh, take two hours to make this video and not even include the most damning quotes. You have to make them up. Is is where I'm coming from. <sighs> Just cherry picking. <sighs> because of these compilations. If the Twitter post follows the interviews, then yes, his feelings may have changed, and you have no reason to assume I well, We do. <laughs> we're just going by- we're going by what he has said. And I will put- I will- I will- every day, I'll put actual live interviews of him, with his face, and his tone, and his expression, the words he says that come out of his mouth, above a Twitter post. I'll do that any day of the week. 
And yeah, they spent it so long on this point when it's just wrong from the base about what we did, so... May as well skip past Otherwise, it. regardless of how much you'd like to hypothesize that he's trying to keep the peace, it is just- Well, you know what? TRO is just our yeah. opinion then, isn't it? Yeah. It's our opinion just of our why opinion, Mark man. is doing what he's doing. Yeah, why can't you just let us have our opinion? Like, you sell that as your fucking defense throughout this entire video, but then you, like, just don't afford it to us whenever you want to criticize. Like, woohoo. Well, they don't know. They don't know this. They can't be inside his mind. Yeah, but- As if, as if that's a counter to something we've said, like, that we've said, of course we're inside his mind. Yeah, but we back it up. We're like, look at all these clips. Look at all the things he said. Look at his face. Look at the way he acts. Look at all these examples that back up the thing that we say. And you're like, oh yeah, you don't have absolute certainty of what his actual thoughts are. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And it just so happens that the people saying that are the people who fucking love The Last Jedi. is like, oh. Mm. I mean, aside from Tiaro, I suppose, but in fairness, we don't know what he thinks about the Mark Hamill clips because he's just defending I hate everything. So, like, he has to go against this point no matter what. His position's already solidified by the fact that you criticize I hit everything on it. I mean, it's just really strange that when you go online and you see all of these people looking at him, like, the vast majority, I'm not saying it's right because of this, but the vast majority of people come away with the impression that he was really bummed out about it. And this is know? the thing, this is, it's like this to is the special. Point where I didn't even think that would be a controversial thing. If you guys watch the interviews that are done on the red carpet or like the press stuff, they're always so positive and so nebulous. They'll be like, oh yeah, the film is amazing because it has the best stuff in it and things and it's great and you should go see it. Not only was Mark negative, he was specific. Actions and character. Actions, character. What's it said in the chat? They can't be inside his mind. They hypothesis. Even the interviews. Oh yeah, they'll know exactly what we're thinking, but we can't know what Mark's thinking. Yeah, boy. Where Mark Hamill says he still hasn't fully accepted the character, he then goes on to say that he believes Ryan Johnson was the best man mm -hmm. for the job. Are you going to he's say also, what? He's also gone on to say that if the film is bad, that's Ryan Johnson's fault. How about we play that yeah, clip? <laughs> Part like, of the interview. Here's the thing, man. If you say two things back to back that are inherently contradictory, it's just one of them's just not going to be true. That's the thing. And may, maybe you don't realize it at the time when you say it. That doesn't mean that you're saying these things in mala fides, you know, but that's just the way it is. I mean, feelings don't matter in that scenario. It was him being truthful, and the next is just him trying to keep the peace. You can't just pick and choose what parts of Mark Hamill are being honest to suit Our your agenda. agenda. I we're actually then follow the clips, and we're hypothesizing with the point. That yeah. Also, sorry, the pause is just delayed as fuck for me. Um, yeah, like it, just refrain from showing us a clip where we say he's lying or, or that he's being honest. Just keep stop doing that, so we can't actually account for what we've actually said. Just keep saying that's what we said. You're inside our mind, Tiaro. Actors are not writers or directors, necessarily. Creative conflict between actors and directors is incredibly common, but your job as an actor is to fulfill the director's vision, not the other way around. Ranks then responds, That's not even... who cares? That's not even the point. It's not like if Mark that's Hamill... That's my opinion! If Mark Hamill says the film is bad, that doesn't make the film bad. Of course, that's just true, but is it not interesting that the guy who's connected to Luke Skywalker the closest, the guy who actually plays him, has said that it's a complete betrayal of his character? Do you, do you not think that's interesting to think about? It's not yeah. proof that the film is bad. It's a very interesting piece of information. Yeah, it's certainly Yeah, it's certainly worth you know worth thinking about in great detail. Like why would he think that? And then you'd be like, wow, that's that's pretty big of an actor to openly say that in interviews. 
Like he must be, <laughs> he must have felt pretty uh, emotional about that. Yeah, he was pretty convinced. Shit, and was at odds with the established lore of the universe and the characters that had experienced and earned their arcs prior. Neither of these statements really contradict each other, they're both valid in their own way. Where more dispute comes okay. into play is where I Hate Everything then suggests that the fact that Disney was willing to hand their biggest franchise over to one guy who has never directed anything close to the scale before is commendable. Rags counters Ugh. this by suggesting that it was wildly irresponsible. Both of these points cool. have merit. There is a wholesome appeal to content yeah. not churned out by studios with suits, and often it can have more heart, but it also means the scope for failure is a lot more wild, and there's a lot less control and accounting yeah. for creative decisions. Yeah, I agree. returns. I mean, and, and looking back in hindsight, I mean, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> tell me I'm fucking wrong. Now that we've had all these months to watch what's happening with Star Wars, tell me I'm fucking wrong. Inspired by criticizing Aichi, placing blame on JJ Abrams for introducing unexplored concept. Honestly, I think a lot of the blame for some of the fans' problems with the story should be more on the shoulders of JJ Abrams. He's so obsessed with this mystery box idea. Well, that's just the thing, isn't it? The Force Awakens, for all of its flaws, did something really well, and that was set up a potential amazing sequel. It really depends on whether you think the ideas that JJ Abrams presented. Do you disagree with that? No, uh, the, the, literally get the greatest writer in the yeah. world and they can I'm, work I'm, with what JJ provided as a base. Yeah, I'm kind of asking TRO here, like, out in, you know, out in the ether. I'm just like, is that something that really you think is I don't, really controversial enough to... I don't love his obsession with the mystery box, but it's more to do with the fact that JJ doesn't know how to pay off. He knows how to set up, because it doesn't take much yeah, to set that's up. Yeah, that's what I hear about him all the time, yeah. And that's the thing, so I'm happy to throw JJ at the beginning, I wouldn't have him on my project at all, to be honest, there's other things I have issues with, but, uh, you could have had a great The Last Jedi that was a follow-up to The Force Awakens. It were workable enough to condense into the next director's storyline. The best analogy that I can think of is that it's like Abrams building a framework for the next movie, but if the next director comes along with a different idea, then the framework may have to be adjusted with certain parts ignored. Yeah, well, that's uh... not his prerogative. He can't just ignore what came before when he's making a fucking sequel. What do you think a sequel yeah. is? Yeah, what's the... Yeah, if, he, if you ignore the framework, if you just go off and do your own thing entirely... If you don't stay faithful to what came before you, what's the point of it being a sequel? Yeah, you may as well just say, oh, this is a spin-off movie called Star Wars, Luke is a Coward. This <laughs> is the project <laughs> I'm running with. And watch how many people want to go see that out of all the spin-offs you oh, can make. Jeez. Not. Now, whether that's on Abrams or not is completely subjective. Hopefully this was caution for the studio to think- It's not subjective. Think about what they set up in their film before they hand it over. This discussion is followed through to specific examples like Snoke, and though I do concur that Johnson should take the blame for not exploring Snoke and Ray's parents at all, having two- No, no, Ray's parents were done. That part of the movie was finished. It was pretty much it done, was yeah. over. We didn't, yeah, we didn't it was, need- It was done. We, the problem is, um, with Snoke anyway, like, I, I always, the, the big problem with Snoke is that he makes everything happen in this sequel trilogy. He's the big connecting force between the originals and the new ones. It's like, Snoke, uh, turned Kylo, he brought the First Order back, and he basically crushed the Republic. It's like, okay, so who is he? Where did he come from? What's his Nobody's relevance? dead, ha ha ha. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck you, movie. Uh... And I'm just waiting for him to be like, it's subjective if you want to hear Snoke's history, I'm just curious. Such vast concepts would have been a lot to work into a script, though I did feel Snoke especially could have used more background. And okay, frankly, good. I think a lot of the audience for these films didn't care about these things. Oh? As <laughs> um, Where do we begin with that statement? Oh, okay. 
I am curious how you have reached that conclusion. Yeah, what's uh, what's your criteria there, Quentin? Pointed out by am... both Mahler and Rags, there are scenes in both sequel trilogy movies discussing how the lineage of Ray doesn't matter. And as for Snoke, who cared like, about holy Snoke? shit, really? Who uh, cared Quentin, about Quentin, Snoke? Quentin. Uh, so, do you want to just um, say I cared in chat if you cared about I... where Snoke came from? <laughs> I cared. Yes, I cared about the overarching villain of a trilogy. I cared. Jesus Christ. I certainly don't care anymore because they uh, fucking ruined it. But uh man. I cared. Who cares about this incredible or incredibly important central character to the plot of the trilogy? Who cares? Who cares about Literally, what explains why the sequels even take place? Who cares? Who cares? You're right, Quentin. Who cares? Who cares? I've seen a lot of reviews where people said that Snow because was a really no, that's character. a different thing. <laughs> that's that's totally different. Yeah. Uh, besides, whose fault Snoke... is that to say yeah, it's a boring character? It's like uh. And if anything, that's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. They wrote him to be boring, so then people didn't care because he was boring. Like he's important. More. Very, very Arguably, important. even in the original trilogy, Darth Vader was the one that everyone cared about, and the Emperor was just sort of a generic, slightly more evil baddie that Darth Vader- But we had Palpatine's history. He was in control of the Empire. The Empire is an established government that essentially lords over the galaxy. We, the stakes are set. And then Palpatine's destroyed. And yet the First Order still exists and there's a new Palpatine. It's like, what? Where did that come from? What? Yeah, now that everything's been set up and established, we're like, oh. People always... Where we are now is different than where we used to be. People always relate to, to how Palpatine is the same as Snoke, which, for one, thanks to the prequels, you can't say that. So, yes, give it up. And two, uh, we didn't have any information before episode four, so we didn't know. We didn't need to know how Palpatine got to where he is. We just need to be told that's how it works. But when you yes. make a sequel to his Seven. fall and destruction and then just say, no, nah, everything's the same, that doesn't make any fucking sense. It's the idea as well that you don't need a history and a character because they're boring. I just don't know what you think you're arguing at that point in terms of a positive quality. It's like... Man, Who needs the just, good stuff when you don't even just want words? It's, just senses, <laughs> words, thoughts, sort of to co coherent ideas. Who needs them? God, Quentin's stellar at this. He was like wow. obsessed with responding to my videos. It's like, could you imagine how bad it would have been if he had? Oh, jeez. Vader could kill so that he could be avenged and suddenly be a good guy. No one really cared about the Emperor before the prequels. He was just- We this... have the prequels. Uh, do I need to ask who got- who in chat cared about Palpatine before the prequels? It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Stop saying these sentences as if they're true. This is exactly what they say that we do. Christ's sake, are you gonna- what, what are you doing, Quentin? Let's- let's just give him the same, uh, attitude that TRO gives us, uh, Rags. Hey, Quentin, have you got inside the minds of every single person who ever watched Star Wars? Is that what let's, you've done? Let's do- let's do better. Let's say, let's go with him. Let, let's go with his idea that nobody cared about Palpatine. Who cares? We're talking about Snoke. Exactly. It's like, whataboutism as well. Yeah. It's so I know, bad. I was like, let's, let's go with the fact that nobody cared about Palpatine. He was just there to be whatever. Fine. We're not talking about Palpatine from this other movie. We're talking about Snoke from this movie and the previous movie. 
All right. Try to stay focused. Uh, this whataboutism does not help. Feeling that we were all waiting to die. And there was basically no attempt to do anything other than make him look evil and kill him off, and no one really expected them to do anything else. In my personal opinion, taking the head evil baddie and having him get killed off and replaced with Kylo Ren? Which doesn't make sense, but go on. Well, that's the most interesting thing they could have done, because it leaves us at a well, point where- Well, that says a lot about your fucking capacity and, for imagination. And we didn't dispute whether or not it's interesting to kill off a leading baddie as a concept. That could be very interesting. It's their execution. And the fact that they forgot to give him a fucking history. I mean, you, Ryan clearly was, and the thing is, Ryan was clearly aware of it. He had that stupid Snoke theory card. I just, I love the idea of telling the Star Wars community they don't really care about Palpatine. It's insane. Jeez. No Star Wars But remember, remember, he can get into our heads. Not just individual heads, but, but that of X many people. Oh, yes. God forbid. Done something like this before. For the first time in a long time, I feel like I can confidently go into episode 9 knowing that it's going to be something that I haven't seen in a Star Wars movie before. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars has never been this fucked before. Exactly, there's nothing, we can't expect anything anymore because there's nothing to work with. They're going to have to invent a shit ton of stuff to actually have a storyline because another, there's got nothing to work with. I mean, yeah, you're never going to see anything like it, but people people always say that right before the worst movie they've ever seen, too. I'm, I'm glad oh. you're so invested in episode 9, Quentin. You you go, girl. Yeah, oh, oof. Before. And really think about it. What reveal could they have possibly done that would have been satisfying in any way? When That's fucking ridiculous. He's saying God, that they a, couldn't have come up with something. What a sad piece of advice for writers. This, is, this guy what is a reviewer. Pathetic. And he's like, Ugh. hey, writers, why even bother doing something with yeah. Snoke other than just killing him? What would be interesting yeah, there, beyond there's that? There's nothing that you could have done that's interesting about Snoke. You couldn't, I mean, like, really? Quentin, before these stupid words <laughs> left your fat lips, you couldn't have gone online and, like, Googled Snoke theory and no, looked at all of the not really interested. neat things. None of them are interesting. They're all boring. Okay. No one cares. You know what's interesting? Oh, I, I you forgot, slice I him in half no and you make cared. him fall over and then everyone laughs at his corpse. That's way better. Oh. As I, you, exactly, as, as Video Gamer says in the chat, you couldn't have done better, so screw it, don't bother. <laughs> don't bother. Give up, writers. Just don't bother writing anything good. Don't bother. Just, he's dead, no story, no nothing, just don't fucking bother. When it comes to Snoke, there's this video called How Star Wars Should Have Ended, it's a part of that series, most of you guys probably know it, and they did a pitch for How The Last Jedi Should Have Ended, and it looks like a much worse film. But they included a scene where it turned out that Snoke was Darth Plagueis. Okay. Like so many people had. Yeah, and it was done in in jest. Obviously, you can see right here. They're like, "He's Darth Plagueis, y'all," because it's like, "We'll settle yeah. for that now," because obviously the uh, ideas yeah. of him being nobody I'll suck. It. Fuck it, I'll take it. Yeah, Snoke I, is Darth Plagueis the wise. Let's do it. I was not expecting them to do Darth Plagueis. I was not expecting them to do Jar Jar Binks. I was not expecting them to do Mace Windu. I was not fucking expecting them to do nothing. That shit is the last fucking thing I was expecting him to do. Holy crap. And it's like, oh yeah, well, you just didn't like it because you didn't expect it. It's like, no, they could have done Mace Windu and I wouldn't have expected it. I would have been like, oh, okay. I wonder what that I'm means. Pale, motherfucker. And it's like, if it was Darth Plagueis, at least it would have made sense. <laughs> like, we'd yeah, be like, that's oh, the thing. Right. It's like, I'll, I'll take it, man. I'll yeah, I'll take, take it. it. And yeah, again, to, to echo the right opinion here, 
how it should have ended is a comedy channel it's all done as a joke quinton so you're not allowed to take them seriously sorry jokes can be better i i jokes that are meant to be jokes can be better than the joke that you are here (laughs) well this is the thing i think we can seriously deconstruct uh he she as a channel and be like what about their ideas in the same way you can do it with cinema sins but the fact that tro has stated it's like if it's a joke you are not allowed to take it a serious it's like well then why are you taking them so seriously on this quentin like poor guy but uh, yeah, I, the How It Should Have Ended for The Last Jedi is actually quite fun. I recommend it. Anybody in chat who hasn't seen it, you'd find it by typing in H-I-S-H-E, The Last Jedi. You'll, you'll get a few laughs out of it. I mean, in the first stream that you and I did on our channel, we just started brainstorming about stuff. And we came yeah. up with a better Last Jedi than The Last Jedi was. And we just sat down off the cuff and we came up with something better. That because it would have been so funny turning around to see the audience reaction and just hearing people go oh god why are they getting so close to his face yeah i don't want to be close to it i want to be further this away it's making from me uncomfortable with, like, Wait. obstacles in the way who's that in his video Mahler states that they should have taken this opportunity and they could have explained expl- it explain how snoke was connected to palpatine did snoke rise to power once palpatine was defeated was he trained by palpatine was palpatine trained by him and the thing is that despite the fact that they're interpreted as sequels the sequel trilogy is heavily standalone <laughs> despite what? The, despite the fact that they're sequels <sighs> they're not sequels <laughs> but but quinton but, man but, but i don't even i don't even know what to say to that Oh, he's amazing. He'll do like, anything. I don't even I don't even know what to say to that. This fucking lol cow. I don't know what to even say. Despite the fact there's sequels, they're not sequels. They are as if sta- the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi are also standalone, you twat. It doesn't mean they're not sequels. Oh my God. They're standalone by definition of being fucking movies. Oh, what man. insanity and the idea that he's talking about how they stand alone when the force awakens basically says everything will be explained sorry not here though yeah that's standalone what insanity what have you drank what have you what have you done to yourself quinton you're not making sense oh, fucking shit dude. and the thing is that despite the fact that they're interpreted as sequels the sequel trilogy interpreted is as sequels people usually go and see <laughs> like, i didn't I even get over that, that. They're, interpreted. I, they're interpreted as sequels <laughs> it's like episode one episode... two three four five six seven eight nine that part no, of it is irrelevant they're just they're interpreted, yeah, just because it's episode seven and then it's episode eight, you might interpret that as a sequel. I can't with the same characters that How occur you... chronologically after the previous one. Like with the God. TRO, did you watch this when you like put this together Jesus. and you just thought, yeah, that makes sense? Interpreted as sequels. Yeah, no shit. The movie without having rewatched all six of the original movies alongside the holiday special. So, so to to say that the movie needs to stop and pander to and reference the uh, so to Why? explain your own stakes and to connect yourself with the previous film that is to pander. Yeah, what's this about pandering? 
Well, because he has to just fucking delegitimize us at any any point he, has he can. To frame it in the most dishonest and inaccurate way possible. <laughs> as, as someone just said, uh, language. Episode uh, two of Game of Thrones is separate from episode one. If you think about it, each episode is standalone. <laughs> They're not a sequel, Quinta. They're separate episodes. Two. They just happen to occur in the same universe with the same characters chronologically, have, directly following the. Other. To have any characters, any representation of the past history, any any lore or story or, or anything in episode two of game of thrones would be to pander to the people who liked episode one that's it wow this makes no fucking sense at all could you Lord imagine trying to write with these standards you just be like i'm just gonna vomit on the page and see what people think it's like and so it's like it's like if, if the next movie starts off with them leaving crate is that pandering does he know what numbers are like when you have one the next one is two the next one is three. You don't go one, well, seven, eight, could, sixteen. That, you could you could interpret it that way. <laughs> interpret it just because the numbers come after each other. They don't actually have any relevance to each other whatsoever. As someone's uh, someone in chat, Pompadour Pug said, um, "He's right. I always read random issues of comics because they're <laughs> always standalone issues." Christ. <laughs> The original trilogy doesn't make any sense because most of the audience, or at least like half of the audience, Are you isn't going to know me? what you're talking about. Christ. Do you think like all these people who, first of all, I have no idea how you arrived at these numbers. No. But how the fuck do you, would you even think that all of these Star Wars fans who go in and watch Star Wars movies just don't know anything about Star Wars? I love as well, by the way, that he's appealing to the idea that we shouldn't account for the previous films because most people will have forgotten them. Like, well, wh what? What is the point of having any content in them if you're going to assume that no one will remember it yeah. when you make a sequel? As what the fuck is the point? Uh, here, you have Star Trek episodes that harken back to previous Star Trek episodes from different series. Do you think when they're true to their own story and lore, they take that into account that, yeah, not everybody is going to remember this character from this episode of this season of this show that aired 10 years ago, but it's still part of the lore, and we have to be faithful to it. Harry Potter, the Deathly Hallows Part 2 standalone film. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any sense, because Sorry, most of the stuff. audience, or at least, like, half of the audience, isn't going to know what you're talking at about. Least I do think half. it's hilarious That's that the they thing. So He's Half the people who went to see this movie they don't know key details of the movies that came before. And again, is no no metric there. He's just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is it's how like, half of the universe half. feels about this. Yeah. At least half. A nice even benchmark exact number that's easy for you to grasp. At least half. Not it's not even like most or anything. Mm. Yeah, these new characters and they're like they must they must have come from before. I mean, Ray herself wasn't there for the original trilogy, so how would there be a scene of their of them discussing a big reveal involving the plot of You're asking me how do we get Snoke's history through to the audience without characters that know who Snoke is when we've got Kylo Ren? Are you fucking kidding Man. me? If only there was a way for audiences to discover things along with characters in the yeah. film. If only there was a way. What you're witnessing here, folks, is Quinton trying to wrap his brain around the idea that we learn about anything to do with Star Wars from any source other than Rey. He doesn't understand this, that that's possible. This is a picture of Quinton trying to wrap his little brain around extremely simple writing concepts that have literally existed for hundreds of years. <clears throat> God forbid... Like, why would Ray talk about Snoke? She doesn't even know who Snoke is. 
so stupid that we suggest getting a history of a Snoke. Must, they must have come from before. I mean, Rey herself wasn't there for the original trilogy, so how would there be a scene of, their, of them discussing a big reveal involving the plot of the original like, trilogy actually if she wasn't there sense. and she doesn't know what the hell they're talking about. How are they gonna she doesn't have to! Why, when did In we fact, say that Rey has to be the one that does it? Yeah. What, what anything, is he talking about? Why is he fighting Rey the jelly man again? Rey can be used as the conduit for the reason why it's being explained. Just like Harry Potter is a his grown up, he's he grows up as a muggle, and, and in the same way, the audience learns about the wizarding world through Harry, who is learning exactly. about the wizarding world. It's just it's you know, this most it's just such a basic concept of writing. Like literally, the, you go back to the oldest epic in history, right? The epic of Gilgamesh. And you have fucking Gilgamesh and Enkidu learning about shit. Also, the, 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 what he said makes sense if you showed a clip of me and Rags saying, Snoke's history should have been dictated by Rey. But you know what? You're never going to catch us saying that in earnest, because I mean, there's no reason for us to been, say that. It would have been appropriate for Rey to ask, like, who are you? Where oh, did yeah. you come from? How come we didn't know anything about you? Like, it just makes fucking obvious sense. And besides, um, uh, Luke knows about the prequels in The Last Jedi. He's read about them, so it's, it's completely fair to, for him to have explained who Darth Plagueis was, if that was the case. And he's not even from the prequel trilogy, you know? It, um, what I'm trying to say here is, like, there's so many ways you can write it. And you're just like, no, no way. Nope, 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 nope. Even though, as someone pointed out in chat as well, Anakin turns up in episode 6 of the OT, if you remember, in the remastered version. So it's like, uh-oh. Uh -oh. Maybe these films are connected and they're not standalone. Oh no. Oh no. It could be interpreted that episode six is a sequel to episode five. <laughs> you could interpret that episode six is the sixth episode. <laughs> Look, that's up to you to interpret. I'm gonna stop and be like, uh, Palpatine was was my cousin, actually. Isn't that a big reveal? I actually then yeah, references. I mean, no, yeah, that would have been something. <laughs> he just goes it's with like, the worst really possible simple. delivery to make it it's sound really like it's bad. Simple. You could have off the Palpatine and Snoke exist together and they are aware of each other, but they have different views of the force or they have different views on how to govern a system or what to do. So Snoke breaks off from the Empire and goes out into a sector of space with the First Order or whatever. You just All you got to do is just think about it for a little bit, brainstorm, come up with ideas. Right. Yeah, you know, right, just um, sit down and think about it. What do you, you know, you know, he's talking about how great it is that Snoke was just killed like randomly. Um, the execution of the scene itself, is like, I, I, I quite like it enough. I think it's neat. But what if, what if some character said, uh, "Hey, where's Snoke?" And then Kylo goes, "Oh, he's dead. I killed him." It's like that's the same idea, but executed horribly. We could do it to you, Quentin. You know, you can, you can take our, our preference or idea, or you know, we haven't even said we want it to be Darth Plagueis. We're saying that it could be. You know, and see what we do with that. And then he's like, oh yeah, they'll just go, oh, he's my cousin, lol. And that's the scene. And it's like, yeah, that would be shit, because why would anyone write it like that? Why would we have Snoke go, hey, Kylo, my cousin's Plagueis, by the way. Or I am Plagueis, lol. Someone in chat, Shadow asks, did Quentin forget that Rey lived in a rundown ATAT -AT walk? <clears throat> did he forget that she lives on the planet that had the last battle between the Galactic uh, Empire and the, not the, the Rebels? Yeah, not that the movies tell us that. No, no, of course, but um, it's just... As far as the movies are concerned, yeah, they want us they to know, know that. Yeah. That's what, yeah. That's the the con. That's why there's an eighty eighty there. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Uh, Godman says, Snoke's history should have been dictated by the theme of the standalone sequel to the Jar Jar Binks movie. I agree. I can get behind that. Absolutely. I can get behind that. And that will be standalone, you know? That's why it's good. An article following this stating that Abrams had no idea what these reveals were going to be. And it's since been revealed that he had no plan for what the reveals were even going to be from the game. Yeah, well, that's not true, because it's since been revealed that he apparently had a bunch of plans that were given to Ryan Johnson, and Ryan Johnson threw them imagine, out. Imagine editing this and forgetting that Kant has an apostrophe in it. <laughs> not to mention, dude. Uh, the infam Do you remember how this went? Like, a lot of people were like... Wow, they threw J.J. Abrams' ideas out, and then a, uh, Ryan Johnson made a tweet where he said that um, he had no, he had no such thing from uh, thingy, and he had no guidelines to work with. And people were like, "Oh, so J.J. was kind of a, a hack fraud. He he just he just had setups with no payoffs." And then fast forward, it's probably after this video was made, uh, Daisy Ridley said in an interview that uh, Ryan Johnson had a bunch of notes from J.J. about all the way the story threads are going to go, and he threw them out. Yeah, and if it, if we're taking people's words for it, I'm I'm probably gonna believe Daisy. I find it very hard to believe that JJ because created off, all of these setups with no idea them. where they. Yeah, were Yeah, but the fact that he spent all this time and effort, and he just literally stopped all of his ideas and stopped writing everything down about characters for the last scene of this movie was like, no, there's no way. I that's that's hard for me to believe. And it's hard for me to believe. On top of all those arguments and the pieces of evidence, finally. I hate everything. What are you trying to say? Oh, it's okay that The Last Jedi doesn't make any sense because The Force Awakens didn't have any guidelines. It's like, are you telling me no writer could no. make developments of setups? Yeah, that's the thing. Even if that was true, let, let's assume that's true. It's no excuse. And besides, it's like you're supposed to be arguing for the quality of The Last Jedi, not the fucking... <laughs> yeah, I'm not making excuses for how shit it was. Rax then just denies it and says that it can't be true. Bullshit. He definitely had ideas. It turns out it's yes, not he true. he did have ideas. <laughs> he absolutely had ideas. There is no way that J.J. Abrams never thought or had ideas about where the story would go. Yeah, but they're going to get pedantic no on you and say, what are you inside his head, Rags? Do you know for unfathomable doubt? Do you have proof? Do you have statements? This is some bull. This is the whole thing. This bullshit about absolute certainty gets my panties in a knot. The idea that you create this entire story and you just have no fu You're like, hey, JJ, what's, what's this Snoke guy? And you're like, no idea. Just threw him in. Like, okay. No clue. And he just wipes his hands and walks away. Um, and by the way, uh, if we want definitive evidence on the DVD commentary, um, JJ talks about how they've written the entire history for Kylo and Snoke and that they didn't involve it in the movie. Uh, because but it's, it's in the actors' heads, and so they're aware of what the history is, and I, it's going to be a point in my series. Where I'm just like, why the fuck couldn't you share it with the audience? <coughs> so uh, he definitely, and this is the thing: what you said is so very, uh, let's say, inoffensive. He had ideas. Don't pretend like he didn't. Of and then they're he like, you couldn't know this, Rags. You couldn't possibly know this. He's like, are you yeah. gonna? It's like it's ridiculous, and now it's been proven that I was right. So fuck you, yeah. I was right. Fuck you, I was right. <laughs> the truth is that I researched the article myself, and it appears that the article about yep, it came right from Ryan Johnson, who lied. If we believe Daisy yep. Ridley, yeah. Hashtag believe women. There was no mapped story presented beyond TFA. You know what? That's probably true. In that there was no story. Like there was no script. I'm just going to create all these characters and write their interactions with other people and stuff, but, oh, I don't have any idea where it might go. Like, think of it, um, 
if 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 JJ said yes, yeah, Snoke is Plagueis, uh, Plagueis, uh, Ray's parents, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, and someone else, and a bunch of other things, and then Ryan Johnson's like, I don't like any of those ideas, and then someone goes, So did he provide you any story map out? And he goes, No, he gave me a bunch of ideas on where the things could go, but he never gave me a mapped out story. It's like how ridiculous to actually think that JJ had no idea where to go. <laughs> Yeah, that's just, that's just that's, embarrassing, geez. though, because it's just like, oh, I'm sorry, TRO, you made this video before new information came out that Rags was actually right on this, like, definitively. Fuck so. you, I was right, fuck you, I was right. It says that Ryan didn't receive any material about Reveal. No, it doesn't say he didn't receive any material. It says he didn't receive a mapped out story. There was no mapped story presented. So even yeah, if JJ had plans, ideas, not the same thing. they never made it to Ryan. So yes, they did. So this is something that I can neither confirm or deny. Then we have a very weird point about JJ saving face for the company. But hey, you gotta yes. save face for the company. You do. I, I totally understand. I mean, yeah, Ryan Johnson's actively... It's pretty dishonest to say that there was, like, nothing he was given. After, I mean, Chuck Wendig just got fired for exactly that. Yes, uh... You know, and there's there's a lot of things Ryan Johnson says that are just like downright like, ugh, he's so fucking annoying. Fucking insane. Like, oh god, yeah. There's no fair criticisms of the Last Jedi. He hasn't heard any. Nope. He's a prick who made a shitty movie. Get over it. And I get it. Once again, I do not know where that has come from. I do not see reasonable evidence that Abrams of all people is in a vow of silence. The burden of proof lies with rags on such. I I. Well, I guess we know that's true because Daisy has said that, and JJ's not said anything on the subject. Alright, so, if I was to try, how, how could I possibly prove that? How could I possibly get into the mind of J.J. Abrams? It's like, let, let, I just, talking to one, from one person to another, right? Are you actually going to deny the fact that J.J. Abrams did not have any idea as to where his story or characters might go? Like is is that actually? Do you think that is a reasonable thing to think? Nice. Yes, I can't prove it with absolute certainty, but I think that it would be crazy of somebody to say that also, he had no ideas. They wouldn't be theories, or they wouldn't they wouldn't be ideas about what's going on in production, like a secret, if they were public knowledge. You wouldn't be able to say. I uh, you know like the the Disney have told uh, Luke to shut up, or that. Um, JJ stayed silent on this subject. You wouldn't be able to say these things unless they, you know, like people would know them as true, or there would be things that you could guess that would explain the situation. Like, of course, uh, the, Disney didn't come out and say we silenced Mark. Like, how that would just be the stupidest thing they could ever do. So, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, he, he's like, you don't know these things for sure. It's like, how would we know them for sure when the whole premise is that the things that are meant to be kept secret. Someone said, Rags, the burden of proof is on you to prove God isn't real. It's like, I understand what he's saying. Yes, I am making the claim that he had ideas. Because I think that, first, there's no way to prove it. There, there is no way to prove it. Even if he said so, he could be lying. That's the thing. This is one of those, like, unfalsifiable things. We'd have to see a weird document with the ideas thoughts. saved yeah. in 2015, I guess. I mean, it's just, there's no way I could. But I would hope that the person that I'm talking with is reasonable enough to agree with me that the person who wrote these characters out and established them in a universe and had them interacting with other characters and then had the actors and filmed it 
and went through all that editing process and spend all this time and effort to create these characters to think that he didn't have any ideas as to where they would go. I think it is absolutely preposterous and I think itself, <clears throat> it should be considered self evidently retarded. Uh, I, I want to read this one out. Cause I think you'll find it interesting rags uh, from, from Kevin Andrews photo. You guys are so embarrassing doing these weekly critiques of anyone with a different opinion, not even producing a rebuttal video, just ganging up and nitpicking these opinions frame this by frame. This is a rebuttal video. Uh, so, you, this is a well, rebuttal hang video. on. First of all, this is a video from TRO and Quinton against Rags. So if anything, they teamed up on Any him first. Uh, secondly, we've rebuttaled everything that we can. What do you think we're doing if not responding to points? Like, yeah. we've absolutely thrown insults, but you can't say that that's anything more than about 2% of our video that we're making right yeah, now. And, I, and maybe he doesn't, maybe, maybe you don't make content other than crappy YouTube comments, so you don't know what time and effort and works go work goes into a video and when we take a video like look man they made a two-hour video if we were to make like a, a normal video about their two-hour video holy fucking shit yeah like it, 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 i don't know what you expect it's like uh not really do anything else. What do you want us to do? Play the entire video and then say we disagree? Would that be fair? Yeah, man. I mean, I think we're being very and fair doing this live. Then the I fundamental mean, uh, ending of this response to this comment in the, in the chat is, uh, what do you think TRO and Quinton did, if not what you're accusing us of doing? Yeah, someone said, now every time I hear the argument, there is no way to prove if this is real or false. I immediately remember Mundane Matt. <laughs> and, all, and, and, and Matt Dillahunty, too, because he, he's, he's, he's in a He's a skeptic, um, atheist debate guy. And well, it's just at this point we just have to. Do you assume that Daisy Ridley was lying? That's the only thing we got left now because she said it. He's like, we have two people saying different things, right? I have more reason to believe that Ryan Johnson. I'm not saying it with absolute certainty. I'm saying that I believe it, and I'm saying that it's probably true based off of how people work, right? I think it is far more likely, based off of J.J. Abrams, right, that he, of course, had an idea as to where his characters might go. Of course. Because all he has to, all he has, he just needs the idea. Like, you tell me he never thought of it. He never once considered, well, I wonder what happens to Snoke. Well, he does it, he's from here. Oh, he does this and he does that. And Kylo, oh, well, he's from here and he does yeah, that. Yeah, but you don't know if Shoei <laughs> didn't get inside his head, Rex. You're wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. You know, uh... The, the, the defense that it's an opinion, or it's hyperbolic, or it's a joke, or it's uh, sentimental, all, the, all that shit once again. Never mind all that. And, and to say that we're nitpicking uh, TRO, by the way, it's like, how is he not being pedantic with the shit that Rag says? I just don't understand yeah, this, mean... like, double standard. And of course, I, I hate to say this, but, like, if you really don't like the way we're doing this, um, you don't have to watch us do it. You know, it's up to you. Like, uh, I, I, this has been the premise of EFAP since the beginning, so. Someone says, I feel like Rags is wrong here. J.J. Abrams is notorious for creating mysteries with zero plans for what their reveals would be. I'm sure he had ideas for where these characters came from. Oh, but, oh, you say he's sure he had ideas from where these characters came from, but going? No. Bullshit. I mean, if he's got ideas ideas for where they came from then shouldn't where they're going be defined by whatever their motivation is as yeah, in... his ability to portray those in a satisfying way is completely detached from whether or not he had ideas yeah i i, I think i just think it's ridiculous for someone for a director 
I'm just confused. We have Daisy Ridley's testimony, though. We we have Daisy Ridley's testimony. Doesn't that just end this conversation? She said that, like, like I'll just find the actual quote for the sake of uh, the argument. Daisy Ridley, JJ, script, TFA, Ryan, that should probably do it. Um, there you go. JJ Abrams wrote drafts for Star Wars 8 and 9, says Daisy Ridley. Um. And Daisy Ridley worked with him longer than Ryan Johnson did. Remember, Daisy was with him for his movie. Yeah, so Ryan this is Johnson this is the quote from not. Daisy Ridley. Here's what I think I know. JJ wrote episode uh, seven, as well as drafts for episode eight and nine. Then Ryan Johnson arrived and wrote TLJ entirely. I believe there was some sort of general consensus on the main lines of the trilogy, but apart from that, every director writes and realizes his film in his own way. So there you I go. Mean, Daisy Ridley could be lying, but that seems like a really odd thing. And again, this is just word. You know, well, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait here, but... for Ryan and Daisy to have an argument with each other. <laughs> That's all we got left. Anyway. I don't know, man. It just... I mean, this is... I mean, we're probably spending too much time on this point, but I think the idea that he didn't have any idea as to where his characters would go is ridiculous. Well, I mean, this point would be over if... I, like I said, I'm just confused that the Daisy Ridley thing isn't enough, but we also got the accusation of nitpicking, dun-dun-dun-dun, which, I mean... Oh no, we're finished. As we, we said earlier as well, we're not even 100% sure of what an individual person means by nitpicking. Is what we said invalid, or is it just irrelevant? Or something else? Who knows? How's that tweet doing you put out, by the way? Oh, let me check. <laughs> let me go to... Click on my face. Okay. A 140 comments. Um, pointing out something that doesn't destroy the product. Um, someone disagrees. I personally think nitpicking is analyzing little mistakes that can or be present, but can affect the overall product. Um, intentionally going after minor, unimportant details, usually when someone can't find any legitimate criticisms of. Hmm. Um, uh, nitpick is something that can easily be overlooked as it isn't paramount to a product or a service. Not to dismiss or downplay their flaw, but it is something that I can reasonably accept and still make an observation as a flaw. Um, a flaw that doesn't affect the overall plot that is a minor error uh, valid in a sense but not as important like actual problems or plot holes um, uh, a knit is a young louse uh, it comes from picking knits off of someone one by one so there you go um, that's uh... you can pick my knits any day it's like yeah it's uh it's half dependent on what people even mean by it before we can even respond to it. That's why yeah, it's, uh, it takes a while sometimes. It picks a strong word. I prefer extreme attention to detail. Small. Um, a lot of people are comparing nitpicks to the bigger picture. Um, Nick McTamey is pointing out minor details that don't make the final product any less great. However, I don't feel like it is valid. Um making a big deal of time detail or tiny details, pointing out something small that doesn't affect the overall movie. So hmm. criticism that although valid does not itself cause a massive issue. That's kind of how I, I see it. General consensus. It's is. like you've pointed out something that is, you know, contradictive or inaccurate or whatever, but it didn't really affect anything anyway. 
Um, so anyway. She says that there's a side plot in like a casino, which most people agree is a bit clumsy and takes up far too much time in an already long movie. Rags then concurs and says, yeah, that was a train wreck of a subplot. They would have been far better ditching it and spending that time on something far, far more valuable, like, you know, the events that happened between episode 4 and episode 7. Now this on principle isn't a bad point, although it could be argued that 11 minutes of a film would have been hard to fill with exposition. No, uh, the entire oh. history of Lord of the Rings to set up the film is done in, I think, 8 minutes at the beginning of the film? Yeah, man. 11 minutes is a long time. You can get a lot done in 11 minutes. <laughs> yes, you can. That you design, I mean, even although it definitely could have... Even if they would have spent 11 minutes on how Luke became Luke, yeah, that would have been nice. Instead, they chose to have one flashback three times that changed slightly yeah. to, to dictate whether or not he was malicious or whether or not he was confused. <clears throat> been filled with something more worthwhile. This is something that Aichi subsequently brings up. It really isn't that bad, and it's actually quite a short segment of the movie. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Eleven minutes is like, ah, oh, we could ignore the eleven minutes of crap, can't we? It's like I had everything. That is a. Uh... Not a fun argument to be making for the quality of the film, oh, I'm just boy. saying that. It's only 7% of the entire movie. Um, that's a lot. That's 11 minutes. I mean, yeah. There's no denying that's, this. You could, you, could, you could do a lot in 11 minutes. ...movie comparatively to the rest of it. And Rank strangely responds by saying that... So? Who cares if it's only 7% of the movie? That's a lot! Not really from my point of view. I don't know about other people, but to me, 11 minutes is not much. I no, let, uh, well, okay, so what we're going to do, define whether or not a lot or a, a little is what what they yeah, are. They're playing with weasel words here. A lot, a little, I mean, it's... Let's, let's it make it simple. Matter. You said that you could use it for exposition. He said that's not much time to do it. The Lord of the Rings does it in less time, so it is a lot. In comparison to what a yeah. movie can have for exposition. Done and done, yeah. we can move I mean, on. <laughs> exposition is, jeez, of course you could do a lot more. If someone said... We're going to take out 11 minutes of the worst part of a movie and replace it with something else. It's like, think of all the stuff you could do. <laughs> this tumor is only 7% of your brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's context, huh? Like, uh, I think it's silly to say that 7% isn't a lot of a film. It's like, what does that even mean? That we could just, if, the, if there's 7% of bad, we could just ignore it. It doesn't matter what that actual 7% is. And, and the fact that people thought it was longer than it actually was, I mean, mm. ugh, even that speaks to the, speaks to like, the scene. I, I dare anybody to sit and stare at a wall for 11 minutes and not do anything. It won't feel very quick, let's put it that way. Yeah, man, point even my dad, who really liked The Last Jedi, he said that whole scene was pointless. He said that whole thing was just like, he's like, ugh. Oh yeah, and Solar it? Dragon just pointed out, the, the scene they cut with Luke's reaction to Han's death, uh, you could probably cut that down to about eight seconds if you really wanted to, and it has so much more content in that eight seconds than the eleven minutes of Canto Bite. I mean, you. I mean, you could you could really fuck up a movie in just a couple seconds. Oh yes been to have stated how the scenes themselves totally cut apart important interaction between Luke and Rey, so the Very 11 minutes had more impact than originally let on. Aichi then says there's cheesy and awkward dialogue at points, but Star Wars has always had that, so that's not really a deal breaker for me. But I was going into Tashi Station to pick up some power converters! Why is that goofy line? Why is that goofy? He was gonna go to the Tashi Station to pick up power converters, it's like, ah, yeah. goofy. And uh, again, yeah. do we even bother mentioning the whole what about is? It's like it's goofy lines. The yeah. other ones, so it's not goofy. Oh wait, I guess it still is goofy. Oh fuck it, it doesn't matter. Oh yeah. Also, as as your mother said, uh, PSA: seven percent of a large number is also large. 
That's very correct. Very true. Um, I, just, um, I need to use the loo, so I'll be right back. Fair enough. I will actually get around to reading some super chats because I haven't done that at all this time around. Uh, NPC checking in. Is that how it works, lol? I've heard of the NPC meme. I'm not 100% up to speed on it just yet. Uh, Darth Armo. Um, change the chat to live. It defaults to top chat. Uh, oh. All messages available. Some messages such as potential spam may not be visible. Oh, I would prefer the if my mods knock out any messages that they stay knocked out because that's their job. Um, what's the beef with Quentin Reviews? Hopefully that's answered by this video. <laughs> Uh, is this going to be rags or more? I love both you lads. I give you more, but I'm broke. That is absolutely fine, Lord Ozin. Ten euros is actually quite a lot as well, so thank you very much. And we always appreciate just watching anyway. Um, talking with us about all of it. Uh, any opinion on the treatment of legends? In my opinion, it's almost an insult to fans when you make good writing stories and characters non-canonical and replace them with elements... Replace them and elements with such poor counterfeits. Um, I don't know enough about legends, but I know that very many people are very pissed off with it, and... At first, it's like, if you have something good, replace the good thing, then it's okay-ish. It's not exactly preferable, but if you have something awful, replace the good, it's like, oh. Uh, is it bad that I want a Michael Bay Star Wars? I would watch it. Why not, right? Give it a shot. Um, in my opinion, it sucks if you want Gundam. Watch either War in the Pocket, the 8th MS team, or Gundam The Origin. Very well. IBO sucks. I'm assuming that was supposed to be, sorry. Uh, do you believe some criticisms can be nitpicks? Absolutely. My definition of a nitpick is something that's valid, but mostly irrelevant. Uh, obviously, it seems to change between people, and I'm not sure if there's a defined definition of it on, you know, whatever dictionary. Um, R&M confirmed for self-aware Putin bots. Dun dun dun. Me and, me and the rags are, are Russians. Do not trust our opinions on things because we're simply trying to overthrow America. Uh, I still don't, uh, <clears throat> I still don't understand how people can defend this heaping dumpster fire. TLJ was honestly worse than Skyscraper, Rampage, The Meg, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, and somehow even Justice League. I prefer all of those films over it, so. <laughs> uh, Muller, how dare you not look like a skull on wheels, unsubscribes in futile rage. I am so sorry. But like we said, you can treat it as a hood ornament. That, that would be on the front of the car. Uh, Rags Red Rocket is ready. The Virgin Quentin oh, versus the Chad Jeremy. Would be Jeremy in that, uh... Jeremy's the name of the guy on Cinema Sins, if that's, <laughs> if that's what you're going for. Uh, like the new yeah, Avatar, Muller. Sure. Just rewatched your Infinity War video. It convinced me to see the movie. I'm loving this epic writer response thesis. Of course. It's, it's, it's wonderful to have reader response, response, response theory. I'll say again, if a script don't matter, then a video of just staring at a wall for an hour would make me just uh, do as much as a video, a film of Infinity War. It's like, yeah, we know there's a difference. They like to pretend that there isn't one. Um, if my opinion was socialism works without knowledge of any prior events or arguments, then that's my opinion. Any objectively wrong one? Uh, yes, I think. Um, I thought art was supposed to be subjective. Uh, I was taught when two people look at a work of art, they get different things out of it. Subjectivity is important, but only to explain enjoyment. I mean, well, that's the thing. Me and, me and Rags are okay with subjectivity. Absolutely. Tell us what, yeah, the, tell us what it made you feel. Yeah. We, well, I, I'm assuming Rags does, but like I use it in my videos when I want to tell you how I felt about something. Yeah. Fine. Um, Just know which is which. Don't they, cross your wires. They are all warp practitioners and need the stake. Oh my. Luke, no hobo will you be. <laughs> Chris <laughs> Nolan for Obi-Wan movie. Spielberg. No will you be. Cameron and Raimi for episode 9. Not the queer Star Trek guy. 
I say open it up to everybody. Just do it. Just just do it. Uh, Mola, please Fuck Google. It. Open it up. Please Google coming soon episode nine improv. The first second paragraphs in the article is cack. They feel like there aren't any un under any pressure. So improv. Yeah, I've heard about the episode nine is apparently going to have a lot of improv, which is like, oh no. I it guess. Well, for Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's just like, oh please, please don't ruin everything. Um. I mean, they've already done that, but, you know, ruin it more. Uh, in the EU, all legacy force ghosts can affect the physical world to a limited degree. However, it's mostly the Sith shown doing so as it goes against the Jedi to abuse a power for self-saving means. And that's the thing. Uh, you could have made that rule. We could have talked about it in the films, but we don't have anything to go off. And it's just like, he fucking burns down the Jedi temple. It's like, oh my, Yoda, you, you got some... Uh, you, could, you could do a lot of shit there. Why don't, why don't you try that on, you know... Anything that could help the good guys. Um, I hate Rags too. I mean, I really don't know him, yeah. but hashtag I hate everything, so it's K, right? Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense. Also, yeah. I squeak like hell then. My throat is getting very. I, uh... I wasn't going to say anything, <clears throat> but it's cute. A penny for each time Quentin is a hypocrite. Well, that would be wonderful. We would be retire. rich. Uh, in Revenge of the Sith, Yoda sends Obi Wan to master a new ability, returning as a ghost, because old friend returned Qui Gon, but that's just the law. Yeah, that Look, that explains I... why there's no Force Ghosts in the prequels. So George Lucas clearly gave a shit, sort of. I um, if I had z if I got zero pennies every time Quentin contradicted himself, I feel like I'd still be rich somehow. <laughs> you just feel like money that's worth nothing, but you have so much of it, you just sell it for scrap, and it turns out to get you millions. It's like this video: so much nothing. Uh, Mola, do you feel like rugby, football, cricket? Uh, do you like them? If so, do you support? Um, I only ever really watched rugby and it was supporting Wales, and I've not seen the new Doctor Who, am I right? Man and Doge, let's get to brass tacks. Leia's spacewalk was dumb and stupid. Lightning, jumping, pushing, choking, and force blasts are pretty cool. The prequels and expanded universe have cool powers. I mean, yeah, genuinely, subjectively, I like seeing force powers that are neat, but seeing her fly through space, I was like, oh my, that's that's awkward. Like, even if it was 100% fine with the uh, what we know about the Force, and we've seen her do it before, I'd still be like, oh man, so awkward. Please stop. I uh, love you guys, but you're an hour and four minutes into this and I can't listen to him anymore, even though the filter of you guys have some money. Thank you, Brendan. Yeah. Follow-up from last week's super chat that I left. Neo is awesome, I recommend it, and feel free to use this money towards your Steam purchase of it. I do have it, thanks to uh, No Bullshit actually bought me it. I am gonna get around to playing it, I swear to God. One day. Uh... Timestamp for you boys in the rags video is one ten thirty. Yeah, we've definitely um that'll go down in the history books now. <laughs> like unfortunately for Quinton the editor and Tiaro. Actually in episode three is it strongly implied that the force ghosts are not the normal become with the one with the force thing. Yeah, it's some kind of like special ability you learn, according to Yoda at least, I think. Uh press Y if Quinton's law doesn't matter. That's where the Ys came from, I think, Rags. Oh, have either of you seen Bad Times at El Royale yet? If not, I'd recommend you take this money and watch it. I have not heard of uh -huh. it. Admit you like Hodor's beard because Hodor. Hodor's awesome. He should have uh, he should have done the hyperspace kamikaze. This music freaking sucks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would have recommended different music or just Say not. No to Hodo. Not Say music yes at all. Uh, Quinton ain't quitting bullshit. Mola have shackles, my good man. Rags sit on my face. I mean. Yay! There you go, that's, that's something for both of us. <laughs> hey nerds, Sad Wolf ain't here, but it's been a good stream so far. Quentin's a dipshit fat ass. Well, Wolf Wolf will return, so don't panic about that. And obviously, 
Wolf, I think, said he'd seen this video and he was just, like, annoyed by it. So I guess, like, there's a good chance where he would have just been not really wanting to comment on it anyway. But me and Rags are fucking tearing this apart with these, like, uh, in terms of... We're masochists in a way that he isn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, besides, I don't know if you guys have heard, but uh, Eric Taxon's made a, a video against Wolf. So when Wolf finally gets around to um, wanting to, you know, come back on EFAP, that's probably the first thing we'll cover. Oh, forced diversity. Uh, Mullen Rags, keep up the good work, love you guys. For someone who wants to get into Dark Souls 1, is the Steam Dark Souls Remastered a faithful port to play, or do I need this PS3 copy? Thanks. From what I know, the remaster is decent, it's just that um, it wasn't a big enough difference from the modded version of Dark Souls at a base. So, if it's your first experience, go for it, uh, but I would recommend checking out some videos sort of reviewing it, just to make sure. Yeah, there might, there might be some charm in playing the original, you know? <laughs> Movie Bob or Quentin, who's the biggest piece of shit? Quentin. Uh, I would say well, damage I mean, to us personally, it's obviously Quentin, but... Yeah, Quentin's more personal, but may overall, Movie Bob's like... Uh, Movie Bob's just a horrible person. Yeah, I was gonna say, Movie Bob probably does more damage in general. Like, <laughs> damage to like humanity if, versus damage to us. Here's the thing. If Movie Bob had the Infinity Gauntlet, like, people would die. Yeah, which like, is I, it's I'd not reassuring. Not, like very seriously, like people would die. Uh, in regards to Star Wars Legends, it was like I was taking a nice hot bath and they replaced it with cold shit. So many stories and games gone. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about that. And uh, it's it's something we just have to sort of accept that Disney were like nod cat and la 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 la. It's like uh, fine because they got to buy the IP, guys. That's how that works. But thank you all very much. Disney had money for the generous donations and. Uh, Let's let's see where they go next. Yeah, same. Why do you have such a fucking problem with Luke behaving as someone in his position would exactly do? I'm like, do you just have a hate boner for Luke Skywalker's character like Ryan does? This then happens again for the next two quotes as well. You can't win, Darth. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Scruffy-looking nerf herder. I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain. So the only quote out of all of them that I think is goofy is, I don't know where you get your delusions from, laser brain. Like, it's the only one where yeah. I'm like, man, Leia, is that the best you could do? Uh, yeah, but the others, they the don't them, seem out of character. Yeah, they all seem to fit to me. Like, I, I would, I wish I had everything would be like, this is goofy because... Um, instead of just saying, these are goofy as hell. It's like, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. That's something that anyone would say about anything I mean, that... If aliens, if aliens were watching um, a film about, you know, Earthlings, and some character said, I'm going to go to the Exxon station to gas up the Honda. Like, that wouldn't, that wouldn't be... <laughs> yeah, it's like, these humans are goofy. Line. It would just be, we just, we don't know what these things are. It's just like a slice of life... Like detail line, like he's going, he he's gonna go do something. Yeah, it, uh, it, it's just it seems like a weak defense to me. It's like, look at this. Now everything's fine in Last Jedi. Okay, it's like, oh, is that how that works? Okay. Yeah, it's not my opinion. Those are goofy. It's just subjective. Yes, they're in character, but you'd be hard pushed to deny that they're at least somewhat corny. The idea of just telling someone they can't win in the midst of a lightsaber battle that they then. It's the, not about the, the lightsaber fight. Yeah, it's about the fact that if he dies, he becomes one with the Force, and there's a Force ghost, and Darth Vader and doesn't kill him that way. It's not about who wins the lightsaber fight. How come you have such a fundamental misunderstanding about Star Wars? Such a bizarre... Like, he does... Like, if you're talking about just the fact that the what lightsaber battle ends in him do? literally dying, you saying there's a like goofy that he said that despite dying? It's like, 
He's obviously referring to the fact that he becomes a force ghost. Come on. <laughs> Lose does have its cornball appeal. The latter quotes are not disputed as being corny, so we can continue. What? What do you mean they're not disputed? I'm assuming maybe he means by you and your video, but like I would dispute the shit out of it. Rags questions why they're bad, but the rest were appropriate and in character, and they built them up with personalities. Why are these lines bad? But IHE never said they were bad. He even put a mini disclaimer. Oh come on! He said they were goofy. It's not exactly a positive claim, is it? Yeah. It's like, you know Rags is, is saying that he's criticizing those lines. That's what I had everything's doing. Give him some slack, please. Yeah, just a little bit of slack. Yeah, that's absolutely why it's there. Like <sighs> them, he just finds them goofy. Then Aichi references two prequel quotes and states that he would find it ironic if- <laughs> Why would you- I think you're gonna say this in your video. Now, everybody. But the idea that you the say the now. dialogue in the sequels isn't so bad. Look at the dialogue in the fucking prequels. It's like literally the prequels that are memed to death because of how funny the lines are. Uh, prequel memes on Twitter? Like how many? It's like a Reddit to prequel memes and shit. If you criticize the scripting in The Last Jedi but not the prequels. No, it's because I'm so in love with you. So love is blinded to you? I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. Like, I find it pretty ironic if you love the prequels, but you're cool. What? You can't love them even if they have goofy lines in them? I'm confused now what his no, point even is. you can't. If there's a corny line, you can't love the film. And but not remember, only that. We're the, ones, we're the ones who are accused of saying shit like that. You can absolutely love the prequels and say they have goofy lines. I love the prequels. They're terrible and I love them. Calling out this movie for having bad dialogue. Rags then references the Destiny video as irony. Oh, we're gonna start talking about irony. Is that what we're gonna do now? Besides, the defense of The Last Jedi that you seem to have is, oh yeah, but these other movies? Yeah. It's not very compelling. Before going on to suggest that the defense of The Last Jedi consists of referring to other movies to falsely justify The Last Jedi's flaws. The Last Jedi had shit writing. Oh, but the prequels. Oh, but these movies that were made 40 years ago. Oh, but da 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 da. Defend them from the criticism that people are levying against it. Don't go to other movies we are not discussing. If this was a valid point, it would be legitimate criticism. Point. But if we break down Aichi's last two main points, they were that firstly, he didn't mind the corny dialogue in The Last Jedi, mainly because that has been a recurring theme in the past films, and clearly it's nothing that jolts him. He wasn't trying to justify- Yeah, but Rags already said, like, how are the other ones even goofy? So that, that wasn't really- even by your definition of what he was trying to prove, that wasn't exactly cohesive, let's put it that way. Um, yeah. In this instance, he's just stating that they've been used before in films, so he didn't find its inclusion here anything bad for him. His second point is that he- I'm not sure that he said that. I thought he was just like, people who are complaining about goofy dialogue, it's in the OT2. I don't remember him saying like, I didn't mind goofy yeah. dialogue, because um, I've always liked goofy dialogue or something like that. Again, I could be wrong, because yeah, we've got barely any context. Editing's terrible, so it's impossible to remember, but I think he was using the fact that it was in other films as a reason why we shouldn't have a problem with it. <sighs> he finds people who complain about the dialogue here, but not in the prequels, to be employing double standards. Now this is presupposed by the fact that the dialogue in the prequels is pretty corny, but that is something that most people agree on, and if we assume that, then yes, it could be seen as double standards. He never at one point tried to defend the film through this, he accepts it and explains why he personally found it fine. Some people enjoy corny lines, he's not arguing it, he's just saying he found it fine. This is the problem, there isn't a disagreement, just one person's idea of placing- Pretty sure he said that you can't love the prequels if you say they, that you don't accept that they have goofy lines as well or something like that. We, we just covered it. You played said, the yeah, clip. They had the, 
Anakin clip playing in the spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't want to go back to get the exact line, but I'm pretty sure he said the, you know, if you claim to love the prequels, you, you have to accept that they have this in it too. It's just like that you say that like it's a contradiction. Yeah. I don't know. I need again, but there was definitely something to disagree with there. It wasn't a hundred percent agreement. I don't. I don't think so conducive value on certain components being different to another. IHE states that I find the somewhat ham-fisted anti-1% message kind of funny and ironic given the context of what Star Wars represents. Somehow mm -hmm. Rags managed to get a gotcha in there. And I'm certain they are thrilled that you paid to see it three times. <laughs> Which, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, well, yeah, you don't... You don't. The, 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 like, he, he even said it. it was ironic. Like... Yeah. Rags just filled in the rest of the gaps there. <laughs> like, it's like he, you have a problem with the anti-capitalist message in a movie that you paid to see three times. It's like, you know. Goes <laughs> for that sort of level. IG then asks a rhetorical Dude, to question. That sort yeah. of level. He's <laughs> of shit. I, I, okay, I want to hear that right. again. Placing conducive value on certain components being different to another. IHE states that I find the somewhat ham-fisted anti-1% message kind of funny and ironic given the context of what Star Wars represents. Somehow Rags managed to get a gotcha in there. And I'm certain they are thrilled yeah, that you it. paid to see it three times. Which is almost fine art at this point. I have to give him kudos for that sort of level. IHE then asks a rhetorical Oh yeah, that oh boy, there we go. I'm yeah. confused, did I have to give, give him kudos, kudos for that sort of level? Excellent, I take it back, you're not as big of a piece of shit as you were before. What does he mean by that sort of level? Yes, I don't know, I, I think he's complimenting me on... Yeah, I think he is too, I was just confused that, yeah. by the word he used. Yeah, it's very, very strange, but yeah, boy. Cool question. And yeah, treating animals nicely is important and everything. Was it really necessary alongside everything else this film was trying to achieve? Which Rax then answers. No, it was not. The answer is no. Mahler goes way more in depth than I do in his criticism. <laughs> the answer is no. Videos, but man, they packed a lot of incompetence into 7% of this movie screen time. Before IHE subsequently answers it anyway, which I do find humor in. This is one of the examples that seem to illustrate how sometimes I think Bragg seeks to interject a bit too much, to the point where you forget the whole sentence and the point the person may be trying to make. I mean, that's still better want, the, than yeah, literally not having any of the sentences in the fucking video, so you can't even see what you're responding to. Like, obviously, I, I mean, I don't mean literally, I mean, he's got like 10% of your video in his video, so we can sometimes see what you said. This is an excellent example of why my style is better than... Well, yeah, I would take your style over his any day. Uh, this is the thing, when H-Bomber guy said I took a joke of his seriously, I was like, I played your video so anyone would know that. You know, they can go, hey, why did Mola take that so seriously? Yeah, people never have to, like, ask for context in my stuff. Because it's all there. What I could have done is said, uh, H Bomber Guy makes this very serious point, and then I re re recant it instead of showing the clip. Simple as, like, that's, that's why I prefer this style, but he's just like, nah, you interject. And th this is something that can happen. Me and Rags can totally respond to a point w without realizing that the following point is going to contextualize the point they just made. That can happen. But, like, we'll usually try and account for it when we follow on. We go, oh, they were saying this, sorry. And that's just, you know, is that so bad? I think that's, uh, I think that's a good way of doing it, to be honest. No, not really. Other than to serve those character arcs. So <laughs> what, what character what arcs? Character arc? Rose Tico definitely did not have- See, I want to clarify before we respond to that bit. So, did you catch that? Tiro is like, Rag said, no, it's not, uh, uh, needed. And then I hate everything literally follows up with saying, no, it's not needed. Implying that what you said was redundant. 
but then I hit everything follows up with, well, except for the character arcs, meaning it's not yeah. something that he thinks shouldn't be in the film at all. He thinks it's good for the character arcs, which is now what you're responding to. So that was not... A- I didn't even... <laughs> I didn't even catch that the first time because I, I just do it as it happens. But well, this yeah, is the thing. Is... I will outclass the right, the right opinion on levels of pe- pedantry. I've gone over this before. I am extremely pedantic. And so he's like, he's pedanticizing you. And I just pe- counter-pedanticized him, if that makes any sense at all. I'm pretty sure I just made up words. But yes. it's, it's like uh... chat saying, I cite the source of my videos in the description, but you never have to watch the original because the original's basically fully in my video. Yeah, and I like that you do that. I genuinely haven't found any other content creators other than myself who did that before. That's why I was like, oh, this is neat. Like, uh, when I responded to H. Barber guy, people were like, it's stupid. You put his entire video in your response. I was like, but that's the point. Yeah. Um, And yeah, as for the character arcs, I guess Finn learns that there are bad people in the universe. I don't know what else happens there. Um, oh man, that's, oh, have a character arc. She should have had her character arced like part of a trajectory from a trebuchet. I don't know. I know, know what a, a character fucking arc. character arc is, you piece of shit. <laughs> Wait, I didn't see him respond. Hang on. Because <laughs> you just responded so fucking angrily there. A change, a journey in the count. Oh God, he's not explaining a character arc, is he? He is. He thinks that I would, he, I... Because I joked about the character arc being, like, shot out of a trebuchet. And he, and so he took like, you no, seriously. Here's what, here's, what, here's, what a treb- here's what a character arc actually like, is. Part of a trajectory. Maybe I'm I don't know. Yeah, I'm a trebuchet. I don't know. A character arc represents a change, a journey in the character from <laughs> A Lord. to B. Now, if you genuinely dislike that character arc, even if the person ended up worst, it's still a change. There's a point about humor with well, no... Well, hang on. What no, change takes place in Canto Bite anyway? What change takes place in Canto Bite for any of the, either of the characters? I'm confused. Like, well, he said that you can't deny it because it is a change. It's like, what change? Um, uh, they got older. <laughs> they, they, they literally aged by seven minutes. They 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 aged. <laughs> Good lord! Um, like, I, I I I'm I'm on board with the idea here. I'm like, what is the change? What happens to these characters? What is different about like them? Like maybe. Uh... I guess Finn learns that there are bad people in the universe, which shouldn't surprise him because he came I thought he got his quote-unquote change when he was on the ship with the dude. Remember he has that moment where he just stares and he's like, oh my god. I guess. But I don't know. Like, What's like a character arc for an eight-year-old? Well, yeah, I, I think that too. I think it's really sad that Finn had to have the moment of there are bad people in the universe, even though isn't that the whole point in The Force Awakens that he's like, oh my god, the team I'm on is horrible. I mean, why do you think he left? If he didn't know that there are bad people, then why did he leave one side? Because he thought they were bad. And the really confusing part where the guy explains to him that the good guys and the bad guys get their weapons from that place, so stop thinking that it's just the bad guys. So you're like, oh, nuance. And then go from there, Finn decides to become a hardcore resistance member. You're like, oh. Okay. Say, so someone said, uh, Quite British says, Rose went from wanting to smash stuff to actually smashing stuff. Perfect arc. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. You got Particular it. Particular differences, so we'll skip this bit. Then there's some exchange over the porks and the minions. This is mostly worthless, as it's a side note on Aichi's video. But once again, it does demonstrate Rags' tendency to interrupt before Aichi has completed a point. Aichi says, At least he fucking shows his points, TRO. Yeah. 
You well, just, like, we just have to take your how? word that all of that happens. I guess. Whenever you showed context, we basically, like, fucking rip it apart, but then when you just say that a thing happened, we just have to believe you, which... Yeah, forgive us for uh, deciding against that. It's so bizarre, because again, I we we were at 110 in your video at one point, and now we could be anywhere. Like, we... We only know that because we have to go and fucking fact check him and Quentin. Like, that's the only reason we know like, that. And here's the thing, I'm responding to a video. Exactly, yeah. Like, he's he's trying to... You, if you play full context, it doesn't even matter if you fucking get something wrong, because it was there. The audience can see it. I don't know, maybe... I don't know what he's saying here about the fucking porgs. Remember when we, we thought that he said flood analysis or something, and people were like, oh, you meant flawed analysis. Like, we showed it so people know that we were wrong on that. Yes. We misheard it. This is the benefit of responding in real time. People can see where we, we can make mistakes. Yeah, and the fact that, yeah, as, as being pointed out in chat, the fact he doesn't play my video chronologically is <laughs> odd. I don't know why he thinks that's the, a good way of doing this. It's... Skipped around, and we know that he has deliberately had me taken out of context. Blood thesis. As the porgs and minions aren't the same. So, side note, I don't think comparing the porgs to minions is fair in terms of how they actually affect the movie. Oh god, I remember this. He says that uh, minions are worse because they actually have a purpose. Remember this? Um, play, keep playing. Despicable me movies. The porgs really don't affect anything, they're just birds. Rags interrupts, makes a comment, adds that they're only there to sell toys. Well, yeah, exactly, they're useless. They don't service the plot in any way. They're meant to sell plushies to small children. But do you not agree that things are more meaningful when they have a direct influence on the plot? He lets Aichi continue, who then compares Ewoks. If anything, Ewoks hey! are far more comparable to minions because they Why have a direct... Why was he framing that like you were doing something negative? Like, that sounded like you... Yeah, that sounded coherent that sounds pretty to me. reasonable, yeah impact on the plot of the movie. Rags then interjects again, adding the sell toy comment. Uh-huh, yes. Porgs are just there to sell toys. Once more, before Aichi completes the sentence, referencing that they're there to sell toys. As well no, as I'm being saying designed that to sell toys. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah so what's, what's wrong with that? What's the problem? Yeah, what's well, the problem? That may be true, certainly, but again, they had an effect on the- That makes sense, Tiaro. Rags, uh, he says, the thing about the, the penguin assholes, he's like, yeah, they just say they sell toys. Then he's like, Minions aren't, and you're like, well, it's like, oh yeah, but the Ewoks is like, again, they they they're more than just selling toys. And then the thing he's like, and they sell toys, and you're like, yes, that's that's that's, that's what we all understand. It's the yeah. Here's the thing: it's the, not... the Porgs lack any reason beyond selling toys. Yeah, I don't. Is like I, he says a thing, and I respond to it. And I would have said the if I had taken everything he said and then put everything I said afterwards, it wouldn't have changed the thing. I don't understand where his problem is with that. Um, yeah, I don't not, not to mention, you know, like the difference. Like I, I guess we have to explain this because otherwise people might not understand. So you have Luke Skywalker fighting Vader, for example, and then someone goes, "Man, I want to make some toys of that," and they do, and they sell. And then someone else goes, "Hmm, maybe we should make stuff that can simultaneously be a part of the plot and sell toys." And then Ewoks happen, and then they go, "Hmm." Maybe yeah, we just just make stuff that can be made into toys. Who cares about the plot? Fuck it. Fucking and brilliant. then Porgs were invented. Now, which of those three would be the most substantive in terms of content? I wonder. Yeah. Like, what are the, the ones that actually matter to the script the most versus the ones that were just created to be toys? And that's what Rags's point is. In case was and missed. As, and as being said in the chat, Master Clockwork says, "What the fuck does he keep bringing up? Or why the fuck does he keep bringing up Rags is interjecting?" 
response video. I was like, yeah. And he he does it as if you've ignored or left things out, which you don't. You play the stuff as it goes. And, and it's, it's like, there. And do you want to know TRO who does admitted, take things out? <laughs> this is interesting. Chaos Zeg says, TRO has admitted Rags saw the whole video, then keeps acting like Rags hasn't seen the video yet. Yeah. The Why is Rags mad move? about furry representation? For <laughs> <laughs> the story forward. Amongst this, Rags also poses the question that would Aichi not agree that something is more meaningful when it is integral to the plot? But do you not agree that things are more yeah. meaningful when they have a direct influence on the plot? I don't know how Aichi would respond to this unless he made a video response, which he won't. Why but I'm sure they? he does agree that something is more meaningful to the- Well that- yeah, What? Boy. You think he'd yeah, agree? Boy. Which means that Rags was valid in this entire se sequence, right? Hooray! Plot when it has a direct what effect. What an amazing and he wasn't trying to stay of me. Otherwise, as he said, it's just a side note. He wasn't trying to stay it otherwise, it was just a side note. I'm pretty sure I ate everything's point was that minions are worse because they affect the plot. And Rags has said, wouldn't it be better if they affect the plot? And then you said, yeah, he probably would agree, but that's not what his point was. What? 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 <laughs> I'm not following. We're having we're a mini four hours in. I'm almost at the end of what I'm gonna put up with here. <laughs> Let's carry on. Reference per video is a running joke on this channel, something that I didn't even notice until a few videos ago. Although I get it, as I assume uninterrupted content over a certain mark might be automatically claimed, and that if you were to skip over a certain part, some people would accuse him of missing points. It just seems sometimes the interruptions unnecessary. We've already like, been over how it's valid, so you're yeah, just wrong this on this. Is, yeah, TRA. it's valid. It doesn't matter. I but. make points that he doesn't agree with are necessary and excessive the idea that a star wars film can be said to be objectively without value what 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 <laughs> we cut back to, to, to rewind Quentin. rewind the tape we cut back to Quentin. what do we get immediately Jamie, something we never tape. fucking said i've got to hear that again go back a little one, bit one two seven let's go to five oh 127 yeah 127 50 Actively oh, I gotta go back even further. Awkward <sighs> with this timeline. One, two, seven. I know it's a long video. One, two, seven. There, that should do it. Excessive. The idea that a Star Wars film can be said to be objectively without value because it sold toys. How little do you have to know about the history of Star Wars film? What the fuck? Who fucking Where said that, Quintus? Who fucking Where said that? Where did you get this? What is wrong what with you? <laughs> it's like you're just talking to yourself and you don't even know I'm here. What are you doing, Quinton? This is not like doing? remotely respectable. You just implied that me what and Rag said Star Wars The Last Jedi is without value because they're selling toys with it. What the fuck are you talking about? What? <sighs> Jesus oh Christ. God. Like. This is insane. <laughs> this the jelly like, man is, is back. It's like, the it's the straw man that just destroys itself. It's so stupid that no one would have said it. How do you? I don't know how you can so consistently argue against points that aren't made and just make shit up. Is that what you took away from what I said? Just like in what universe? He's just wow, making man. shit up. Yes. Yeah, like... You're just making shit up. Wow.
What a joke of a film and the toy industry to know that the franchise has only been so amazingly successful wow. and bombastic because of the existence of companies like Kenner. I went to the Museum of Moving Image a few weeks ago and shiny memes so aside, it was a lot there of fun. And, and there's a whole like <laughs> chunk of the museum where they're just showing off Star Wars toys because it's that important to the story of how media was- Congratulations, you're beating the shit out wow. of this straw man. Like, you're really Good doing job. well. I agree. Memorabilia can be important for history. I totally agree. Why the fuck are you spending so much time on this? I'm just glad you got the exercise, man. Yeah, just just punch that straw man. Beat him was up. Consumed Do in it. the West. A Star Wars Fucking movie selling toys up. does not make it soulless or capitalistic. It just makes it a Star it Wars does, movie. It makes it capitalistic. Oh. <laughs> of course yeah, it, it makes it capitalistic. Makes it capitalistic. <laughs> what the fuck you? Fucking selling products to a market based on demand. Of course it makes it capitalistic. I don't think that's wrong. No, neither do bad. I. I'm just like, yeah, it is what it is. To say uh, it's soulless? Uh, it depends. Depends. I think the Porgs are soulless. You know, I think the crystal, the precious Crystal Fox boys, I think they're soulless. You know? <laughs> Citizen Kane doesn't have toys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have like a little guy dressed in a suit. Like, oh my, God, my Citizen Kane, Kane toy. The Kane from Citizen it's Kane. I got the parrot from the parrot scene. <laughs> We're missing something really important here. At some point, I Hate Everything offhandedly states that he liked the kamikaze scene, and Rags oh. responds by saying, We're It was visually that. stunning, but it contradicted the- Ooh! Did you catch that? He said that Rags said it was visually stunning. Didn't he say earlier something along the lines of, like, that we, we said something like that nothing was stunning in the film? Or something? Am I remembering that wrong? Um, I can't remember, but at this point, I'm gonna just give you the default point. Well, that he's just like, this is Quentin, so why even bother? interesting segue, though. No, yeah, that's true. He's like, oh, we're gonna talk about the hyperspace jump now. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's the thing, okay. this, there's no structure in this. It's like, rags, this film does not have zero value because it sells toys. Now, back to the hyperspace kamikaze. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> so, now that that straw man's fucked up, I Let's move on, on to the next one. Really important here. At some point, okay. I hate everything offhandedly states that he liked the kamikaze scene, and Rags responds by saying, It was visually stunning, but it contradicted the Star Wars lore. Yep. The hyperspace kamikaze yes. was visually stunning, but it made absolutely no sense in the Star Wars universe. Yep. So you're left going, wait, explain that point. How does it contradict the Star Wars lore? Because the everyone would be fucking doing it all the time, you stupid idiot. Yeah, and the, uh, like, the counter-arguments like are so weak. Self, like, it's so fucking self-evident to, like, a normal person. Like, even my dad. Like, I, I told this to my, my dad, who loved The Last Jedi. And I said, why haven't they always been doing this? And my dad said, just don't think about it. Like, his, he was one of those, like, just dismiss it, don't worry about it. Just, mm -hmm. you know, it was a really cool scene. It was really awesome. Yeah, it looked really, really neat, and it was really cool in the theater. Like, he didn't even try and defend it, because even that is better than trying to defend a bad song. It's just... Oh, man. And I'll, I'll give it to you, Rags. Like, if you don't actually argue why, I wouldn't even blame you, because it seems so blatant. Like, isn't it pretty obvious? The point is, we would have seen this in the other films. That's, that's like, the we point. We would have seen that more in this film. Yeah. That's like, you don't even well, have to go to other films. All those ships like, that just get blown up, it's like, why didn't they hyperdrive? It's like, yeah. they were out of fuel, so why didn't yeah. they do it at the beginning? Yeah, why didn't they start when they, it's like, right when we have enough fuel to do one last hyperspace jump, just kamikaze into the planes behind us. Or the ships behind us. 
figure out what he was talking about again is going to Mahler's video, finding the same part, and then seeing what he had to say. Are you fucking complaining about the fact that we have to go and find context in what Rags is arguing about when all you do is lack context or make lines up for I, us? I think he's tr he's gonna try and say that we use very similar wording. <clears throat> well, he, he say he's saying that stunning. you reference me, apparently, so like, we yeah, have to go to my video to know what your argument is. But yeah, your your video was very much. Uh, I, I learned a great deal from the film based on your video, as many people did. <sighs> so there will be similarities in the ways that we um, similarities in the way that we express our ideas. And and this is what Rags meant. What and I that meant brings us to a no. Major I said exactly what I meant. <laughs> no, no, he knows I what you meant. I said exactly what I fucking meant. He knows. Oh, what you're trying you to meant. get inside my head. Why, in all seven of the mainline episodes of Star Wars and Rogue One up to this point have we not seen this kind of maneuver? Okay. First of all, why don't more Star Wars movies feature scenes of really expensive, big ships that they- being used to ram into other because ships? Because you're stupid. Framing the question like that instantly shows us how little you understand the concept. So I think- Every word out of your mouth, Quentin is just detrimental to your position. What he's referencing there, I think, is in Rogue One, they disable a Star Destroyer with, I think it's ion cannons, and then they push it with like a hammerhead sort of ship into yep. another Star Destroyer, and he's saying, hey, why isn't that in all the other films? And my answer to that is, when would it be contextually useful yeah, to do that? And when would it have been- a very specific maneuver. And not just that, but like, it's dangerous as fuck to do that move, to try and push yeah. a Star Destroyer when you've got TIE Fighters everywhere. <laughs> like, it's not a guarantee at all. Hyper Hyperdrive Kamikaze. And besides, that's Rogue One. Who said that I think that that isn't a contradiction? Yeah, and this is whataboutism, again. And here's the thing here. So, you've got- the the fact that he frames this as that like this is a valuable useful ship obviously they wouldn't be using valuable useful ships until the time when there was nothing else you could possibly ever do with it like in the last jedi they would at the very last second they would turn him around in hyperspace and hyperspace mm -hmm. hyperspace kamikaze they would just take pieces of junk and strap an engine to him yeah this so yeah, obviously they wouldn't have these very big, elaborate, useful ships and then just waste them if their purpose was to well, Kamikaze. He's gonna, this, this is the other problem with this, Rags, is that I have, I think, five counter-arguments I present in my own video, and they're all the ones that... So, like, uh, this is the first time they've been able to do it. Uh, it the ship has to be that big. Uh, the, you know, there's loads of counter-arguments. I bring them all up and I knock them all down, and I guarantee you he's not going to reference that at all. Also, someone someone went back to my original video and said, "Indeed, um, when I talk about how they don't use force powers in that fight, I am talking about the throne room fight." So, oh yeah, we've got the we've even got the timestamp yeah. for it. Th that's probably the yeah. biggest flaw of this entire video because it's just a blatant malicious lie. Yeah. Like you can't get around yeah. it. It's not. It's just. It's not a bad argument. It's just malicious. It's just taking some out of context. Maybe the same reason that, that all other war movies do that so sparingly. Because no, it's, it's kind not. of a bad idea. It's an idea. amazing idea. They they, <laughs> they destroyed like eight, what, a dozen? Yeah, I believe it's 11 Star Destroyers and the Supremacy. I believe that's the result. For which, the price of one? Holy shit, That's ball. insane value. That is incredible value. And that's just a ship that they were using anyway, it, not to mention all the other use they got out of status. And let's not forget, Rags is like, oh yeah. Remember in Return of the Jedi when several ships that are like the Radis, they're called capital ships, they're from the Mon Calamari, I believe, uh, at least two of them are blown up by the Death Star. 
throughout that scene, where, where you'd be like, oh, so they probably should have just hyperdrived into the Death Star then. That might have been a good idea if people could do that, but obviously the original trilogy uh, ran as if you could not do that. As did the prequels, yeah, as did Rogue One. I mean, that, that's like, I think that Quentin is too stupid to understand that if this was a thing that you could do, that practically all of space combat would be focused around this one aspect. This one tactic would be the central point around which every other strategy would be derived. Everything would be built around being able to accelerate things to hyperspeed and hitting them into other things. And let's just put it this way, Quentin, so you understand. Uh, destroying a part of your fleet for the entire enemy fleet, that, that's, a, that's a plus in the Book of War. That's pretty fucking good. It's, a, it's definitely, and it's the kind of thing where you'd be like, at this point, the First Order should be hyperdriving one of their Star Destroyers into the Radis. They just just empty it out. They've got eleven. <laughs> just empty they it just out. Hyperspace. Just a shuttle. They just take one of their shuttles and like, yeah, just hyperspace into the Radis, which and, makes you wonder. Oh, and I never even thought about it the other way. Fuck, you're right. Well, how come the First Order doesn't just take one of their transport ships, put um, a droid on it? As as Mudboy has yeah. just highlighted, by the way, it's like why even why do you even have a Death Star at this point? Why don't you just create big blocks of cement and fire them into planets? I mean, like it just fucks with everything so much. And even if, oh, jeez, there's so much wrong with it. Well, once upon a time, I mean, we the... could just say it's not a thing you can do. Not a thing you can do. But now it's like, oh, it is. But there's all these really complicated, fan-invented reasons why you can't do it in any other situation. I mean, the fact that Quentin is going to... I wonder if the right opinion is going to defend it. I think you'll leave this to Quentin because he doesn't know Star Wars very well, but we'll see. That is so shit. visually stunning, so wow. clever, and so obvious. It'll be the opposite of clever, Quentin, if it no, counters its own fucking rules. If it was obvious, it wouldn't be clever. Generally, the obvious things aren't considered the clever ones. In terms of the universe, that you think to yourself, how has no one thought of this before? Yeah. Wait, you think it's so clever that it makes sense no one thought of it? To literally hyperdrive into someone. Why would no one have thought of that oh before? <laughs> like, do you, does Quentin not understand that the original functionality of, like, triremes and shit is that they're rams? You ram them into enemy ships? You know, he comes across as naive. It's like, do you know anything about humanity? Weaponizing shit do is, like, one of the first things we do <laughs> like, whenever we find like, a new of, resource. Of course they would fucking think of this. God. <laughs> it's incomprehensible how stupid this person is. Your response is to say, this is bad because if this was possible, one of the other- We're not saying it isn't possible. We have problems because now apparently it is. It both is and isn't. <laughs> like, is it, like, well, we assume that it uh, isn't in the other films because they don't do it when they should do it. But now we've established- thing and i'm like oh okay then the fact that he's trying to defend this when it's just oh and, man and, and how long has hyperdrive existed dare i even ask lore thousands experts, like, of years in the star wars universe it's like did no one try it not even some random yeah, dude like it is the warhammer ship. universe where technology's like at a stagnant point pretty much um and is uh, it's just, it's just of insane. All the hills to die on. I know. <laughs> like, oh man, of all the hills to die on.
other movies would have done this. If that's the case, then I don't know what to say because then you should have kept your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> Why would if he do that? You don't know what to say. Shut up. If you don't know what loud to say, mouth then... would be one of the very I don't know poignant labels for Quentin. I think through this video. God, brush your fucking teeth. <laughs> Jesus, you ever thought of that? Wow, ad hom. Because your standard for what these movies can do at this point is so limited. That just speaks to your imagination. That yeah, that's really sad, Quentin, that you think that wow. setting up your own rules in your universe means that you're limited. It means you have to be creative to generate new stories. Just like, do you know the rules of the that's universe incredible. that we are in have been set since the dawn of fucking time, and yet new things yeah. keep happening? How crazy is that? It's insane that he thinks that if you don't have hyperspace kamikaze, you can't have interesting space battles. <laughs> well, if like, you remember, that's, uh, that's insane. Uh, who who made that point? I think it was Patrick Willems. He said that um, if we don't have Holdo for no reason, keeping the information from Poe, then we don't get an interesting story. And it's like, oh god, that's it's your like standard most, for writing. It's just inventing the worst reason for things imaginable, or accepting a terrible reason. And the idea that this is a critic who. Who, I, and I think that every critic, to some degree, probably fancies they can write things to some degree. You know, they kind of go hand in hand, I would imagine. Just, but this lack of imagination and this this defeatist attitude, yeah, that there is no possible way to have done better. It's like, would you have said this before Rogue One came out and they fucking used the hammer maneuver? And you know, it's like, see, for me, right? I could I can listen out to an argument for it. I know there's some people who don't like it, but. When I saw that hammer maneuver in, in Rogue One, I remember thinking to myself, like, huh, I guess that huh. would work, because if you disabled the ship, you could then just push it into another one, and the, the sheer size of them probably would clash. But again, if someone was yeah, like, it shouldn't make sense because of X, Y, and Z, I'm willing to hear the argument. But as far as I know, that does oh, yeah. make sense. Yeah, I, I would say it probably makes sense. You disable a ship, if you can hit it with something and change its direction, then it essentially becomes a huge, basically a glorified hammer. A battering ram, essentially. Mm. Um, but the hyperspace one, oh man, oh wow. man, <laughs> what a what a hill! Because I we mean, have to directly copy the first another. seven movies. If Star Wars failed to reinvent, if they failed to make audience reinvent, also known as reinvent. completely contradict yourself, apparently, retcon and reinvent. This is grasp onto the universe in new ways. If they failed to be to be interesting and new, interesting. You have to be it, contradictive it to be interesting, interesting. now. I, it's just these insanely low standards that he sets for writing. It's, and again, it's arguing against someone who doesn't exist. Me and Rags never said that uh, you shouldn't reinvent, that you shouldn't remain interesting. It's like as if we would ever fucking like, make these claims. It's like, no, we just don't want you to contradict rules that actually built the stakes in the previous films. Do you know why yeah, it was so tension-filled to see the Death Star blowing everyone up in Re Re Return of the Jedi? Because we knew they couldn't just hyperspace into it. Yeah, because it was a threat. You couldn't just, oh, okay, I guess, well, you know, that's that. Ugh. We would not have made it past episode six. Ridiculous. character is a bit as like, As if, here's the thing, he's like, I guess he thinks in his mind that George Lucas, in his three movies, expanded, in, in sorry, expended every single thing that could possibly be done in the entirety of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, it's not like it's an enormous world like, with amazing like technology and aliens. Literally nothing else could be depicted or shown. Yeah. It's, just a, it's a really like, sad counter, because it's just like, just leave it alone, it's new, leave it alone. It's so fucking defeatist and pathetic.
fucking disaster. Just subbing in Admiral Akbar would not have solved anything. It would have been a pretty damn I good start. It would have been a good start, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree, Rags. Her character was so useless, forced, and unnecessary that you could have swapped her for Admiral Akbar and nothing would have changed in the story. For many, it's not the casting that defines the character, it's the character themselves. What is Holdo's I've, character? What is, yeah, Tiara, don't even go there. Holdo doesn't have a character, she's a prop. She's, she's there. To ignore an obstruction. Yeah, she's there. She's there for Poe's arc, if you could even fucking call it that. Yeah, to be generous and call it an arc, which is like <clears> an again an arc moving backwards. He's worse off because of this arc. Yeah, just don't um, don't even bother. I'm I'm uh, I'm interested to see if he's gonna fucking talk about her character. I found most of Holder's decisions to be more questionable rather than who she was. So yes, Agbar wouldn't have changed much on a casting basis alone, but it also didn't help the actor portraying him had passed away. I think whoever was casted. No, I don't care about the casting, man. Yes, yeah, that's not the point. It's a, it's yeah. about using someone who's already in the universe, who has the exact same fucking rank, and you blew him out the airlock. And it's like, you know, as much as I'll respect the original voice actor, you can you can get an impersonator for Admiral Akbar. Yeah. I mean, hell, I they mean, CGI'd I, 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 yeah. in Tarkin and Leia, so. Uh, and it, and it, I mean, Leia's voice changes. I mean, she's the same actor, and her voice changes. Yeah, yeah, this is the thing. It's, it's you can do it. To to uh, and and just be like we've got so if Akbar, you bring in Akbar as Rag said that's a start and then we we involve this idea that he thinks Poe might be a mole. I know it's unreasonable, but maybe we can make it work if, after a few redrafts of the script, Ryan. But um, no, because everything no, there's no possible way. Everything has been done before. <laughs> you have there's to do no something insane to... and bring in purple hair lady, otherwise you're not reinventing. Listen, Admiral Akbar is Darth Plagueis the Wise. <laughs> you just blowed out the airlock because they were like, trust Clever me. Clever girl. <laughs> From a personal point of view, especially given the context, it's more understandable. Rags then makes an alternative scene suggestion. It would have made much more sense if they insisted on keeping that stupid kamikaze maneuver. To have Admiral Akbar be the one to do it himself. Perhaps he turns the ship around and he <clears throat> begins to charge up the lightspeed engines and then the Imperial captain sees it from the deck of the Supremacy and he turns around to say, It's a trap! before Admiral Akbar slams through the ship. Oh, it would have been so God, wonderful. God, that'd be so good! It would have been so wonderful. Oh, that'd be so good! <laughs> you just shed a tear like, Oh, Akbar. You, you, you so set that trap, Akbar. Oh, that was so good because Admiral Akbar is known for saying that thing, but now somebody else is saying it because of him, and that's what we know him for saying. It'd be so fucking good. I mean, he'd still fucking break the shit out of the. I was gonna say you would. You need to go further than that. Like, than just that, but at hey, at least it would it. be in service of a fucking character and decimates the enemy fleet. Which, I guess is fine if that's what you want, though I think the it's a trap meme is rather dead at this point. Them being it wouldn't be a meme! It wouldn't be an actual it thing. It would make sense in universe. <laughs> it would make sense for them to say that. Because they've been following this ship around and they're all lined up and... I mean... I mean, to, to say something he said about you earlier, you didn't even disagree there, Tiaro. You just said, like, eh, I mean, if that works for you. It's like, alright then. But even when we agree, I get the the this the worst worst. Oh yeah, he hates agreeing God. with you. <laughs> He'd be like, well, I guess I kind of agree with him. Yeah, yeah, Ultimately, so no less about him from the movies than we do Laura Dern's character. What do we fucking know oh, about Laura Dern's character? God, I remember this point too. So he's saying like, if you look at it right now, we know more about Al uh, Holder than we do about Akbar, and it's like that is true, but only because of the Last Jedi, where they fucking flushed Akbar out the window. And they, yeah, they decided, decided to give her lines to of dialogue. That. That's their choice. Yeah, if she wasn't, that's the thing. If you went with my decision, 
right? Which is better. And Disney could have had that one for free if they asked. <laughs> so we it's it's it was an arbitrary decision for them to have Holdo exist, period, from nowhere. And to have him die just so unceremoniously and off, off borderline off screen. So, yeah, obviously that wouldn't have even happened if you did my idea, though. And it's like, yeah, so I was right. Holdo gets I, more development yeah. than Akbar, which is precisely our problem. It's not that that's a reason why Holdo should have more screen time than Akbar. It's just like such circular reasoning. Because that's how they decided to write the characters, which go. was a huge mistake. Both of these statements are true, and whether it's a mistake or not, as Rags asserts, it's hard for us to say what would be better, as we have not seen the ultimate reality. so much be better. <laughs> fucking Mine anything would be better than Holdo. Come on, TRO. Like, come on, <clears throat> Holdo was so fucking shit. Like, any, I'd take, I'd roll the dice and be like, anything. Yeah. Anything, just something else in which Akbar is in charge. For me at least, I was more interested in what the character did rather than who they were. Furthermore, I don't get why people act like replacing Dern with Akbar would have changed anything. It's removing I mean, an in an alternate timeline. It would change a lot and just- And replacing it with one who's established in the universe. Yeah, by virtue alone of the fact that we wouldn't have her crap- Like, they'd have to rewrite the dialogue because you wouldn't hear Dern lines out of Akbar. They'd have to change it up. Uh, the fact that th this is all about, like, as as Rag said, this is a start, and he's he's referenced like the payoff. Obviously, that's, that's, that's it's pretty superficial as a payoff because we already have a problem with the hyperdrive so ramming anyway. But like the changes don't just stop with you literally superimpose a fucking picture of Akbar over Holdo, and then you run the film the exact same way. Yeah, obviously he would do Akbar things. <clears throat> yeah, and you could explore his character, and he could refer to the past. When we fought the first Death Star, we didn't, you know, such and such. When he he could talk about the stuff that he had done, exactly, right? and it could be very he's anchored impactful. in the story already. Where the actor hadn't died and Akbar had been given a featuring role, they wouldn't have had to change how Dern he was written exist. because Akbar is such a boring. No, lifeless... because he hasn't had a chance for it yet. He hasn't, That's he, the thing. thing. We don't know if he's boring and lifeless. We haven't had the chance to explore his character. He has like but he's two minutes the of universe. screen time. It's like we 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 don't even know Akbar. And this is the point. He's there. We know he's he hasn't been invented. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Admiral Akbar has been established to do more military stuff than Holdo does. Remember the line where he's like, oh, is that the Holdo from the planet blah 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 where they had the war blah blah? You could sw swap that out for Akbar, the guy who took down the second Death Star. And that actually happened. <laughs> like, we actually yeah, saw that. Like or the like guy who he helped take the... down the second Death Star, obviously. He's not in the movie for long, but he says things. He tells, tells people, like, do military maneuvers. He establishes himself as a military leader. God damn it, Quinton. Is being a meme in the early 2000s. Akbar being in the role would have changed nothing but the color of Dern's skin. Wrong. I only, only if you decided to do nothing with it. <laughs> He's but saying that Holdo looks like Akbar, but with white skin. <laughs> That's a bit embarrassing, Quinton. <laughs> That's kind of embarrassing. I don't know why he'd insult Admiral Akbar like that. Yeah, I mean, fuck, he's hot compared to Holdo, come on. Yeah, man. It's just like, man, it's so pathetic. It's an offhand statement that Poe basically screwed over the Rebellion with his numerous mistakes. Who? Yeah, name no. one. Name one. Name one mistake Poe made with the information he had. Yeah, and yeah exactly. Rags 
gets very upset about this, insisting that Poe was the only character in the entire movie who is acting sensibly. Yep. Now, I understand Close. why you would think this is the case, because Poe is portrayed to make you think that he's the hero. Is. Just reference a mistake he made, Quentin. Stop going with a fucking metaphor. But that's yeah, only man. so you can find out that Hashtag he did wrong things wrong. later in the movie? He did wrong things. That's how he just explained. Poe did wrong things. He did things. wrong things. Like, if you rewrote the script in such a way that Poe got killed off in the first ten minutes, and he wasn't in the rest of the movie, then the Rebellion would have gotten out of- You're right. No! No, 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 he's no, right, he's... but it's because of Holdo, not because of Poe. Well, what I'm- what I'm saying is, he's doing this thing where he acts like these characters are in a vacuum. Yeah. And I'm like, if you change something like that with Poe not being around, then you would have to have somebody else to do the things. And if they didn't do any of those things, well, the characters would be changed by that stuff. And who knows what they would have done in that place. It's just, it, it's it's like, it's like this domino effect. Well, you know, he assumes. His proof that Poe is to blame and made mistakes is the fact that if Poe didn't exist, things would have gone well. But it's that's that's the same logic as uh, you know the Winter Soldier fucks up a lot of shit in um, well Civil War and Winter Soldier. You could be like, so clearly Winter Soldier did a bunch of wrong things because if he wasn't in it, these wouldn't have happened. It's like that's not true. He was he was fucking brainwashed. Like it, it, it takes a bit more nuance than that. Uh, Poe wouldn't have made all his decisions had. Uh, Holdo not been retarded. It's it's definitely yeah, you know, Holdo's fault, not Poe's. And the thing is, if Poe had not destroyed the Dreadnought, then the movie would have been done. Yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> the, the, the Dreadnought would have wiped them out, over. so... The Dreadnought would have just blown them up. If we're gonna go with the vague, broad definition, if Poe never existed in the, in the film... I think he said it never existed after the first ten minutes to cover his ass there, but... Let's say Poe never existed at all. The entire Resistance is dead. Twice, by the way, because he knocked out the Starkiller. I don't know, man. It's it's weak. But yeah, all this because he <clears> thinks... <throat> it's like, imagine, like, I don't, what this fascination they have with Holdo. Well, it's just it's sad. Like, oh. It's like, just let it go. Holdo's awful. She's a really awfully written character. It's like, no, no, nothing's bad about The Last Jedi. No, 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 no. It's like, oh, God. Man. Their arguments are just just as bad as everything else in this video. This movie completely fine. Firstly, he destroys an entire classification of their fleet and kills well over a hundred of their barely surviving crew members. Poe kills them. Poe. I think you may have Poe seen a different film, mate. Uh, Poe isn't a psychopathic uh, murderer who runs around stabbing people or anything. Well, he's responding to people that don't exist. Maybe he's talking about a movie we're not aware. Oh. That would explain this entire video, Rags. They're watching it. They've been watching a different film to us. There See, we go. See, this video is like an SCP. This is actually <laughs> like a clip from an alternate universe that somehow bled into our version of YouTube. By the way, do you know and... um, him saying that he that Poe's killed everyone? He reminds me of like propaganda. Like if you were on the front lines, you uh... knew what Poe did. But then if you look at it from the perspective of like the war generals that generate all of the media, like Poe is evil. He killed everyone. That's what he actually did. And it's like, did he? Yeah, you think the Nazis thought very highly of Vasily Zaitsev. Very interesting, Quentin. You're like you have to sell Poe's decisions as the the results we saw on screen, even though it's obviously Holdo's fault that everyone gets killed, not Poe's. It's like if I and fundamentally, Snoke is the one who kills them, so you know, how, how do we want to frame this? This depends. It's completely up to you, I suppose. 
to do something that has nothing to do with their survival and against a direct order from their general. Now I can see because he uh, saved everyone's lives. A direct order of the from the general to just wait it out and peter Die. out and fucking get killed. If it if the general just sat around doing nothing as the fleet was dying, he would be relieved of command on spot. I just want to if Quentin was here, I'd be like, Quentin, your your uh, your general tells you to take out your pistol and point it at your head and pull the trigger. What do you do? You going to ignore the direct command from your general? Yeah, it's the general. And then it turns out it's that thing. Quentin's I mean, gun was just... swapped out for a gun that injects him with a super intelligence and strength bug that allows him to save the day, and he didn't believe his general. And so everyone dies because he couldn't save them with the with the injection. There you go. I just created a retarded story that's just like The Last Jedi. He's a bad soldier. Bad soldier, Quentin. You should listen to your fucking general. The the scene the scene should have been where Poe saves the fleet, and so Leia says, "Wow, I was wrong. You saved all of our lives, <laughs> and this is confirmed later that you saved well, all of our lives." Uh, it's, I, it's been pointed it's out, like, though. Maybe I should learn to trust those around me, or put more faith in you, Poe, because you made the right call that I didn't see. The 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 fact is as well that um you you gotta you gotta consider that the bombers were already prepped for that very purpose in the beginning. Sorry, your voice isn't coming through, man. It's oh. it's robot in a bit, and I can't hear you now. I hope at least the stream could hear it. Oh dearie, is it any better, or do I sound like a robot still? I'm going to assume I still sound like a robot. Yeah. Uh. Hello, hello, hello. I heard you right. I heard. I hear you now. Let's just hope that was a bit of a gap. Hello? Um. It. What I was saying is that uh, Poe's plan the whole time was to knock out the uh the turrets even from the beginning, and so the bombers we we're we're assuming that it must be a part of the plan because otherwise what the hell would be the point in Poe doing that? And on top of that, the bombers appear. About a couple of like space meters away from the the uh, the dreadnought. Yeah, they're right there. They're they're flying. they're not with the they fleet. They are manned, crewed, armed, fueled. <clears throat> they are there. And when you look at how slowly they travel, that means that if slowly they had aborted, they, they yeah. would have been shot down very easily. So uh, ignoring Leia in the in, in the beginning is absolutely valid because he was right, and he does save the resistance by knocking out the dreadnought, and then ignoring Holdo later was completely... I would have done the exact same thing. Again, the analogy with the uh, the gun pointing at Quentin's head is, is what I'm gunning for. Yeah, the, the stranger thing is how Holdo wasn't mutiny... How the mutiny didn't happen, like, by everybody. Yeah. Because if you're on a ship like that, especially in a resistance, which they don't establish how official this military is, but if the general is just sitting around saying, oh, just have hope, and you have the enemy bearing down on you and the clock's ticking and you're not doing anything, not giving any orders, there is absolutely going to be a mutiny because, yeah, chain of command's important, but people don't want to be led to their you know, deaths. Anything, any attempt at anything is better than just sitting there and dying. And the final piece of argumentation I think is relevant, uh... Poe mutes Leia for himself. The bombers choose to follow Poe instead of their general. So it's not Poe's fault. They made their choice. Like, the, the, What else do you want from yeah, that scene? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Pull back, pull back. They don't. Yeah. And and this is the kind of stuff that this this is why a debate or a conversation with Quentin, this would all fall apart because these are pieces of information you can't deny. This is what's objective about the story. And so you're just in trouble at that point. And so it's much better to just make a video where you can invent what me and Rags say and knock down 
straw men and then let that the jelly men fall on themselves I, I i just i like the idea of a jelly man it feels like something that that quentin would have invented for him he looks like he's made of jelly <clears throat> and so yeah like the, the uh, i mean we've still got a good 13 I don't no, know, 19 man. minutes I don't know of the video would... while we're nearly at four hours and 45 minutes of course no, 23 23 minutes yeah there's gonna be more stuff that he's gotten wrong but i mean me and rags have basically torn apart an hour and a half of this jeez so like i know there's a lot of people who want us to go right to the end but i don't think we're going to be able to pull that off without going over six hours again which is not exactly preferable for us i am this is awful man no it is really bad this vid like this is the worst i've ever seen well, I mean, it's going to be the worst for us because it's about us. At least the other topics, like, don't concern us as directly. Yeah. Like, this is about us, and it's just blatant strawmanning, taking us out of context, implying intention when there isn't any, making shit up. Like, this is shit. And quite frankly, when the right opinion said that he was thinking about taking it down, you should have. You should have taken this video down because this video is a stain on your channel. Yeah, I would say so. As someone who actually like likes a lot of the content he comes out with, like this is easily his worst video. This is this is bad, man. Like I don't I don't know you. I don't know anything about you other than this video is terrible. And yeah, um, like, I, I, mean, I stand I... by my video, and I can back that up, and I have been for the last fucking <laughs> eleven ten hours. But man, this would be really tough. Yeah, and some people like, are like, yeah, I'm going to stand by that. Some people are asking if we do a part three. It's like, I, I feel like this is not going to be anything different, really. I feel like we'd be beating a dead horse. Yeah, like two parts, I think, is excessive alone, to be honest. This going to be two EFAPs and of just And they're not even Quentin like normal parts. They're six and four or five hours, whatever yeah. it is, man. Well, I was going to say, are you would oh. you be happy to sort of stop here, or do you want to give it a few more minutes? Like, what, yes. what, what would you prefer? Um... We let's get to the end of Quentin's being wrong section here, and then we can call it. Okay. He blew up a lot of bad guys, but when they get a new leader, Poe actively acts like she must be evil or stupid because she's. It kind of like the whole audience do. Yeah, man. Like, why can you not see why people? Not, this isn't even talking about whether or not you agree with. Them. Can't you see why people would think that? And can't you see why many characters in the film see it that way? She is incompetent as a leader. And again, we're meant to believe that Poe is on the right and that she is on the wrong so that we can find out that we as an audience are wrong. Poe then personally sends... That's not why. The film definitely portrays it that way. It doesn't make any sense. Yes, the film is trying to do something, but it fails miserably at it and kind of proves the opposite point because of how incompetently it's written and portrayed. Hashtag Poe did nothing wrong. Rose and Finn on a mission that almost everyone seems to agree had no point and worked directly against the cause of the rebellion and just wasted a lot of time and resources and how you can attack the director from an out-of-universe perspective but not the person who planned the mission from an in-universe perspective is <laughs> because, because he wrote who it. wrote the fucking movie quit this isn't a thing that actually happened this was a story that someone you think wrote these characters are not real <laughs> the characters in the film don't exist good lord quentin oh my god holdo isn't real <laughs>
She's a character in a work of fiction. They didn't write their own scripts. Extremely confusing. That's because you're a simpleton. And then he figures out what Holdo's plan is, and he tells Finn, Poe, and some stranger over no, he a doesn't. weak comm signal he doesn't the tell entire DJ deliberately. plan. And then he says, by the way, go on that ship with the bad guys. And then they all get kidnapped God. by the First Order. It's like my pausing is nope. super delayed. Uh, yeah, he he's talking to Finn. It is Finn's fault that DJ hears the plan. He does not tell DJ. He tells what was it Rose or Poe who was holding it? Is Poe is talking to Rose and Finn on a little telecom, and then he says, "Have you guys found the codebreaker, which has been vouched for by Maz?" And what does Finn say? Uh, we found a codebreaker. Yeah, that's not on Poe. That's on the people. That's there on Finn. Who are like, yeah, it's. Damn my internet. Yeah, and whenever Poe in, they don't say that, you know, let's go someplace private or keep it down or put it into, do I have a headset or something? No, no, it's just, oh, <laughs> man, this is a weak sauce defense for it. And if anything, it makes it makes Poe and Finn look incompetent, not Poe. Eh, sorry, it makes Finn and Rose look incompetent, not Poe. So this is a stupid point, Quentin. Just um, like the rest of all the ones that you've made. I'm just gonna do and the same thing I did. Can't distinguish between fantasy and reality. Give me, give me one second. You can still hear me. Holdo isn't the real. And Ryan Johnson realm. Hello. But essentially. Uh, everything Finn and Rose does. Yes, everything Finn and Rose. Yeah, I was saying that this point that he's making doesn't make Poe look incompetent. It makes Finn and Rose look like they fucked up royally. It's not Poe's fault. It is Finn and Rose's fault. Yeah, they should have been smarter than to fucking let that guy hear the correspondence from the leader of the Resistance. They should have been like, go wait in another room, please. So, I don't know how long Quentin will carry on with this just inherently flawed idea, but okay. And the stranger tells the First Order what the plan is, and a lot it's of people die! Fault. But the fans stand around like, oh, Holdo should have told him more. Yes! Tux. Yes! What? That's yes. Not even, you're not countering this, Quinn. You're just putting on a stupid voice. Yeah. That's not an argument. You're not making an argument. She should have told the fucking, well, whoever his rank was, Commander? Or Major? Or whatever? Captain, I think he got demoted to. Captain. You tell your captain the plan, and I don't buy that bullshit about he she thought he was a spy. Yeah, no, the it's guy not in the film. Killer base and the dreadnought is it's not a in the spy. film. And she yeah. actually says that she does like him. Remember, so you gotta really yeah, doubt I the like fact him. that she thinks also, he's a fucking he's, bull. Like he's our number one war hero. It's like, it just doesn't make any sense. You put on a stupid side. voice, rags. You fucked. You put on a stupid. Yeah, voice. I guess. But it really helped out. Contextually, they're on a ship. That where they have to guard the escape pods because almost everyone is trying to sneak out. Second of all, Poe told so? the. F what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, that doesn't have anything to do with anything. Why do they have to guard the escape pods? Why would people want to leave if there's a plan? Exactly. They wouldn't leave Why on the escape pods if they knew the plan because the plan would be better than going through the escape pods. Yeah, Quentin, you're dumb. The less you talk, the better your argument is. <laughs> He's making the film worse. First order, what the plan was, and your answer is, 
wish to just give him more top secret militaristic. Uh, no, because Poe's not in the no. first order. You fucking trollop. Yes. Like, what are you talking about? Poe would have heard the plan and been like, right then, let's sit down and do nothing do for the it. whole film. Yeah, yeah. Information and was the difference between his understanding of the plan and the actual plan really that great? Because you see, his he thought they were gonna it. sneak away on some ships and just try and sneak away from the battle and- Yeah, that's a bit different from having a planet to be able to hide on versus just sneaking away, hopefully. It's space. Where are you gonna hide? This is- are you- he's, he's suggesting that Poe's plan is no real difference from Holdo's plan or something? It's like, well, shouldn't that then add to our argument that you should have told him the plan because he was on board with one that was similar? Yeah. Fucking I mean, hell, man. Quentin. Jeez, you're really in a non-heroic way. And then and then later Leia tells him, well, actually, we were gonna sneak away from the battle and hide on a planet. Like, I don't know how more information would have stopped this. How do you hide a planet? What do you, what do you mean he doesn't understand how more information would have it's like that information Poe literally says, Wow, this might actually work. But Poe's on board with it, so none of the shit with the stupid yes. B plot would have happened. None of that would have happened. How is that not significant as a change? That's ignoring the fact that somehow the First Order just didn't look out a window and see <laughs> this planet or anything like that. Like, that's ignoring all of that nonsense that doesn't make any sense in any universe. Like, how did, how did TRO proof this and be like, that makes sense. That's a good argument. It's terrible. Oh, man. Poe's just an idiot. Literally the only thing he does right in the movie is when he helps them escape from Crate without the First Order noticing. And the whole point of that scene is that Leia literally gives him command because he's doing the right- Yeah, other than every other right decision he makes, that's the only right decision he makes. I agree with you. That was right, but also the other ones were right too. And let's not even talk about how stupid that scene is where C-3PO is like, there is no other way out of this place, and then he's like, wait, there's gotta be, right? Like, ten minutes later, and he's like, you know, actually, yes, there may be a way out of this place. It's like, oh. I mean, I would, yeah. It's like, there was a path, but it's covered up by, you know, a, a close or a gap or something. And even... I don't get it, man. I just... The Poe thing is just... It should be so cut and dry to people. No, no, just... But they just... they. I think they want to think that what the movie wants them to think is actually... Like, it actually makes sense? Right thing. Like, you can pretend... That from a certain skewed point of view, maybe Poe was secretly the hero of the movie, but in order to really- like what Skewed scenes, point of view. <laughs> like, what scenes should we ignore? And Hell also, yeah. why is he implying that the hero can't make mistakes? Maybe because he's used to having Ray be the hero, it's but just... a hero can fuck up. You know, if you do Even the crazy, crazy thing and watch the movie and take the scenes for what they are, you might come up with the idea, the crazy idea that Poe made good decisions. Crazy idea, though. Yeah, it's like someone in comment, like Elvik in the chat is saying, but the movie said Poe is wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, but use your fucking brain. Ugh. Of characters just pointing out that he's done something stupid and that he screwed everyone over, and Poe saying, but he hasn't. Uh oh, you're right, oops. Ideally, she would have had some development in a previous movie or something. I'm Ideally, her home address would have been on Alderaan. <laughs> oh, rags. I kind of understand what she did, because Poe Dameron did ruin everything. What? No, Poe didn't- No, absolutely not, he didn't ruin everything. He was the only person in the fucking resistance who was making the right calls at the time. 
he seemed to be the only person who was doing the right thing. What's worse is that Poe Dameron's arc, if you could call it that, basically revolves around him giving up the traits of his that were useful and were successful and saved people. Instead, teaching him to blindly follow authority even though it will lead to worse scenarios and outcomes. Or alternatively, to be less aggressive and hot-headed even if it leads to worse outcomes because of it. It makes no sense. Aichi follows his previous point by saying that although he accepts its plot contrivances... Um, so do you want to try and... I don't know, do you want to just skip to the end, see how they end it? Yeah. Because, uh, 20 this minutes is, is gonna take us another two hours, I think. Yeah, just fucking go for it. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, how dare I hate everything, try and say who is and isn't a fan. Yeah, 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 me, me, I get to do that, because yeah. oh, I'm objecting that. Oh, you're defending his gatekeeping. I was about to say, wait, oh. did we just catch Quentin say- Oh, see, this is why we shouldn't watch it out of context, uh, we should just skip what, to the end. What, just go back, just go back like tw 15, 20 seconds. What time is it on for you right now? It's 144.59, so go to 144.40. King Alex because he put the words fans in quotation marks. So-called fans. Yeah, that's gatekeeping. Yeah, that's fucking gatekeeping. Very simple. <laughs> it's just... Well, yeah, surely you would you be get, against someone deciding who is and isn't real fans. You got accused of gatekeeping by his entire audience, and it's just so funny, because, like, that's, like, the most classic vision of gatekeeping but, you can get. Like, you're but not a I'm real fan. I'm against it. Like, in my video, I'm against gate... This is, like, the thing. Just because the movie says it doesn't mean it actually is. But I guess oh, because... Oh, so they're not... Quentin says it. Oh, wow, I just realized they've put the timer of your video on screen now. <laughs> oh, that's nifty. May you could have wow, had that. I guess we you got know, a new editor. You could have had that throughout that. the rest of the video, but it might have gotten in the way of your points, so I can understand why you didn't. <laughs> oh, so embarrassing. Fans. But you're gonna tell people who are and are not fans of Star Wars. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah. How dare I hate everything? Try and say who is and is a defense. Yeah, 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 Quentin. Yeah, yeah, me. I think yeah, he, who gives him the well, fucking right to decide who isn't isn't a fan of I something? I think he That's wants to follow up with saying that you do the same thing, but I'm waiting for him to prove it. I want okay. him to prove it. Me, All right. I get to do that because 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 I'm objective. I'm objective. I, I never get to do said that. that. <laughs> but I never said that. I can't foresee you liking Quentin until the end of your days, right <laughs> after this video. Well, he's a piece of shit. Uh, so it, it, that sums up every response we could have to Quentin. I didn't Dark say is that. Absolutely correct. Rhino Milk is way better than Quentin. Oh yes, definitely agree with that. Him though, Jesus, when Alex know. does it, that makes him a bad person. No self-awareness at all. IHE says it's not a piece of dreadful filmmaking. Here's the thing, man, man, that's just—it's just that's. We would we would have missed that if we didn't skip to this random point. I know Quentin. this is the thing. There's probably a, a lot of content to left. To be honest, point, we we a random point in the rest of this film video thing train wreck and it's him just inventing shit just making shit up him in, in doing... fairness that's part of the course of this video at least at least the, the guys the if there is a point you want us to respond to in the end part that we're skipping over just just know that it will common it will likely be us saying we didn't say that like you could just cut that out of this video and play it whatever you see anything else i was gonna say do you want to do the last two minutes let's see what happens in that Interpreted, it is far from my favorite Aichi video, but to frame him as this person who's out for the blood of everyone who dislikes The Last Jedi is something that I cannot disagree with more, and when he attempts to demonstrate that he's going after extreme people, Rags becomes annoyed and says he's meant to be addressing the real criticisms, as if there are points that we're meant to address and points we're not, and when he expresses- 
I no, think I mean, some criticisms are way more substantive than others. Also, that's a really like just 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 a very very a, um, unfair view synopsis. of what Rags' response yeah, was. That's a very interesting um, takeaway from my video. It would be like let, I'll just do the same thing. Tro can't accept that Rags has an opinion, and this entire video is him reading about it. There you go. I can't stand that he agrees with it about as much of it as he does, so he <laughs> tries to tone it down by, yeah, I guess, you know, he yeah. says that, which is fair, I suppose. That was a very unfair summary, and the easiest counter I would have is that I and Everything cites a very reasonable set of comments as the vitriolic backlash, and Rags points out that that's not the case at all with what you've just referenced. Yeah, man. Done. I wonder if The Right Opinion has said anything about the immense vitriol of his the comments in his video. Yeah. What he does like, although sometimes Rags may dispute him with fair and reasonable points, other times he just comes up with half assed explanations to denigrate or dismiss the points. And he like Quinn, <laughs> like Quentin, <laughs> throughout this entire video. We don't know which one he's even referring to from his perspective, other than if I can't prove something with absolute certainty, then I shouldn't even make the judgment on it. I don't know, that's pretty weak sauce though. Oh wait, Lee Brown guy said you missed an important part 144.20 if you watch it interrupted because you did miss the context. They play a clip. I'm not a fan of Quentin, but you did take it out of context. Okay, let's take a look. 144.20. I'm assuming this is back to the comment about the, the fans, thing. is it? I guess. Keep doing the ho 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 self-awareness points. Has buried any real criticism of the film. Self-awareness, folks. By the way, can we just stop to remember all the times in this video that Rags has claimed that I Hate Everything isn't a real fan to prove his point? If you call yourself a Star Wars fan, no, no, no. You're not what I'd call a Star Wars fan. I'd call you a Star Wars apologist. Yeah, it's the same. I mean, the, the, it's pretty coy, and he said it's, not, it's what I would call you. you. I guess you could call yeah. that gatekeeping of some kind, but like... Only in terminology. I mean, that's definitely not what I mean. What I would say is, I, do you honestly think that I would call him a Star Wars... Someone who is defending Star Wars and who has an emotional connection to Star Wars is like not a Star Wars fan? Yeah, I think that's the important like, distinction. It Rags when, didn't say he's I'm not a fan. I'm he saying said he would call I'm him an apologist before calling further. him a fan. Like the idea that they would say that and not see the obvious thing of I'm saying that he is emotionally attached to it and that he is making arguments for it and that he's an apologist for it, but I don't think he's a fan. Yeah, as a, I, really... I, I don't get the impression from that statement that he's saying that I hate everything isn't a fan. Yeah, or that he's not like a real fan or anything like that. Yeah, definitely not. And it's definitely not what I'd take away from it. But I mean, you know, it's. It, 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 it's as if I Hit Everything doesn't do the same but worse, I guess, would be my biggest counter to that. And obviously yeah, Quint Quentin is that. just hypocritical to defend one and attack the other. Yeah. Up this Destiny 2 comparison, like, I which see, is... I see why he would take an issue with it. I'll, I guess in the future I'll be more clear, but I still will stand up for what I said. That yeah. he's, he's an apologist. You know, he's, he's a, I've said that very clearly he's emotionally attached to it. He is a Star Wars apologist, and to think that doesn't include him being a fan of it is kind of strange. Up this Destiny 2 comparison, which is insufficient on multiple occasions. The Destiny 2 comparison is extremely poignant, and it works pretty yeah. much as a slam dunk. Um, and you've not proven otherwise, TRO, from what I've seen. <laughs> like, nope. Although he does close the video by saying he watched the Destiny 2 video, it really does not feel like he did because it in no way reflects the sort of vitriol that I Yeah, as the chat is saying, like, obviously an apologist would be include being a fan of something. You know, you practice... Yeah, you would be a fan to be an something. apologist of the thing. Yeah, 
unless you're playing a devil's advocate, which he's definitely not doing, are you going to be an apologist for things you hate? Like, of course not. Obviously not. Um, I was going to say something about what he just said, but I forgot it. Hang on. You watched the Destiny 2 video? It really does not feel like he did. Because yeah, so, it didn't uh, bit, bit cruel there as well. TRO taking him out of context. Rags did not uh, say that someone saying... The Wilhelm scream is not in The Last Jedi, and that's bad, is the same as the uh, uh, I Hate Everything's video on Destiny 2. The point is that uh, I Hate Everything complains about everybody in this big bubble that includes people like me and people like those comments you referenced, which are exactly the same as what Rags, uh, what I Hate Everything did in his Destiny 2 video. It's just criticism. Long criticism of the story, the mechanics, just everything. And this is the thing, Rags approves of that stuff. I like I like his Destiny 2 video. I thought it was very good. And he's pointing out that I hate everything is criticizing the people who are doing the very thing that he does. It's very simple. Like, you don't need to say, you see, Rags, you're wrong because I hate everything didn't say something like there's no scream in Destiny 2 and that's why it's bad. So they're clearly different things. Like, that's not what Rags said anyway, so. More is, about the wasn't there a comment that's Wasn't there a <clears throat> comment somebody made about I was upset? I was just mad that IHE criticized Destiny? Yeah, and I think he... He might actually reference a couple of like he does he does it in the comment comebacks as well where he highlights people on the other end of the spectrum the ones who love something ridiculously. It's just strange because I made a video about Destiny Two and I think it, I said it was like exceedingly mediocre or something like that. Mm. I, I was not a fan of it and I haven't played it since I made that video. No way reflects the sort of vitriol that IHE is referring to. In all honesty, you're unlikely to enjoy the video if you're an IHE fan, just because of that tone of contempt that Rank seems to pertain. If wait, this is something I'm you enjoy, wait, I, I wouldn't like his video if I'm not no, a fan of him. He said that if you're an IHE everything fan, you're not going to enjoy Rags's video just because of Rags's contempt, like the tone, implying that if you like I hate everything, you're going to struggle to like Rags's video regardless because of the tone. Well, I think a lot of people have the problem of they think that if I criticize something that they like, that I'm criticizing them. Not to mention, uh, I would say worse for your video, TRO. If you're a fan of me, if you're a fan of Rags, if you're a fan of Quinton, if you're a fan of TRO, if you're a fan of I Hate Everything, this video falls short massively. It's. Uh, I was expecting more. Yeah, definitely then more power to you, but it's not for me, I'm sorry. One of the more thought-provoking points made was about the negativity bias, but I'm not sure I actually covered it in the right way. You see, for me, there's a lot more to say when you find something you disagree with rather than when there's something that you agree with. And in reviews and in responses like these, it can often give off the impression that there was more dislike than like. I can see that Rags made some f you know what, there was, there was, it was almost like a two to one. What is, um, is what is the footage low. in the background too? It's, well, you see... <laughs> this represents this is this going to be straddling the middle line or something is that what this represents it represents the balancing that a content ah. creator has to do as he attempts to navigate across the chasm of uh negativity that is uh critic criticism culture on the internet in order to hopefully reach metaphorical success on the other side <laughs> fair points. But on balance, I find oh, that he was anime. too obsessed with his own negativity and consequently diametrically opposing himself to almost everything yeah, that IHE right, said. I think you diametrically oppose yourself to almost everything Rag said because you're trying to defend I hate everything no matter what. Yeah, he sounded kind of grudging that you agreed with me in a lot of things. Yeah, it was difficult to watch you agree with Rags because of how difficult you made it look. <laughs> you're like, 
And guess we could fucking agree. <laughs> it's like, oh no, it's I, okay. Comments saying that they love I I hate everything, but they also liked my video. So well, this um, is the thing. I like I hate everything. I still watch some of his videos, but like when I watched your yeah. takedown, I was just like, yeah, that was pretty easy for you to do because I hate everything made a piss poor video. And this is the thing. When we talked to him, he said he regrets making it. It was like yeah, extremely man. rushed. He doesn't even know what the point really was for it's the video. Weird. I mean, there's there's I hate everything. Regretted making his. The right opinion clearly had regrets because he was seriously considering taking it down. I never thought about taking mine down. And I never don't know why you would, because it holds up. Never had a inkling of a thought in my head of taking my video down because and I stand by it. This is not to say that me and Rags have not made any error whatsoever in any small way in both of our videos that have been criticized here. Uh, I accept I the fact up that I didn't eat before this. <laughs> I accept that I need to be more explicit. Uh, in many parts of my videos, so that yes, people don't. I will. I'll do the same. I will try to be more explicit when I talk. Um, I'll, many months have gone by, and yeah, I'd say the EFAPs have helped me a lot. Yeah, we so got to sort of. I'm going reflect. to. I'm going to start. Yeah, it, it really helps to get your yours and wolves and cinema sin sins and smuds and all that to get their opinions it really helps out and i'm it's my intention to do reviews in the future on games and i got some lined up to do when i start doing content really soon for everyone if you're asking um and doing the efaps will definitely help when i look over things same thing with watching uh people like matthew matosis and stuff yeah. you, know, you learn a lot from doing it yourself over and over and from watching other people who are better than you uh at that do it as well and let this video be a lesson as to how you do not respond to people like you don't invent things they said you don't change what they said to mean something else like literally taking a clip and saying it's from a different section of the video that shit's fucked up don't do that yeah i mean and, and you can respond to videos where nobody says anything wrong you can have a different way of maybe like if if, if somebody wants to i mean if it really is all subjective and some of this wasn't <clears throat> some of this was talking about you know objective stuff in the film but you don't have to necessarily disagree with somebody to make a response to them yeah and turning perceptively anodyne statements into controversial ones. anodyne statements i i'll have to look it up anodyne, anodyne. is that a weird Anodyned, anodyne. Not oh, likely to cause y. offense or disagreement and somewhat dull. All right. Yeah, not likely to provoke dissent or offensive, inoffensive, often delivered. Anodyne. I have never anodyne. heard of that one. I'm putting that in my list. I'm not saying it's wrong to Here's use thing. words I've never heard of. I'm just saying anodyne. It, here's the thing. I, it's fine to use words and stuff. I wish you'd have a word of the day or a word of the video. <laughs> or it's fine if you use a word and then tell us what it means but like if i was listening to this and that word went by i don't know what that word means so i wouldn't understand the idea you're trying to get across which is detrimental if you're trying to get across an idea um but, yeah, and yeah if, if the point is that he's taken inoffensive comments from i had everything and made them offensive it'd be like why not just say that why say anodynic an anodynic i don't even know what variation he used and again, you could be like, well, Muller, he knows what it is, I know what it is, who cares if you don't? And I'd be like, that's fair enough. I've never heard of the word anodyne before, that's all. Never. I, 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 it has a Y. I didn't spell it wrong. Yeah, same for me. I, I typed, <laughs> I didn't type it with a Y. It's like a fucking Lord of the Rings word. But, uh, 
Yep, anodyne. Almost everything that Aichi said, and turning perceptively anodyne statements in- Perceptively anodyne statements. Come oh, on, man. Kichiki got done with all my- Yeah, all my art assets are now officially finished as of an hour ago, so I'll make sure there's gonna be edits to it. Oh, that's great. I'll look at those after I'm done. Hey, Rags, but... this is completely subjective. How many yeah. percent of people do you think understood when Tiaro said he makes perceptively anodyne statements? Um, less than a five. I think less than that too. Yeah, I if Inter I mean, like I, I get it. It's fun to let everyone know that you know a word most people don't know. It's good to have that knowledge. But ultimately, if you say it and you know that people are not gonna understand what you're saying, then why did you bother saying it? Especially when there are words that make it easier. Like, inoffensive is the word I would use instead. Innocuous. Bland. Neutral. Yeah, just, yeah, it's like, you could say something like, his inoffensive, um, harmless, anodyne <laughs> statements, you know? Like, really, like, that's the way to do it. So now whenever you hear that word again, you're like, oh, because I, because I, it was used such and such. And and I'm not, this isn't a, a, a point against his points. <laughs> Jenna said 7%, saying, which isn't a lot. <laughs> I'm just saying that... Top memes. I was just saying, no one knows what he means, so no, yeah. words are trying to, you know, that's what words are for. The controversial ones. To sum up, I do not like Ranks' video. I wish him the best and hope that he takes my feedback in good spirit. <laughs> your video was shit. Uh, though I don't necessarily- How does Rags take yeah. your video in good spirit exactly, TRO? How does I he mean, do that? To be completely honest, I guess I could have been more clear on some things. That's the best thing you can say, I But think. that's really the best that I can do, man. Like, I'm gonna be real with you. What a train wreck. Yeah, like... I will... I. This is just maybe a reminder to sometimes remind myself to be clear and concise. And that's really taking it pretty far. So I'd expect them to. For me, there were parts of this video which feel intended to spite or turn people against. I hate everything. Good God, Tiaro. What can we say about parts of your video? They're intended yeah, to lie Christ. about me and rags, to sell us short. You want people to fucking hate me? I get the impression <laughs> yeah. you want people to hate my fucking guts. And for anybody who's curious, at the beginning 20 minutes of this part, uh, me and rags read out a lot of the top comments from his video. They are not very kind they to rags. They fucking hate me. They hate they wanna, rags. They want to punch me, dude. They like, don't like me at all. Get off the high horse immediately, Tiaro. It's a rotting corpse of a horse. It's not a good one to sit on. Good lord. Oh, someone said enough of your hyperbole. <laughs> thing in ways that I don't think I could endorse ever. I'm aware he's not looking for my endorsements, but that's... Tiaro, I don't care about <laughs> endorsement from someone like you, and I certainly don't give a shit about what Quentin has to say. Why would Rags want your endorsement at this point? Why would I want your endorsement? Like again, I'm still I'm still friends with with with, with Tiaro, and I would probably happily have him uh, read through a script before I release it just to get his perspective. But you've given no reason for Rags to think anything of you in a positive light. Let's put it that way. Yeah, generally you start off with your strongest work also i just saw that uh i just want to point out rags that you used the word detrimental when you could have said unhelpful detrimental is a very common word detrimental is pretty yeah i think colloquially most people understand what detrimental means like is bad for that's what i've always known detrimental to mean <laughs> or like it i don't yeah. i think that's pretty common compared to anodyne 
Yeah. I don't know. And this is subjective. I like, people... I can't know what everyone knows about words. I'm just going from what I know about talking to people in my daily routines. Detrimentals use yeah. far more than anodyne. All the time, yeah. A detriment as opposed to an That's asset. my opinion. Yeah. But I get it. We could always... There's, there's words me and Rags will use that could have simpler versions. I just want to use words that I know people have heard. Yeah, I'm not saying dumb down your language to the lowest common denominator. Just, if you want to sprinkle in some words that most people won't understand, let people know what that word means, or else there was no point in saying it at all other than showing off that you know a word that most people don't. Yeah, you know what? I think detrimental is pretty anodyne. <laughs> rags too. I just yeah. hate Quentin more. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll, I'll take fucking it. take it. I'm sure many of I'll you are familiar it. with him already. On top of that, even bigger thanks to everyone. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine editors. Jeez. Nine editors, man. Nine Who's editors. been involved with editing this, their links will be in the description too. Check out their stuff. This was not easy to make. Anyhow, I'd love to hear what you think. Let me know in the comments below. Until Yeah, we know what they think. <laughs> yeah, they fucking hate me because you've painted a picture of me that isn't true. Thanks a lot for that, Tro. Mm. I appreciate that. Thank you. And I think that's... Then I'm the right opinion, through. and I'll see you in the next one. And yeah, obviously we can't respond to everything in the video. We've missed out about 20 minutes, but I think that was pretty solid, yeah, considering Jesus, man. we've got... I think that's like nearly oh, oh, coming up to 12 hours of content for you guys, if you if you call I it content. I is dead. <laughs> um, so yeah, just, just for the closing statements of this video... Uh, really awful. Uh, just, just goddamn awful. And it's, it's, it's so awful because of the fact that it's so, uh, I don't know, malicious towards both me and Rags. Yeah, it, and I've, I've probably done that in the past too. I would say I have, but that's something that I know now to like kind of watch for, I suppose, to really remind myself not. Oh to yeah, this will be a strong lesson for me going forward. Like to make sure I'm very careful about what people fucking say because, good lord, yeah, you can lie very easily and that's not to say that me and rags have ever done we have a principle when it comes to responding people we do not fucking take their comments and tell people they they were about a different thing that's fucked up yeah man like i can hate your guts like i would never take anita sarkeesian i would never take jonathan Ma i would never deliberately take them out of context like that i would never do that i just i wouldn't i wouldn't Ugh. <laughs> living with myself because like, I know not every counter. day when I wake up that I did that. It's not a good counter if you you, you literally invent the the thing in the first place. It's like, do I need to explain what a fucking straw man is to you, Quentin? Like, come on. This is the whole, there's a reason why that's the most commonly used fallacy. It's like the, one of the easiest ones to prove. And how long did it take us? We were like, oh yeah, we have to search through the entirety of Rags' video. So we had to get someone, someone... to find this, the fucking stamp for us because of how hard it is to find out whether or not he's lying. I know me. Yeah, Adomi said, I was surprised by some of the top comments for Rags in the video. He was like, it was like, uh, I was like, this does not sound like Rags at all. I was like, yeah, probably because I got fucking edited so much that, yeah, you, you might get that impression because Rags I get little tiny death. snippets. Rag is, <laughs> your name is Rag, Rag from now on, according to this, remember? My name's Rag um, is dead. I'll, I'll get Rags through this. Rags isn't dead, he was murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, who's, who's the biggest piece of shit was uh, Movie Bobble Quinton? It's like, for me and Rags, it's gonna be Quinton just because of the shit that he said personal. about us. Movie yeah, Bob hasn't even acknowledged but... our existence, really. He he said a few quotes that uh, may have come from my video. That's the most Movie Bob's ever done. 
Yeah, but then again, Movie Bob's the person where if he had an Infinity Gauntlet, there would be no Republicans alive, and I don't mean that as a joke. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess we could say, like, for the masses, the worst is Movie Bob. For us, it's Quentin. And it's probably... I, I don't even know if Quentin's aware that we've made these two responses. I know that TRO is, and I'm still going to try and see if I can get him on the next uh, EFAP so that he could perhaps discuss anything he wants to discuss. I'm not yeah, sure where that so would go. He can apologize. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna do that. I seriously don't. But we, we'll we'll see what happens with that. Uh, in regards to Legends, it was like taking a nice. Oh wait, I read that. Sorry. Uh, in the movie Up tells an entire life story in eight minutes. You can do a lot in eleven. Yep. Thank you both for these videos. I'm firmly in the camp. Um. Of oh God, it skipped. Why did you do this to me? God damn it. There we go. In the camp of criticism. Objective criticism of art, bad art is real and it usually comes down to the craft. Anyone who says otherwise is a fake artist. Um, character flatlines. Oh. Finn the stormtrooper who one movie ago watched other troopers mass execute people learns there are bad people in the galaxy. Imagine well, that. It's, it's, yeah, it's bizarre. The mor morality is confusing, Finn. It's like the, the, the market in which the bad people exist is run on selling shit to both the good and bad and he's just like, oh man, everyone's capable of bad. I guess I'll I guess I'll just sacrifice myself for the resistance. Like, that doesn't pan out at all, film. Uh, who's worse, Quentin or the not-so-great debate guy? I have to say, the not-so-great debate guy was way more honest. Like He, had he was some, honest. had some bad arguments, but by the end of the, f the conversation, I believe he was saying that he was sort of... came around to some of the ideas, if I remember. And the fact is, he was willing to talk to us. Uh, yeah, he was willing to talk, and he wasn't, like, lying or anything. He was legitimately defending a point that he actually held with the best of the information that he had. Um, thank you, Morlin Rags, for showing us how inept the majority of these reviewers are. Keep it up, boys. Great work. You bet. Uh, the U.S. made kinetic energy missiles which go from space down to Earth and are nothing more than a big bar of metal, so why wouldn't going at the speed of light with any dense aircraft destroy a ship? This is the thing, um... And if they make the rule that they can't, it makes warfare so much easier in Star Wars because otherwise they'll have to account for it in every single battle. But now they've said you can. And so now, I'm just looking forward to Episode Nine when there's a space battle and then they have to do something I'm to account so for it. I'm so curious about Episode Nine, Man, I am just, oof. I, like, I don't, like, like I said, I don't consider myself like a Star Wars fan anymore. Um, like, I like the, you know, not I guess not in a colloquial sense. Like, I like the universe and everything, but... I feel like I completely, it's like I just cut away seven and eight. Yeah. And solo, just cut them away. They don't exist. <sighs> and that's Star Wars for me. Yeah, I would just say I'm a fan of Star Wars as a whole, but I'm obviously thinking about the good times whenever I consider myself a fan. I'm like, oh man, the best of Star Wars. That's where I'm at. Um,. Why didn't they ram the ships that were losing fuel into the enemy fleet? We did mention that. It's good just another question. stupid yeah, part of the film. That's a good question. Um, maybe Quentin can fill us in. Morley, you've become this series Mr. Plinkett. I mean, he did a great video on The Last Jedi, just like me. I feel like me and him have very different styles, but... Yeah, his video was really good, and it was just like, it came out so late, they, they clearly didn't want to just rehash everything that had already been said. Yeah. So, that in mind, it was a good... It was a good uh, good bit. Uh, since there's no up and down in space, couldn't a large fleet just hyperspace come from underneath another fleet? Um, if they did that in the movies, then it breaks all cinematic battle rules. Yeah, that um, that's know. a part of 
the space battles i mean they depending on what direction they are coming from yeah but generally it's like in star trek they always have the ships meeting on the same you know yeah. plane same you know axis or whatever um i think that's just done for simplicity of the viewer's sake yeah but also the... but in real but in real life that would that would be an issue um i don't think it'd be a huge one generally ships would probably as a as a courtesy they would level off with each other or there would be like a fixed up and down you know, system that everybody would adhere to whenever meeting another ship. But yeah, you're right. And let's be honest, I mean, it's like don't don't these conflate blah, blah blah. It's like the rules of the space battles are out the window now. Like who knows what they'll do. Uh, the scene would have been functionally the same if Akbar crashed the ship in Snoke's ship at sub light speed. Um, sub light speed? I'm not sure what the um... sub light speed is slower than the speed of light. Oh, so you're saying like if he'd actually so just, just piloted it fly into, them? into it? Yeah, yeah I'd be I'd be on board with that. That'd be really cool. Imagine the ship getting torn apart as it finally makes its target. You know, like it gets to them just as it's falling apart and it just crashes right in. I think it'd be amazing if like the Radis was like stuck inside the Supremacy. Like it was fucked up, but it was like wedged in. It went in a certain distance and just got stuck in there. Mm. And then for Episode Nine, you could show that damage persist. You know. Um, but yeah, even, and even then that's sort of like a weird thing to think about because just as, as fast as a ship can go, you know, cause if a ship can go to light speed, you know, how fast can it go without using a hyperdrive? Yeah. That's just ramming into other things. It would just, oof. Interesting to think about. Um, anodyne had a popularity bump in 1860. Currently detrimental is used 28 more times more frequently than anodyne. I'm assuming that's like based on daily or. I don't know, but um, yeah. I, like I said, I believe it. I I believe that anodyne is less common than detrimental, but you know, um, yeah, I mean, good job. You, yeah. uh, the last Jedi was bad, bandwagoning, cum ditch. And then rags needs to be neutered. Day of the snip when intellectual giant. I mean, I th I think it's commenting on how. Uh, the, the, I'd be a subby boy. Yes. Uh. Thanks for the vids. I recommend checking out David Stewart on YouTube. He's a fantasy writer who makes a lot of videos about storytelling. I have heard of him. People want me to talk to him about Civil War because he thought Civil War was really bad, so... Who knows? Maybe one day. That seems to be the premise for a lot of possible conversations I could have. So many people really don't like Civil I War. I really like... Man, I love Civil War. I <laughs> know. It's just complicated, that one. I love watching your work, guys. I don't know how I ever lived without EFAB. Also, if you could play any tabletop game, what would it be? Oh, there's a lot. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I'm really not sure. I'm really not sure. There's a lot of ones I wouldn't mind just trying. I'm assuming. Do they mean over the internet, or do they mean like real life? And I don't know. Um, when it comes to real life, I'm a really big fan of Apples to Apples. Is probably my favorite board game mm -hmm. or tabletop game of a sense. Um, but when it comes to like online board games. That's tough. I don't really do online board games. Maybe I should. Maybe I really should more. <clears throat> uh, Quinton keeps gaslighting. TRO is a pretentious crumpet snarfer. T-shirt. I EFAP to you. Snurper. We will make an EFAP shirt one day. Just um, We'll have to run it for a bit longer, though, because, I mean, this is the ninth episode. We're very much an early <laughs> podcast. 
Yeah, but I can do that. Like I have a Teespring store set up that I will be launching with my next video. I could get an EFAP shirt and put it on there. I was like, I was gonna once I saw the TFA stuff, I was gonna commission some art for both my channel and um EFAP and then go from there with making some kind of shirt. We'll definitely, yeah, definitely do it uh down the line because EFAP is just getting lots of positive responses and stuff. Uh people so like EFAP. We had like eighteen hundred, seventeen hundred people watching it once. Which is pretty good for, yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. And and whenever a new starters. controversial video essay comes out, people are like, "Do it, do it!" Because <laughs> like that, what about send them our way? The yeah, one from they... Vox that came out recently. Like we'll cover that uh, eventually. But man, that looked really bad as well. Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll probably wrap up there. All I'll say is that um, you know, you can check out me and Rags's channels with our main channels with the um in the description, I believe, but um, if you want to see this uh, podcast and, and the channel it belongs to, there is a second channel called Moola. I think you can actually find it just by typing in Moola now. It's It's got enough subscribers to be recognized by YouTube. Um, I'm putting a link in the chat as well. Hopefully it shows up whenever I try this, the chat just lags the fuck out. Um, we've got uh, next... No, I'm going to see if I can set up having TRO on at some point. If not, we're, we've got Doomcock in the... Uh, in the wings as well to come on and obviously plenty more videos to respond to considering this one was from what more than half a year ago and it took us two very long efaps just to respond to it so you know plenty of content to come and again chat is just frozen for me it always does whenever i i link the uh the channel can you see it for you rags does it come up for you in the description no in the uh the chat <clears throat> let me yeah, I see your links, the four of them, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, so that channel, you can find the uh, the videos that's going to be uploaded from here. And um, me and Rags' channels, you can find through the description, and that's about it. Wolf will return. I'm not sure um, how many EFAPs we'll have before he, he, he comes back, and that's about it for updates, so... Yeah, we'll have, um, we'll have other guests to tide you over so that even if you get sick of the two of us, you'll have somebody else to listen to as well. Yeah, um, hope you guys had fun. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for the generous donations, and we will see you next time. Hooray!